Welcome to Call of Cthulhu, The Dig. We're playing a little one-shot, because Craig is not I- here. Ill, he'll be good. I'm going to say not with us currently, but no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Craig, Craig is unfortunately not with us. <laughs> Temporarily. <laughs> I was actually going for Craig is no longer with us, but I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> well, A, A, it's not true, and B, it's not true. I mean, like, what I mean? like, in all possible senses of that. That's where my brain went. I was like, but I stopped. Well, I'm trying to kill the players off literally because Craig, Craig has unfortunately died <laughs> no, no, so, sorry by which I mean he just can't be here this week <laughs> it is the late 1920s about 1926 it is Mid. early summer it is June university is out for the year it's summer holiday time. Yeah. Yay. Yay. Except for you lot. Oh. <laughs> you were all students in uh, Arkham Miskatonic University. And you have, through various uh, means, signed up to take part in one of the professor's archaeological expeditions over the summer. Dr. Karis uh, has uh, discovered some ancient relics for an ancient pre-history... Um, Civilization buried behind a farm in uh, outside the town of Dunlow, which is a short journey away from Arkham. About half an hour by car. So, you know, not too far to travel. Um, he, one of his students, bought some, you know, stones with runes in to say, oh, believe me, I think, Professor, I found them in the garden, you know, in the fields behind my father's farm. And uh, they have discovered that, yes, they do mean something. They are proof or writings from an ancient race known as the Hyperboreans, who lived in Greenland in prehistoric times. They had a rudimentary, runic language system, and these shards of rock that uh, Dr. Karras's student, whose name is Stephen Campbell, uh, brought in. So they're going to go dig up the field behind his father's farm to look for more. Yes. Uh, Miss Clonic University has agreed to fund it because, you know, historical research and uh, the people doing the digging are students who are cheap. Yay! We're labour. You are labour. Uh, there are a couple of other professors who are also taking advantage to do some work in the area. You'll be travelling out with Dr. Burlington and his anthropologists. The cream of Dr. Burlington's anthropology class are going to be travelling around the local area, discussing folklore, learning local history, stories from the local Indians who live in the area, that kind of thing. There's probably some queries about why Dr. Burlington didn't invite you to join his class since you're one of his students. <laughs> but the less said about that, the better, yeah. Lewis. <laughs> Dr. Burlington's anthropology cream. <laughs> and the third professor taking some of her students is Dr. Nelson. She is a quite renowned botanist, and uh, she is taking some of her students to, you know, do some botany surveys of the mountains. Because, you know, they haven't really been done. It does sound a little bit like an excuse to, like, wander around in the sunshine looking at plants. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, again, she's only taking her top students with her, and they're going to wander around, hike through the mountains, 
you know, having a couple of weeks off looking at trees. You know, if they're lucky, they might find some flowers. So, yeah. Um, Sorry, who are all the professors again? Uh, Dr. Karis is the one leading the archaeology expedition, mm-hmm. which you've all signed up for. And then there's Dr. Burlington, who is the anthropologist. He and his students are going to be interviewing locals about folk legends in the area. And then Dr. Nelson, she's a botanist. Hedgehog, roll your credit rating. Roll of the game. Seven. You have heard rumours that the whole reason Dr. Nelson is going is that she wants to rekindle her relationship with Dr. Karis. And, you know, long walk through the woods Wow. Um, during the summer is probably quite romantic. Uh, but that is the rumour you've heard from the botany students who you were either banging or hanging out with down at the local speakeasy. I've heard rumour. Wait, are we are we still it's prohibition? Pro- prohibition. Yeah. Uh, but is it going to be romantic or spooky? You're just going to go live in the farms. We're just normal men. So here's a map of Arkham, in case anyone needs it. Here is the map of New England, where you can see where Dunlo is. Oh, having to hand out paper. I know, right? Yeah, look, look. Now me and Nal can look at it, but no one else can look at it. <laughs> this is weird. We've created digital scarcity. This is an NFT. <laughs> it's a piece of paper. Paper. Let's burn it. Now only Nal and I will have the knowledge. <laughs> I'll go print it again. <laughs> the, the, the emblem at the top of this concerns me. Nonsense. It's just you know, fancy stuff on the Chaosian book. Mm. Obviously, there are other students going along on this expedition. There's a huge list of them. Um, All right, it's too small, or else. <laughs> oh yeah, it's a it's a little bit left. So to save you having to write this all down, I've printed it out for you. But the people going with you on Dr. Karras's expedition are Charles, Eric, David, Cynthia and Geoffrey, Davis, Vernon, Franklin, Albert and Thomas, and Stephen, whose parents' farm you'll be staying on. They're the archaeologists. Uh, This course does count towards... um, Credit. Some of you need credits. You <laughs> and some of you are here because you're postgraduate student garnering extra favours of the professor by helping out. <laughs> and then there's a huge list of Dr. Burlington's anthropology students, your fellow classmates who are snubbing you. And then there's like only like five for Dr. Nelson. Terrors from Beyond Tourism map was not as big a hit as they'd hoped. <laughs> oh yeah, sorry, I haven't seen it yet. List uh, of students. There's loads of them. <clears throat> so I printed it out after checking that there were no secrets listed. See it, the scenario's end. That is always a good sign. Oh, this map reminds me of the one where we all died. The Flint is having Call of Cthulhu PTSD. Yeah. 
They went to Arkham. I got Arkham. No, they went to Arkham. They went to Innsmouth. Yeah. I got Innsmouth. Don't do that. They went to Innsmouth unprepared, and the first thing that I was like, no, it's fine. They'll all be good as long as they do the right thing. The first thing they did. And they all was, split up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Finty then sent the NPC off on his own, and I was like, well, you're never seeing him again. <laughs> <laughs> Flinty split up even further. <laughs> and then I think uh, got my head blown off. You did. Yeah. In Vegas, that's a good word. Oh well. <laughs> it wasn't quite the roller coaster of Craig's death. Oh shit! Or the the roller coaster of nearly Craig's death. <laughs> yeah. Craig Craig rolled a one to dodge, uh-huh. and then rolled a ninety nine to not dodge. <laughs> the next shot. Um, oh no, I meant the preceding bit where. Uh, oh, it, it, yeah. oh I, I, I didn't make my master's cup of tea properly. I need to uh, make up an excuse and then nearly died. <laughs> if the keeper needs statistics for any of the students presently without statistic, feel free to make them up. I will. I, will. <laughs> I the normal strategy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, it is the morning of the day when you are setting off. For the expedition, you have all assembled at this public university. The university is providing three large trucks to transport all of your equipment, digging gear, tents, food, water, fuel, that sort of thing. And obviously Professor Karras has his car. Uh, the spaces in Professor Karras's car have been claimed by Dr. Burlington, Dr. Nelson, and roll your luck now. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, how do I roll dice? Oh, yes. I am not lucky. Sadly, I'm fumbling, maybe. You were not invited to join uh, the <laughs> professors in the car, despite being the only postgraduate student here. I'm a <sighs> postgraduate. Oh, are you? Yeah. I forgot that. Well, your luck. <laughs> I'm sure that's why I said. Is my age wrong on this as well, then? Uh, maybe. Right, check on the second page. Your backstory got copied across. Yes, postgrad. Roll your luck. I do not pass my luck. You have also not been invited to join the professors in the professor's car. You're going to have to travel in the trucks. Does anyone have drive auto over 50%? Uh, I have it at 50%. You have been asked to drive one of the trucks. Alright. Anyone else? Twenty. Twenty. The default. (laughs) Then none of the rest of you have been invited to drive. Uh, But you get to sit up front at least. You two, Lewis and John, are in the back of the truck. There are even really seats. They're sort of like things to sit on, Mm. crates and stuff. Well, at least it's not too far. This is fine. I'm treating it as an adventure. You'd be good back there. I, uh, I bang on the roof of the uh, on the roof of the cabin with with a shovel. Have we got any All right, the same dad. <laughs> I could kill you with this at a moment's notice. So complaining, I'll turn this car <laughs> right around. Yeah, it might save all of our lives. <laughs> well, that's a good point. I turn this car. Right. <laughs> this is a good game. Oh yeah, sorry. Oh shit, I left my watch back in Arkham. Let's go. Let's go pick it up. Oh yeah, I left my handkerchief. <laughs> <laughs> I left my desire to be dismembered back in Arkham. Where's it gone? Oh, it's there. 
Oh, oh, look at you with your the hubris of paper. Yeah, I well, know. Can't find things. And it's online as way <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you are all finishing up loading the uh, trucks with, you know, camping gear, tools, equipment, lanterns, oil for lanterns. There's no firewood. You're going to be staying in some gigantic woods near some lovely mountains. Top, top. You can all throw axes. Top, top. Uh, does anyone have anything specific or special equipment they are smuggling in or taking with them they might not otherwise be approved by the professor? I've I've got a hip flask of medicinal gin. And by hip flask you mean large earthenware bottle. Yeah, quite quite a quite large bottle <laughs> hidden in my bag. Yeah, they're not searching bags. Mm. Just make sure. Just make sure that when the professors do see it, it is as you are offering them a drink. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> You know you wouldn't be able to get away with that on campus, but you're going to be camping in the hills, and the professors are generally nice people. Except when it comes to your grades. <laughs> damn, damn them on insisting that you turn up for exams and things. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, if you just turned up and failed, you'd have been fine, but you didn't turn up. See, I turned up and failed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good at the subject. I just have atrocious timekeeping. <laughs> Mostly because I'm generally quite hungover. I'm not a morning person, basically. <laughs> Peter, roll, drive, auto. All right. Okay. Yeah, don't, don't fluff it. <laughs> it's going to be a very <laughs> short 99, thing. the car explodes. You can all go home. <laughs> I mean, that's ideal. Oh, I fail. Oh. 88. That's like 99. <laughs> yeah, it takes a little while to get this truck going. You're not used to driving such big vehicles. Um, I'm, I'm leaning in and offering you helpful advice. It's, but I'm much worse at driving than you are. It's not helping. Jiggle the stick. No. That one. That Jiggle that stick. Loop the pig. You've got to press down both pedals. Both pedals? <laughs> I think you're all going to have to get out. <laughs> The other trucks have driven off at this point. <laughs> but the professor is watching from his car with the other professors. Try again. <laughs> no. Uh, marginally yeah, better. Yeah, margin. Two percent better. At this rate, he's only got to roll... <laughs> 30 times. No, it's... I think it's 15 more times. Yeah, yeah. 15 more yeah. times. Yeah, it's slowly going. Can... When you get the car, well, the truck moving forward slowly, um, there's a couple of screeching, crunching sounds as the gear, you're in the wrong gear, but you fix it. It's got one of those annoying gear sticks that is behind the steering wheel, rather than a stick in oh. the central reservation, and those things are tricky to use. I'm not sure that's called the central reservation. Console? Something like that. Whatever it's called. <laughs> and you drive along. It's quite warm, it's quite mm. sunny. June in New England, it's quite nice. And you leave Arkham and start making your way along the road towards the town of Dunlow. Takes about 40 minutes to drive to Dunlow. You're not going very far from the university at all, really. Um, but the road does go from like nice paved road to dirt track. Oh, good. 
<laughs> You're definitely weaving up towards the uh, mountains. I offer you a lemon boiled sweet. They don't get any in the cab. <laughs> <laughs> they have their own comfort. <laughs> yeah, the seats are pretty good for track seats. Right. Yeah, you, you, you actually have a seat. <laughs> Boiled lemon. I have a banana. <laughs> Boiled banana. You drive along. Eventually, uh, you drive into the town of Dunlow. The fact that it's called a town is um, pushing it. <laughs> <laughs> Ambitious. It's like a dirt road with maybe four buildings that aren't houses. There's like a town hall, which is like a small brick building. A um, general store, constable's office, and then a cluster of houses and a small church. I, I downsize my expectations. <laughs> and you don't even stop in the town. You keep going. <laughs> in fact, you speed up. You keep going, driving and following this dirt path. Um, the dirt road carries on, and you pass farms either side of the road, you can see the Winakwate River winding around the mountains and forest to the north. And uh, you pass a bridge over the river and eventually arrive at Stephen's family farm. It's quite a large farm, quite well kept. The fields are full of corn and potatoes and uh, you think they might be carrots. Lots of root vegetables growing. Oh yeah, right. I like you wouldn't be able to tell, would you? No, I, I couldn't. Yeah, because it's underground. Yeah, yeah. just green fronds. Just a frond. Some sort of root vegetable, maybe carrots. You can tell potatoes because their potato plants are quite distinctive and quite tall and useless because you want the potato. <laughs> um, but yeah, there is a. Very large, very nice-looking um, farmhouse. A couple of barns, outbuildings, and waiting for you with the other trucks as you arrive is Morris Campbell, Stephen's father, and the, uh, his younger brother Donald and his 18-year-old daughter Susan. They're all quite excited to see you because, you know, they live on a farm in the middle of nowhere and don't get very many visitors. And now all these people are turning up, including some fancy big city professors. We are almost celebrity. Mm-hmm. Almost. <laughs> uh, roll in your students. appearance, Hedgehog. <laughs> uh, uh, I, uh, do they need to? I, I, ste- I step off and I look... And you... Sh- magnificent. Twelve. <laughs> <laughs> That's extreme, <laughs> Yep. Oh shit! Shit! I didn't do the 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 numbers. You didn't do the numbers. Oh, I didn't do them. I'll t- oh, the ones up top are done, but I'll totally be calling for numbers. Thank you. There's a chart. You can pass the chart. Around. Yes. Uh, <laughs> my period. That was an extreme success. <laughs> <laughs> so you've well. just done the L'Oreal advert. <laughs> yeah. I've just, I've just I've just taken taken my hat off and my hair has swept down over my brow. Oh, dear. And 
And meanwhile, a seven-foot lumbering <laughs> oaf gets off behind you. <laughs> the fact the fact that this gargoyle is next to me is really <laughs> it's really not you know. <laughs> Annoyingly, Susan, who you would expect to be looking at you, the quite beautiful farmer's daughter, is utterly ignoring you. Oh, and she's smiling coyly at Thomas. Oh, maybe, who, she, maybe she's blind. Thomas McCoy, he is a track and football star at the university, um, and he is here uh, essentially not for extra credit because he's obviously passing with flying <coughs> colours, yeah. um, but more, you know, community spirited. He's one of those, yeah, I'm taking part because, woo, university spirit, college, community, woo, yeah, kind of kind of bollocks. <laughs> That's the worst yeah. sort of person. Yeah. But he's definitely <laughs> smiling coyly at Susan, almost as if they know one another. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, but Stephen's like uh, Stephen doesn't seem to have bothered oh. but he's wandered over to say hello to his dad and his siblings and uh, yeah Thomas and Susan are definitely being uh, coy about it but you lot all know this because you know <laughs> you don't need a spot hidden for that one <laughs> but her father obviously clearly hasn't noticed <laughs> she must have been up to see Stephen in the big city at some point and met yeah. Thomas mm, met you do wonder why Thomas was coming along, because, you know, it's definitely a bit, woo, community spirit feels a bit forced. <laughs> um, but anyway, Morris seems very happy to see you. Uh, he starts showing you to where you will be camping. They're leading you out behind the farm. Ominous. Here's where the pigs sleep. Here, here, coincidentally, this is where you sleep. Wow. Brownies are dense. They are. They are excellent brownies. I have written my numbers. Would you care for a chart? Uh, Yeah. Decide quickly. The book is heavy. Yeah, sorry, they don't auto-fill in for you. (laughs) (laughs) This is racist. Skittle. Thank you for Skittle. The sour ones. Oh god, I also. Everyone rolls spot hidden. Spitten. My uh, oh, it's been so long since I've had a character that can oh, fail a spot hidden roll. I've got a spot hidden yeah, roll. Ninety-three. Eighty-nine. I'm too busy trying to look pretty. <laughs> I'm too busy looking good. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, you're turning down. <laughs> Alan is too busy uh, looking at this gorgeous hunk of undergrad student. Yeah, no, right. <laughs> I, uh, I, I swing a couple of boxes down out of the truck, you know, revealing my glistening biceps, as I do so. Mm. I don't see shit. Yeah, none of us see, <laughs> yeah, none of us see it, Russ. Move on. <laughs> <laughs> you no, know, we're too busy staring at you. What? Yeah. What? what, what uh, I'm uh, too distracted by the shining gleam from your been, hair. It's been so long <laughs> since I've had a, since I failed a spot in. Like, um, <laughs> yes. like we've we've been playing um, Acton Cthulhu for like two or three years now. And uh, like because the skills keep going up as you use them, my spot hidden is ninety nine. Yeah. <laughs> like there's a one in one hundred chance I can fail a spot hidden. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> you about halfway there. 
Middle of my breath. When Moeth stops. And he's like, I see you over there. I told you to stay off my land. Go. Before I go get my shotgun and show you what we do to trespassers around here. Does it shoot them? I... He's shaking his fist and you all kind of turn to see, you saw like see a silhouette of someone in the trees, like retreating, but none of you got a good look at who they are. Oscar and in total bewilderment. Yeah, so I hope he's not talking to us, he led us. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Morris turns to him and he's like, sorry about that, there's some hunter who keeps lurking around the place. He's trying to hunt down some stupid monster. It's monster? just a bear. There's an old legend around here. Um, Dr. Burlington's lot will probably want to hear all about it. Um, so do I. <laughs> we'll look excited. And also, you know, slightly annoyed that no one told us we'd be camping in a field with a bear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's some old legend that the local uh, native Indians have about the dumb little creature. Some sort of like big hairy monster that lurks in the woods and scares children at night. That's just a bear. But this guy's been lurking around, like, laying traps to it and trying to catch it. So far, he's caught four bears. <laughs> <laughs> but, but the next one will be the one. Yeah, he's a bit crazy like that. But, you know, he keeps insisting he's going to find it. But he keeps traipsing back and forth through my fields. And I'm growing crops. He doesn't like being walked on. So take this. Stay to the paths, everyone. Very happy to have you all here. Stephen's told me you're all a great bunch. Um, but please do not go traipsing back and forth across the fields. Follow the paths. Some of those paths may lead you around the edge of the field. Just put up with it, I'm afraid. If you start trampling my uh, crops, I might kick you all off the campsite and the professor will get annoyed at you. Dr. Carroll is like, anyone who gets this thrown off is getting zero credits. I point at the... Um at the alleged carrots and ask if they're carrots. They are carrots. Yes. Yeah. And turnips. Heck. They're both. You kind of grow them side by side and he looks at you and he's like, you don't care about farming, do you? I'm, I'm looking with polite, polite interest but total non-comprehension. <laughs> yeah, he stops himself before he starts telling you about how carrots and is this, is this about crop rotation? Yeah. Is no. this, is no. this about nitri- <laughs> nitrogen? Nitrogen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How, like, you know, the, the carrots kick out nitrogen, but the turnips absorb nitrogen, so you go I, next to each other. I nod like somebody who is aware that you are speaking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I didn't give you this map. Yeah. That is one heck of a spoiler on the player handout. Oh, you're not getting that. <laughs> nope. Literally about to hand you this map, and it's just full of spoilers. Yeah, I, I don't know something to do. I was someone playing that Eclipse Phase game, and I gave you the player handout, and it was like, um, you know, secret server cluster. And I'm like, <laughs> you were like, oh, we go there, and I'm like, no, you don't know about it yet. It's on the map. It's on the public map. Item thirty on the list. <laughs> secret nuclear bunker. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're looking for. We're like, well, there it is. We'll go there. We don't need to go and like. Talk to the locals. Like, can you spend at least three more sessions pretending that you don't know that's there? <laughs> is it is it one of those secret not secrets like Area Fifty? <laughs> I don't think it turned out to be the real place anyway. We had to go somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> ah, one of those uh, red. But, uh, you arrived. Professor Carris plans to camp. You're planning about fifty yards from the planned dig site. You can sort of like see there's a section of the field. There's like forest field campsite and this section of the um, 
filled, doesn't have any cops on it, and it's been like pegged out with the old square grid. And um, Professor Harris is like, right, everyone. Um, step one this evening is to put the tent up, tent up, make camp. Oh, thank you, John. Did you bring enough for the whole class? Apparently so. <laughs> he accepts the cookie. Columbia. <laughs> and then he hands one out to Dr. Burlington and Dr. Nelson. <laughs> Something um, there's none left for you. A fit rep time. <laughs> oh, I'm three professors, so I need three cookies. <laughs> oh, three cookies, you. Um, but he's like, right, everyone, camp first. We'll put the camp up tonight. And we'll start digging first thing in the morning. Dr. Burlington's like, Yes, everyone, we will make our start tomorrow. We'll be heading out to the local Indian tribe first thing. Tonight is just camp, so let's get it all put together. Start unloading the trucks, carry everything down. You can't drive the trucks down this far. And let's get camp up and running. I approach Stephen's father, the farmer. Dr. Morris is like, uh, Dr. Morris, no, Mr. Morris. Well, Dr. Dr. Morris is a doctor of farming. <laughs> yeah, it could be. Well, it could be. Uh, Mr. Mar- uh, Mr. Campbell is like, uh, it's John, isn't it? Yeah, hello, I shake his hand. He shakes your hand. Um, we'll be needing some firewood. Do you mind if we uh, take some of these straplings down? Um, if you go into the woods, you'll find lots of, there's it's about 30 yards in, there is actually a big wood pile that me and the family use. Uh, feel free to help yourself. Wonderful, thank you very much. Um, it's easier to keep it in the wood than drag it all back to the house. Um, yeah, it's about 30 yards. There's a small track. You can't, like, you might miss it in the dark, but if you wander out there now whilst it's still light, you should be able to find it. I'll look out for bears, I say, with a laugh. Yeah, we get some bears, but mostly they stay up in the mountains and the hills. So you should be fine here. And they're not going to approach a group this big, so don't worry about it. <laughs> I was only kidding. <laughs> uh, you get a feeling he likes you because you're not making goo goo eyes at his beautiful door mm. in fairness I would have been but I saw that <laughs> <laughs> I'm like oh maybe later <laughs> um. everyone starts to unload boxes and things from mm-hmm. the trucks and carry it down to the campsite everyone roll Survival camping. That special thing. Yes, that, 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 that I definitely... We don't have that skill. No, I fail. Can I just roll survival? Oh, definitely yes. fail. I guess we die. No. <laughs> I pass with a three. Wow! <laughs> Take it! Oh, yeah. Carolyn takes charge of setting up camp and starts giving you all orders. She's one of Dr. Carolyn's other postgraduate students. And she seems to know what she's about, about setting up a camp. There are three individual tents for the professors. Then there is a bunking tent for the um, male students, and another group tent for the female students. And then there are individual tents for the postgraduate students, which are Carolyn and Brian. Yes. The rest of you are bunking together. Not with the ladies. Yeah, I mean, logistically, that would be difficult. 
Um, then there's also a couple of other tents. There's a tent for supplies. There's a tent for, like, there's not a lab tent. For, like, if you do find anything during this archaeological dig, it'll go in the lab tents for examination and, you know, cleaning and all of that. And then there is a sort of, like, large open-sided pavilion. You know, you can, like, roll the sides up, but you can roll them down if it rains, um, for, like, cooking and tables and food and all of that. And then a big fire pit. You were going to look for firewood, weren't you? Yeah, I, um... Uh, I announced my intention to do so. Yeah, uh, Dr. Burlington is like, ah, good idea. Um, signs off a couple of students to go with you to help carry it. And uh, gives you wheelbarrow. No, why don't we let him go alone and not pay too much attention <laughs> to how long he's gone? <laughs> ah, that sounds much more... <laughs> yeah. Yes, that won't get us in trouble with the university at all. I'm still trying to kick the plot off. <laughs> <laughs> Going alone into the woods during daylight. Uh, you get Howard, David, and Richard to help you. Dr. Burlington and Dr. Nelson's classes. Hello, Howard, David, and Richard. Why don't you tell me more about yourselves while we walk? Well, David is beautiful, blonde-haired, blue-eyed... Uh, Chat, but he's got like really bad complexion. Mm. What's his surname again? Landers. Got a lisp. <laughs> I thought he said a lisp for a second. <laughs> Getting very deep into their uh, characteristics. Roll me your credit rating. Pass. Yes. Um, you've met Howard <clears throat> Landers before around campus. He's a notorious teacher's pet. Loves nothing more than snitching on other students who are up to no good. We'll definitely dob you in if you find out about the gin before you've made sure the professors know about it. Just got a list. <laughs> I'm just listless. <laughs> I, uh, I should be sure to bring the axe down on the back of his neck, <laughs> severing his head cleanly. Like, professors, there's been a terrible accident. <laughs> yeah. That wasn't a bear. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's been killed by a bear, I say, holding a blood-dripping axe. Wow. Uh, Richard is a farm boy who has made it uh, good. His father works for Ford in Detroit and made it good, so, you know, he's actually being able to afford university. Oh, that's exciting. I'm sure, I'm sure that upward trend of... Um... Detroit being a great place to live and work is going to keep going forward for a lot of years yeah Detroit is an up and coming place yeah Yeah. we all got to move there and actually no the the Great Depression hasn't quite happened yet (laughs) no remember it's 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 late 1920s 1926 I mean, it is the second he's story. He's right? story was look at his face. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, we're going to die. We're going to make an hour into this And then the after tap turns. Oh, shit. Ah. Why is he always fucking here? Uh, Narl probably summoned him. <laughs> yeah. Probably Narl after tap. Narl's yeah. probably come up with a fake name for him, which he's then gone, yeah, that's me. <laughs> Again. How does this person keep guessing my name? <laughs> You go to get firewood. Roll me your... Do you have any survival at all? No. Yeah. Give me your character sheet. Oh, God, that was quick. Oh, we didn't get bingos. <laughs> oh, you're Latin. 
Ah, yes. The tree, which is in Latin, of course. Trius. Everything is in Latin. Everything. Roll me your intelligence at hard. Hardint. Ah, my dumpster. You're quite smart. Not that smart, though. Did you fail? I did. Let's see if the NPCs are in here. No. Yes. Uh, thankfully, uh, Jim is paying attention. And he's like, well, if we just follow the path, it then turns into the woodcutter's trap rather than just ambling off into the woods. Huh. He points it out to you. Well spotted, Jim. You're welcome. Uh, he leads you along the path. And it's about a good 15 minute walk, but then you come to a little clearing, <coughs> a little wooden hut with a cover to keep the rain and weather off, full of logs. They're quite big logs though, and we'll need cutting down to firewood size. Fortunately, I brought my axe. You get to work, raw strength. Uh, pass. You make firewood. Yep. The four of you work together, it takes about an hour. So I, I'll just swing it down and they quickly move the logs in. That's <laughs> Automation. <laughs> what could possibly be? <laughs> this, this piece of log wood looks like an arm. Remind me to show you the video of Peter throwing an axe. <laughs> in fairness, it was your first go. It was. Lewis, you are asked to fill these gigantic wine barrels that have been brought out of the farm with water. Okay. Where's the the, the, the water source? Where's the well? Where's the hose? <laughs> There's the sandpipe back at the farm. Sandpipe, that's... Yeah, didn't know what it was going <laughs> The water hole! They want help out here! <laughs> um, well, mean your strength. Oh, it's the Wasserplatz. Excuse me one moment. I got excited there. Mm. And then that. Oh, zero. Oh, <laughs> oh, God, 80 in fucking strength. Oh, God, my extra credit. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, Carolyn, what else got hidden? Uh, <laughs> I definitely have. Well, at least now I'm saying. <laughs> 100. <laughs> I do not see. Thank God. No idea. <laughs> okay, Lewis, you have taken like, um, you've got like a trolley thing with the barrels on, and you, you've gone up to the standpipe, and then you're like, how do I actually fill these? Because you've got to like wedge the thing under, there's a big barrel. And you completely failed to spot the hose. And whilst you're trying to work this out, you managed to get the edge of the barrel caught under the standpipe and pull the tap off. Oh, shit. <laughs> and now there's just water coming out the pipe. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? No one has noticed yet, because you're back up at the farm. But the, you, you've managed to, like, not somehow pull, like, the entire um, tap assembly off the top of the pipe. And now it's just an open pipe with water spouting into the can air. Can I try and uh, put the the cap back on? You can. It will require a hard dexterity roll. Good. Dexterity is my dump stat. <laughs> uh, not quite. 
yeah, you're trying to get the pump, the, the, the handle, the, the tap back on the pipe. But what the hell have you done? I just lifted it and it just did this. Doctor, uh, Mr. Morris uh, Campbell pushes you out of the way and he's like, Right, you stand here. Don't touch anything. <laughs> and he stomps off into the um, barn, and a couple of minutes later, the water stops. And he comes back out, and he's like, "Well, there's a river that way. <laughs> Go fill your bowels up at the river." No, I think he's more like you. Gigantor. Uh, I realise this is your first trip down from the mountains. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck me! <laughs> Are you going to go fill up the valve yeah. in the non-drinking water river? Well, <laughs> yes. what, is, what is your size? Ninety. Uh, oh, I'm probably the only comparable person. It's quite unusual for me because I'm normally I'm the tallest person in a group. <laughs> nope, not, you are not today. Out today. Yeah. Very large. Very large. <laughs> Just put one barrel under each arm. I can't go down. Sorry. <laughs> it's very useful for getting the books off the top shelf in the library. It'd be funny if your strength was like very, ten. It's very, <laughs> very useful. No, no, my strength off is eight. <laughs> okay. Oh god. Roll your side. Mountain of a man. Don't say. I pass that one. <laughs> You take your time and go fill the bowels up in the river. I take my shoes and socks off. <laughs> because the farmer has um, banished you from the standpipe. But um, by the time... Um, actually, what are you doing, Brian, whilst all this? <clears throat> you're just helping set up the camp and following Carolyn's directions? Yeah. Roll your camping. I like the fact I told you all you were off to the woods and only Niall took any survival. <laughs> so, I didn't hear woods. I told you you were camping and doing archaeological dig. <laughs> yeah, but that's not my course. Why would I have skills at it? Ninety <laughs> percent sure he didn't mention woods. Yeah. <laughs> camping, yes. Woods, no. So you knew you were going camping? Yeah, but no, it's nobody. Not my... Nobody has any skill in camping. That's why everyone gets bored and comes home. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I went camping in this area of uh, America when I was ten years old. I didn't train first. <laughs> Base survival. To, to be to be fair, it was about uh, about seven years after and they got rid of some of the bears. <laughs> it wasn't bad. Regular survival would have been fine too. I've got some. <laughs> I don't the need bacon, su- I don't need survival. I'm beautiful. <laughs> too beautiful to sacrifice. <laughs> I'm exactly beautiful enough to be a host. Gamp mm-hmm. hey. um, is set up. Uh, Lewis takes a while to get water, and but eventually comes back with two huge barrels full of fresh water. He looks somewhat wet, however. Is that I took my shoes and socks off? Yes, but you got wet when the spout went. Oh. <laughs> it's 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 hot. I was cooling off. <laughs> <laughs> um, <you> <laughs> I, don't, I don't 
I don't make any sarcastic comment to the, the nine foot tall man mountain who's just arrived carrying three <laughs> three hundred tons of water. Dinner is cooked. Pop your head like over a the firewood that you have brought back. Who is going to try and cook dinner, or are you going to leave it up to the professors? What did we bring to cook? Uh, you know, there's vegetables, there's meat, there's various t- things in tins. <laughs> vegetables and meat, my favourite. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of salt. We <laughs> so much. Mm. Oh yes, here we, we don't know salt is bad for us. <laughs> a kilogram of salt each, fellows. You know, liven that up with a slice of beef, you know. <laughs> No, 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 I just love salt. So much salt. And Hasta whips out the bowl <laughs> and... Look, it's not my fault. You ate too much salt. <laughs> Who is cooking? Uh, what, what is cooking? Survival, probably. <laughs> no. Survival, uh, no. Let's not... No, let, let's let the people who know how to cook, cook. I've already ruined the the, 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 the drinking. Mean, I'm not ruining the food. I did I did take natural world for this situation. Yeah, yeah, could be used too. But I didn't take much of it. Yeah, I didn't take much of it either. <laughs> um, well, the professor's uh, detail. Oh, two. John, yeah, you're in charge of cooking. Yeah. All right. Oh dear. And it is not delicious, <laughs> but not. Ruined. Do you want to have? No, it might be ruined. (laughs) (laughs) I I fail by 28. Um, You do get a bonus dice because you have people helping. All right, let's roll the bonus dice. Much worse. (laughs) (laughs) And one more bonus dice. Carolyn did offer to help. Carolyn! Help. Save the day. <laughs> it will do something. No, oh, it's just not as bad. It's exactly else. as bad. <laughs> like, I will help, and you hold my hand in flame. <laughs> <laughs> Try putting the meat near the fire. <laughs> You're going to fucking die. <laughs> uh, in the end, Dr. Nelson steps in, and she's like, John, mm-hmm. you failed me for the last time. <laughs> Possibly we need to... You see the little legs? She unfolds the legs on the, the <laughs> cooking grill. Puts it higher above the fire? Ah, everything will burn less now. Yes. Ah. So why don't you take this, she hands you the pot full of whatever this is, and go and clean it out, and I'll fix dinner. I Water walk, barrel's over here. I, I walk away. Oh, one. Check that! <laughs> yeah? This <laughs> is <just> bullshit! <laughs> Dr. Nelson makes dinner and it's really nice, like perfectly seasoned stew. Um, there is like, she's even done like creamed corn and fresh corn on the cobs that have been roasted over the barbecue with That'd big slabs of butter that Brian loves. Brian loves sweet corn, can't get enough of it. Role playing, honey, you've got to get into the imagination. <laughs> <laughs> My favourite. Role player's a corn lover. <laughs> corn cob man. The only reason you came on this trip is you heard Dr. Nelson might be cooking her famous corn. <laughs> it's on purpose to show you up. <laughs> well, it was a really nice meal, and everyone's sitting around the fire, just generally having a good time. Are you breaking out any special beverages? 
Not on night one, Jesus. <laughs> Got to, uh, you Might know. Be the only chance. Oh, you think we're all going to die in our sleep? <laughs> uh, one of the students, David Burke. So many NPCs. Who's part of the archaeology class? Breaks out a ukulele. There's a bit of a sing-song around the fire. I pick up my axe. He's actually quite good. I'll put the axe down. <laughs> <laughs> playing whatever famous 1920s tune he's playing on a ukulele. Oh my darling, oh my darling. <laughs> Probably not that. <laughs> Neat. Well, I'd try. I had a lot of trouble thinking of a pre nineteen twenties ukulele hit. <laughs> Let's move on. Uh, Famous songs of the nineteen twenties. The sun goes down eventually. It's about ten p.m. The three professors say they're going to turn in because we've all got an early start tomorrow. And they suggest you also consider turning in and don't stay up too much longer. And they retire to their tents, leaving you alone around the fire. What is the layout of the tent? So it's like they've got their three tents, then there's the big mess tent kind yeah. of like thing, the lab tent, and we have our ones around them? Or? Yeah. Um, there isn't actually a map of the camp. I should have made one. I will make you one, you know, when we take a little break. But yeah, it's interesting, like fire pit, mess tent, then there's like the individual tents, like um, Carolyn and Brian have one as well, and then the food presses, and then there's two big like sleeping tents. And then there's like the um, examination tent, the lab tent. The uh, professor's tent is the three professor's tents are lined up so they are between the female tent and the boys' tent. Mm-hmm. So you'll have to go past the professor's tents to get up to any late night shenanigans. Well, I mean, if we're going for famous songs of 1925, apparently they're playing Nobody Knows the Trouble I've Seen. <laughs> oh, you can around the campfire. Yeah. What a mood lifter! <laughs> oh, this pipe's really banging. <laughs> Maybe we could slit our wrists. Um, is anyone going to try and go to bed now, or are you staying up for a bit? I was going to stay up, and I'm up for a little bit. Yeah. Uh, was it Caroline? Yeah, Carolyn. Carolyn, sorry. Yeah. Um, she aggressively corrects anyone. Okay. <laughs> what, uh, what, what brings you on this dig site expedition thing then? Oh, I am behind a little bit with what I need to do this year. Oh, but God. This expedition Thank God, I'm not the only one. I've, I've kind of. <laughs> Me too. You know, it's it's interesting, but it's also I don't know. It's a lot. I'd rather be somewhere else for summer. <laughs> yeah. Don't we all? Yeah. I, would, I wouldn't be here, but my course doesn't really offer that many extra credits um, courses, so... Roll your intelligence, Carolyn, John, and Brian. Who's Brian? I am smart. Who's Brian? Oh. <clears throat> intelligence. I am oh, it could extremely smart. Way to go home. I, too, am extremely smart. I am smart. When he says my course doesn't show any, uh, offer any extra credit, you kind of pause. You've definitely heard mention that uh, Lewis is part of Dr. Burlington's anthropology course, and Dr. Burlington is right here doing extra credit with his class. 
<laughs> I felt that way. <laughs> Make a mental note to keep you away. Well, we have seen that you are terribly unlucky. <laughs> Maybe that's it. He just doesn't want Jonah near his dick. Yeah. <laughs> or, you know, whatever anthropologists do, talk, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Carry on. Well, um, how, how many, is it just us four now, or are there... No, there's... I was around, there's like, the rest of the students are here, everyone's having a good time, uh, the, some of them are gathered around the ukulele and are singing along, and it's just generally a bit of a party atmosphere, but yeah. you four happen to be together by the fire. And we happen to be the playing characters. That too. <laughs> Nobody knows. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody knows my Jesus. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Um, I have a singing the upbeat version. <laughs> yeah, transpose it to a major key, Peter. Um, <laughs> in your head now. <laughs> you must. Um, Do you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Although to be fair, I was imagining in the George Fornby style. Cleaning <laughs> <laughs> windows. Quite alive. Um. Uh, I'm going to roll a dice for something. Okay. Because uh, I'm trying to decide whether it's it's time to get liquored up with these guys or not. It isn't. <clears throat> Perhaps tomorrow. <sighs> so, um, what do you think we'll find here, I say? It's close to Arkham, probably nothing. <laughs> it'd be interesting to get extra credit that's what I'm thinking <laughs> did you say that those people came from Greenland oh the Hyperboreans hmm how'd uh, they get here do I have an opinion on the subject with my <laughs> well, uh, one of your history skills my art history skill I've got history <laughs> What was but I, uh, who How the did the Hyperboreans? <laughs> I'm sure there's nothing sinister to it. Of course not. Then. Why would you even say that? <laughs> <laughs> so, what do you think about that monster then? <laughs> oh, what the one that uh, Morris was talking about? Mm. I wonder if we'll see it. I say, looking away from the fire to the woods. <laughs> oh, just crazy country folk talking nonsense. I mean, there's nothing to it then. Yeah. <laughs> Just a bear. Mm. Just normal bear. <laughs> just innocent bear. Yeah, just, innocent just, bear. Just, just innocent bear. Mm. Perfectly normal man. Um, everyone roll constitution. Ah, oh, my dubstep. One. I passed a roll. <laughs> One. So, <laughs> constitute. Extreme. I too am constitute. None of you are feeling tired. You're not feeling really not tired. Wide awake. Dr. Nelson's uh, 
food has restored you your spirit after a long day of uh, telling everyone else to do all the work whilst you supervise. Supervise. Postgraduates. Uh, Planning and preparation is going well. <laughs> yeah. You kind of spent the afternoon building the camp and taking all the credit, but everyone else did all the heavy lifting. Especially poor Lewis, who you sent off to lug barrels of water. To be fair, though, um, he could just, like, punch a tree in half, so... <laughs> Oh, is this Minecraft? He can, he can just pick you up and twist you in half like some tear and share bread. Well, to, be, to be fair, you're not much weaker than me. No, that's true. Uh, that's that's true. But like, I'm I'm picking you up because I rarely encounter someone taller or stronger than you. <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> we might have to have some sort of contest. Mm. Oh. You can have an arm contest right now by the firelight. I don't think I'm drunk enough to challenge him to arm wrestling. <laughs> Maybe we can tomorrow. Fix that. Yeah. <laughs> we can fix that. Maybe tomorrow. Uh, so it does seem to be descending into ghost stories, however. Stephen Campbell, who obviously lives around here, has started telling everyone about the stories of the uh, ghost Indians who lurk in the woods. Apparently, back during the colony days, there was a massacre of uh, local natives who were lured to a peace treaty. Oh, you two stop. I'm getting the professor up. <laughs> Telling a story here. I'm listening. God. Checking, checking these jeans. I don't think it's worth waking the professor. False. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the professors thought there might be a bit of shenanigans, but not between these two. <laughs> <laughs> How wrong they were. <laughs> wow. Definitely reporting this. Um, yeah, Stephen carries on telling his uh, ghost story about the ghostly Indians who roam the woods at night, enraged by the, tra- the traitorous massacre of their people. Can I roll my anthropology? You can. Oh, I feel I want to roll mine as well. <laughs> I'm going to spend two luck to pass. <laughs> I've got an anthropology of one, and I rolled a three. I got an extreme. Did um, Both of you roll me your appearance. Oh, Jesus, I actually might fail. Beautiful. <laughs> um, hard. hard. What, what did you get? Uh, 51. What did you get? 17. Uh, you're about to start telling everyone oh yeah I've heard about this story because you have when Lewis uh, cuts in ahead of you and actually is like oh yeah confirming this we've actually cracked some figures no one knows where exactly where it happened but there was a big massacre of like native Indians in this area in the time and it was a dark day in you know the history of the United States there was a bunch of local uneducated farmers who thought they were you know witchcraft using evil spirit creatures I mean, given the system, are they probably going to turn out to be evil or craft spirit things? I don't think you appreciate how you ate your lunch there. <laughs> it's fine. I, I let him get away with it because he's had a bad day. <laughs> <laughs> hey, no one's... Only Morris saw what I did. <laughs> I guessed when you came back muddy and warm, muddy and wet. Mm, I, don't, I don't know the details. Yeah, but... you don't know you're drinking a river water. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. What could possibly be wrong with drinking river water? In mm. the 1920s. I love Nagleria. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
fight all boils. My um, favourite sushi. <laughs> but you managed to impress your fellow classmates in the anthropology class because most of them didn't know this piece of history oh. for this section of the world. So now they, they, they will ask about it tomorrow uh. when they're talking to the native Indians. Uh. <laughs> oh, no. Say I'm not just a pretty face. <laughs> yeah, you... <laughs> You've doomed us all. <laughs> They're totally not giving you any credit for it. Of course not. <laughs> they want to look good in front of the professor. Did we learn something about anthropology? You did. You <laughs> did <all kick> anthropology. <laughs> Wait a <Yes>. minute. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> I passed the roll on extreme and everyone else takes. <laughs> <laughs> I did. <laughs> I damn well did. <laughs> it's like you should get a double dick. <laughs> I'll allow it. <laughs> But you all have a good evening. Um, there are a few more ghost stories of the regular kind. Uh, no one breaks out any alcohol this evening. We're doing very good. Root beers and uh, Coca Colas all around for everyone. Coca Cola exist? Probably. It was in the 1800s they made yeah. that, surely. Yeah. Does it have Coke in it, though? Why do you look, why do you look at me like I'd know? Hang on. Yeah. <laughs> <Speaking of> Coke. <coughs> Doesn't say. It probably does. <clears throat> Not on the bottle. No, I mean, it probably does exist. Glass bottles? Yeah. Glass bottles of Coke. Just pure white powder filling the bottle. You seen those? They had those bottles where they had a little glass bead in the neck. To I have some of them. You to push the bead in. I've got a couple. My grandma gave me them. No, no, they're not real. They are real. I made them up just now. They're in my cupboard. Yeah, to go hallucinating. <laughs> <laughs> normal man. <coughs> this is an opportunity for me to get cook. GM just storms off like they are real. He's left in a rage. It's now an interlude. It's now time to read read the plot actually oh, yeah. while he's not in. Yeah. And no one will know because we're not even recording. <laughs> if if we were if we were in the digital land, I could pause this, but we're not, so we can't. See, that's like one of those things. That goes up there. What does the sorry? I did, uh, in the other room. What does the ball so bearing do? The ball seals the cap, like and when the, it's full and of the gas the, pressure pushes it up. When it's so full when of you want to drink. drink it, you mm. pop it in, and it goes into the neck. And my grandfather uh, found these on the beach in Whitstable. Memory protecting. It predate. It predates um, like the clampy cap seal. Hmm. How did he find they're made of glass? Yeah. <laughs> they were in a metal box. Oh. Um. <laughs> We'd be a bit worried drinking out of that. <laughs> <The> glass box, <laughs> gla- empty glass bottles in a metal box on a beach. <laughs> Why does every story you have get more fractally weird? Explain <laughs> They're in a metal box, sealed with a sigil. <laughs> The nuclear side of it. Grandma Brian used to find things on the beach all the time. And my grandma gave me some when he died. And they live in the cupboard, isn't they? <coughs> this is a law. Okay. Would you like me to tickle them? No. I'm indifferent. Mm. He doesn't look like he's enjoying that, honestly. Yeah. Del tells me now loves tickles. Delph is incorrect. <laughs> Delph is a liar! <laughs> Okay, uh, eventually you all go to bed, settling into your uh, sleeping bags, and you all have a pillow. Who am I rooming with? 
the rest of the undergraduate students. Oh, is it just one big tent? I go with me. Yeah. Um, yeah, just hang on. What does it say here? <coughs> My feet poke oh. out the end of the tent. <laughs> and you're laying lengthwise. <laughs> Your head comes out the other end. Oh, no, no, they are smaller tents. Uh, there are four students to a tent. <coughs> there's four of us. Uh, you three happen to be together. And uh, oh, What a contrivance. <laughs> are sharing with Thomas McCoy. Mm. All right, Tom. Oh, no, you've got your own tent. I do have my own tent, actually, mm. don't I? Yeah. You're sharing with Stephen Campbell and Thomas McCoy. Campbell. Bye, Tom. The <laughs> <laughs> that I care about. <laughs> Even the ones marked with an asterisk on the... Uh... <laughs> Thomas doesn't sneak out tonight. I don't know, he's not in my tent. <laughs> Apparently he moved. Lewis. John. Hello. Stephen. Thomas. You four in a tent. Uh, Brian's got his own tent. All right. That's Brian. No one sneaks out of my tent. Brian. Some call him Brain. <laughs> you also have your own tent, ironically. <laughs> Over on the other side of camp. <laughs> Potentially. So all these other NPCs, they're the anthropology students? There's archaeology students and anthropology okay. students. There's and zero botanists. Yeah. There's 26 of you in total. Holy shit. I gave you a list of all the other NPCs. <coughs> they're out there Where? somewhere. I guess you took because no, obviously if there's anthropology ones I might want to <laughs> chummy up with them it's like what did you learn today <laughs> I didn't get to go yeah there's a whole like practically you can clearly see it's the top all the top students in Dr Burlington's class you didn't even know they were coming on this trip until you found out like probably last night last <laughs> night when they turned up but you all sleep <laughs> The three professors wake you up at the crack of dawn. Everyone roll constitution. Um, uh, 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 Ninety-eight. I pay one up to pass. You what? Hard pass. Take one. What about you, guy? Die in the night. Ninety-four. This. I pay one up to pass. Okay, you're all up, right? I. Die-eyed early, you want to get going? Uh, you are woken up begrudgingly by Lewis. I'm not a morning person. <laughs> <laughs> You're practically like, they pull your covers off and they're like, get out, we've all got to help out, Professor yeah. wants us out. I just, I, I burrow my head into the pillow and I'm just, just let me die. The bear will come and get you. <laughs> I'll take the bear. <laughs> <laughs> At least then I'll sleep. I get up with extreme reluctance. The sun is barely over the horizon. Mm. This is still night time. Dr. Karras looks at his watch. It's 6.17. Gave you all an extra 20 minutes. <laughs> you were going to wake us up at 5.57? That's not how time works. It's 6.17. You're not majoring in math, are you? You said you gave us an extra 20 minutes. Well, rounded up from 6am. 
Oh. Right, fine, tomorrow, 5am, we'll get some work in, John. <sighs> right, um... I pick up the axe. <laughs> the Dr. Bowen, who's like, well, as uh, wonderful as this, anthropology students with me, we are heading off, everyone. Uh, For a split second, I look up. He <laughs> <laughs> oh. look up and he's like, not you. He <laughs> <laughs> turns to look at you and he's like... I hear you had some insights last night yes. about the local area. I see you've been studying. Keep I'm, it up. I'm trying, sir. <laughs> Keep it up. Maybe. This archaeology trip will do you a world of good. I'm seriously hoping so, sir. And your GPA. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is the intention. Well, um, at least I can rest easy knowing Dr. Karras has a strong arm to help with the digging. Oh, wow. <laughs> Anything I can do to help? Excellent. Come <laughs> right, on, everyone, into the truck. Uh, I think withdraw from the course. <laughs> Maybe you just switch majors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just forlorn, aren't I? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, they don't even look as they go. <laughs> what, what are you just being such a pariah? This is so sad. Yeah. <laughs> I make a mental note to like ask some of the anthropology students what he did. <laughs> I'm just bad at the exams. <laughs> but they all hate you. <laughs> they don't hate me, they're just rubbing it in. They will not. They will, like, Wow, it's like a field trip for every student but you. <laughs> Beth, Beth Ferber does give you a smile as she climbs into the truck. Oh, the she's sorry for me. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's all, you, that's all you're worthy of. Pity. <laughs> you get a feeling she might have been the one to tell the Professor about your, uh, uh, your story I knew that last one. <laughs> when someone else was talking about it over breakfast. <clears throat> she didn't let them steal your credit. Yay! <laughs> Beth likes you. You're in there. Mm-hmm. I'll put a, a heart next to her name. <laughs> <laughs> nice. There we go. Um, Dr. Nelson smiles at you and like, well, we're off to get hiking. We'll see you all this evening for dinner. Enjoy. Have a good day, everyone. Enjoy your plants. We shall. So, everyone, on me, we're going, and she's put her and her botany students all have backpacks on and walking sticks and walking canteens and they head off into the woods heading towards one of the local hills as they walk up the hill I'm like it's five o'clock in the morning <laughs> <laughs> I have hear... raccoon eyes <laughs> <laughs> you, 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 you hear the doctor so if we're lucky we should hopefully get to the top of the local Dunlow hills in time to see and you can hear a rambling on about some flower that like blooms with the rise of the sun and they're off to investigate it and they have to climb a hill to get to where it grows. Are they going to pick them and put them in their books and like, crush them sort of Probably, thing? Probably, yeah. <laughs> Probably, you know, sketches and mm. pictures of it. Spray them with Agent Orange. They're going to go look at flowers up a hill have at about six in the morning. Really, that site is much closer? Yes, ours is literally over there. Yeah. It's, like, it's like 50 yards yeah. away. Like, at least that, at least. The Indians apparently live on the other side of the Winequity River. So they've got a drive through it. And uh, yeah, uh, but Dr. Carrot is like, well, everyone. So we need to get 
going. Now, I know for some of you, this is your first archaeological dig. <laughs> Stop looking at me! <laughs> I can't be the only one! And possibly only archaeological <laughs> yeah. I know. I know for some of you, you may have ticked the wrong box on the form. <laughs> <laughs> I know they both start with A and end with ology, <laughs> but they are not the same subject. Why are you here? <laughs> Anthropology isn't even my class. That's not what I'm majoring in. <laughs> majoring in history. Ancient. This is this is definitely like when I needed 15 extra credits at university and did that massage course. <laughs> it doesn't, didn't matter what subject. I did a course on myth and legends in uh, early modern... Uh, Christian stories where essentially the course split into two there were those of us who were really fascinated to learn that you know this story from the Bible was actually from Babylon and has been taken and reincorporated and the diehard people who thought this was a Christian Bible study course who absolutely despised (laughs) us and despised the fact that you know the professor's like this story is a load of bollocks and was made up and was taken from this story (laughs) and they're like you're casting dispersions on the truth of the Bible and she's like yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm talking about facts. All stories are made up. I never, I never had any classes where there was like, the option to do extra credit was there. Yeah, <laughs> it was just this you, is your class. Did you fail any modules? No. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, these were elective modules in the first year that we could do. They were quite fun. Yeah, others uh, you know got electives, but not my course. So yeah, there was some. Oh, God, there, there were, I, I feel bad for my uh, uh, like professor because like when we did our first year at uni, we had like different modules. And then she go and see her, get your grades, and she said, "Yeah, you got like fifty percent, sixty percent, fifty-five percent." I'm like, "Oh Jesus, this is nowhere near as good as I thought I did." And then we had like a ten-minute conversation, like, "Yeah, you know, how can I can I retake these? Can I restudy? Blah blah blah." And then I just have to glance at her computer. It's like, I'm not Alistair. Wow! Someone else's grades. Wow! I was like, "Oh, sorry." Yeah, seventy, seventy-five. Okay, okay, I'm fine. Very awkwardly, you lived with Alistair that year. (laughs) My um, my my first piece of coursework I submitted at university got graded D, and I was like, "Wow!" Like, I put a lot of work into that. I thought it was, you know, really good. I'm really glad to bring my A game. Uh, It turns out D was distinction. (laughs) I I just wasn't. Like yeah. it was like ninety four. <laughs> I was just unfamiliar with the marking scheme. Oh, so so it's Harry Potter grade. A, a is average. <laughs> yes, uh, it was something O is like, outstanding. D is damn good. <laughs> the top grade was D plus. Then it, then it was D. Then like uh, uh, some other yeah something like that. It was really weird. Yeah. Distinction merit plus. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Pass. Yeah, I think that was it. Yeah. A for awful. <laughs> My day job. Oh, and, then, and, then, and then you for. Mm. <laughs> and then you for. You for perhaps you should change degrees. Uh, anyway. The professor's like, oh, so um, two of my postgraduate students, Callum and Brian, will be assisting. We'll be splitting up into groups and starting a section by section gig. As you can see, he walks over towards the. Um, Grounds which have been obviously set out in the sort of like square grid, um, led out the strings, and he starts essentially taking you all through. Um, he's not doing the digging himself; he's instructing. <laughs> yeah, he's a professor. <laughs> we have no archaeology skills. You realise? Oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> 
Do what? we have enough light for this? Some of that now. Okay, fine. By the time you had breakfast, it was about seven. I considered taking them, but I was like, no, someone else will have them. <laughs> what do you have again? I am a, 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 a ancient languages person. Yeah. Oh, okay. We can tie in. Um, now, Carolyn, if you would be so good as to hand you the small archaeology kit to demonstrate the correct way of excavating a square. Okay. Well, your archaeology roll. <laughs> That's a pass. A normal standard everyday path. Yeah, you, you demonstrate how to, you know, you have to dig very small and you have to sift each shovelful of interesting things. We're looking for fragments after all. And um, then you all get stuck in and start working. Professor wanders around and offers help. Everyone roll a luck. Including me. Oh, this is just. Yeah, I Three! <laughs> 29. Oh, one hundred? Yes. Wow. She knows what to do. She's not, not sure really about these days yeah. now. Put the pick straight to the professor's face. <laughs> that that was mostly gravity. <laughs> you sift and what's left is like a landmine. <laughs> Pointing the end towards the yeah, yeah, yeah. front towards enemy. Oh my humans. <laughs> um the digging happens. And you all get stuck in. It's quite back-breaking labour because you're actually all crouched down, kneeling down, digging, sifting, rushing. You find a bronze dagger blade. Sweet. Like it's it's quite worn and jagged at the edge. It's only like a fragment of the blade. The press is very excited, lauding you with praise. For finding <laughs> this. And it's even got some inscriptions on. They're very very badly worn. He's like, we'll take this into the lab tent and I will start examining to see if I can see if you can get a clearer imprint. So trying you and what did you go Warren? Eighteen. You two find small stone fragments with runes on. Mm. Which are you know, he's got hunt he's got bags full of these things. But they're still discoveries. We we can sell them to tourists later. <laughs> what sort of runes are they? They are in the language Saf Yo. Ah. Ancient prehistoric um rune based language of this civilization. They were called the Hyperboreans. They lived in Greenland. They were sort of that you know, they were not Neanderthals, but they were like early man, so before we developed agriculture and proper language, they had a civilization, they migrated from Africa and they wound up in Greenland. That's a long migration. Well, I suppose maybe well, they, the they, Earth had moved. Not really, no, no, no. They travelled across Europe and everything, and oh. during the last Ice Age, will have crossed the ice and settled in Greenland. Mostly humanity started in Africa and spread out, and these early settlers in Greenland travelled across the ice and got them stuck when uh, the ice melted. But they... This is proof that they also transgressed across the ice into Northern America at some point. Very interesting to find them here. I'm actually writing this down. Yeah, <laughs> this is my, this is my jam. This will be on the exam. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're listening because we've already heard this in class. <laughs> the class you don't go to. <laughs> because this isn't your subject. No, but this is ancient history. Which <laughs> yeah. is why you, you were able to scrape through with a, yes, you can come on my course. Yeah, it was, it was at least related. <laughs> uh, Carolyn, it all goes horribly wrong for you. Oh. Right. Mm. You think you found a larger 
stone with runes on. And at the start, you spend like over two hours carefully excavating this stone because you're convinced. And when you finally get it up, they're just like indents on the stone, and it's just a big stone. Oh. <laughs> wasted, well, look at this cool stone I found. You've wasted all morning carefully using the brushes to not damage it, excavating this stone, and it's just a stone. Mm. Not an exciting discovery at all. <laughs> yes, John? May we take our archaeology? You may all take your archaeology oh. as you spend the morning archaeologizing. Because of how we've been doing archaeology all morning. <laughs> you have. I sing a chipper song to keep us going. No, I know. <laughs> it's uh, this, this year's Lady Gaga. Um, you could, uh, there's also Show Me the Way to Go Home. We could do that. Show me the way to go home. <laughs> I don't know the tune to that one. I'm tired and I want to go to bed. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone, tick your history as well. Ooh, that is literally my, my history. subject. Uh, not quite, but close enough. Mine was already ticked, which is weird because I didn't use it. Sorry, what were we ticking? History. history. And archaeology. I didn't erase the ticks from the skills that I uh, <laughs> put down as ones that I should use. History. Ooh, Art have... history. I definitely haven't art watched. history. Art history. The professor like stops you yeah. all at various points of the day mm. and explains how these stone fragments with the runes on would have once been part of a Hyperborean tablet, which the current theories are that they were both a record of history and important events in the tribe, but also as a centerpiece for art. Like he, you two have found some fragments, and some of the others have found some fragments. He's able to like got like puzzle back together and you can sort of like see there's the runes and there'll be there's part of what is clearly a decoration and he spends some time lecturing and then sends you all back to work I ask him what, what he thinks they were using this particular site for that we are here to discover if we can find enough fragments that we might be able to actually translate some of this writing into actual story and history um, I suspect it was probably a, uh, either a waypoint they were hunting in these hills, or possibly it was a family dwelling. We don't know yet. That's what we're here to discover. Ah. And he puts you all back to work. Just a lot more digging. A lot more sifting soil. Nobody knows. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone rolls a luck again. Oh. Not as lucky, but it's still a pass. I do not pass this time. I pass this time. <laughs> Just a normal hard pass. <laughs> a normal hard pass. <laughs> uh, this is a normal pass. This is just a normal fail. Fail. Um, the day passes. You find more fragments of stone with runes on. There's no more big discoveries, but you're, you're working through the grid. You work through a section of the grid. By the time the botany students return... Um, they're all quite excited and chattering away. Uh, they apparently have discovered a uh, vine that um, Dr. Nelson can't catalogue. Oh, new species. Oh, cursed vine. So, indeed, new species. Um, they're all very excited about that. And about an hour later, Dr. Burlington's class arrive in the truck. 
<laughs> and they're like, yay! <laughs> and they're like, oh, we had such a good day! <laughs> Hi, friends! <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Oh. Well, like, <laughs> why does this feel like your summer camp experience? <laughs> <laughs> Hi, guys! <laughs> <laughs> oh, we were just leaving. Just <laughs> came back to pick up uh, some stuff. <laughs> Having dinner with friends. <laughs> The first day ends quite well. The Bosnian students are quite excited by this vine. They found it's some thorny, yellow green, creeping sort of like vine that wraps around trees. And Dr. Burlington, uh, Dr. Nelson hasn't been able to classify it. So if Dr. Burlington hasn't been able to classify it, it's not, <laughs> not his area of expertise at all. Yeah. Well, but Dr. Burlington is, is interested. Mm. When he gets back, he's like, oh, we discover it. What's mean? All three of them were getting their names on whatever they discovered. Uh-huh. And the students help. <laughs> He's like, oh, discovery. I was there too. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. That uh, works. You lot aren't getting mentioned by name. No. Nah. Well, you two might get footnotes. <laughs> <laughs> My PhD student. But yeah, uh, that evening, uh, the camp is a lot less party atmosphere because everyone is tired. Everyone has been walking around all day interviewing Native Americans about their local stories, or wandering around in the woods enjoying the flowers, or kneeling on the ground digging holes and sifting the dirt. Uh, is anyone doing anything exciting this evening? Or wants to talk to anyone or do anything? Because, yeah, it's quite a chill evening. Everyone's sort of like, not really a party atmosphere like last night. It's more first day, hard work, flop night. Mm. Now I might ask uh, Dr. Karis, um, uh, did you... Uh, get to look at the dagger some more. I did. It's a name. A name? Yes. I haven't finished translating it. Part of it is missing. I believe it's probably like a um, coming of age weapon given to someone's child when they were old enough. So it's probably the name of the child um, that would be receiving the dagger. A load of it is missing. But its um, rough translation is Sal, I believe. He looks at his notes. Better call Sal. Can I roll my brain? Yes. <laughs> Ew. Does them having bronze and using it, does that sort of tie up with the time right? Uh, roll your anthropology. <laughs> ah, good. Uh, I'm going to spend 40 luck. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, of course uh, I'm not going to do that. I pass hard. Uh, the fact that they do have bronze puts them in the right kind of time period, but slightly more advanced than the uh, time period for early humanity should. Like, you know, bronze wouldn't exist in Europe for a good 500 years after these people supposedly were around. I, I wonder about it, but I'm too stupid to, uh, to know well, the answer. Sound pretty clever. I wonder what wiped them out. Well, the fact that they were living in Greenland and had a lot more adversity, we believe, um, essentially drove them to have to develop tools faster. And there is some evidence that their metalworking was more advanced and that they eventually migrated back down into Europe and brought it with them. Oh. 
Um, but as for what wiped them out, we don't actually know. Um, there are many theories out there. Was it pestilence? Was there, did the glaciers just like we know that after the last Ice Age, the glaciers retreated, but eventually they returned to uncover Greenland. So that may have destabilised there. They lived in central Greenland, you have to understand. And this was over 10,000 years ago. And it was a green, lush, verdant series of valleys. Now, it's mostly ice. Mm. So those glaciers returning from the north probably either pushed them out into migrating here to America or back to Europe or just destabilised their economy and they weren't able to grow food anymore. Animals migrated away. Some of them did... Uh, migrate to the coastal areas and become what we now know as Inuit people. Mm. Interesting. Maybe it was the bear, I say, jokingly, and I <laughs> nudge you with my arm. Would you like to go on a bear hunt, John? I'm sure. Um, not right now. Nighttime bear hunt? Uh, Bring us back some bear meat to have around the campfire. I don't... Um... No... Thank you. Dr. Nelson cooks dinner again. She does get you to help. I assist. We're quite pretty. She likes. Pretty assistant. That's good, because I do do have questions for her. I ask while we're cooking. Roll me your intelligence first. Uh, 95, no. And your dexterity? Uh, Fifteen, yes. You made tick survival. Yay! As she's telling you what to do and how to cook things and how to open fire. Um, You may ask your question. Uh, I express interest about her mystery vine. Quite interesting. Uh, Lydia, one of my uh, top students. Hey, Lydia. Point that, Lydia. Do I know Lydia? Uh, Roll me your appearance. Uh, extreme success. Yes, you know Lydia. You have banged Lydia. <laughs> I know Lydia biblically, yes. <laughs> you and Lydia have had an on-again, off-again thing over the summer. I smi- well, over the term. I smile at Lydia with the charm at about 45%. I don't want to blind her. She looks at you and she nods. Um, it's always sort of like being like when Lydia's in the mood. Mm. One of those kind of romances. Works for me. <laughs> She just wants a bit of fun occasionally, you know. But yeah, you know Lydia. Oh, thank you. Subtle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know Lydia. Mm. You're very good friends with Lydia. Uh, she's a bit bossy. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Lydia found it. It's wrapped around a tree um, up towards the hill we were on our way to. Well, thank you, Carolyn. <laughs> Um, Karen, how did you make this? It's practically witchcraft in this day and age. <laughs> Found it on the dick side. <laughs> what? Um, ancient Hyperborean yeah. bakery device? No, it's why it's cut up into squares. Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> Pass it round if we... It's a nibble. We pulled this one up for examination, but we've also got one with the roots intact for proper scientific... Uh, examination. Peter, Peter, no. Peter, no. That still only counts as one. 
Yeah. Why wouldn't you just take any other one than that one? I <laughs> <laughs> handing out Narl's baked goods. Flinty, have a baked good. He asked. Yeah. God, don't just take them. Eh, they're all stuck together. There we go. Thank you. I return these to you covered in everyone's greasy <laughs> fingerprints. Yeah. Sozzles and all that. Ankle. Ooh, no. uh, I'm sure that needs to be bigger. <laughs> you think of switching mages and having them joining us in botany? I laugh. Not if uh, I have to get up at 5am to walk up a mountain, no. You had to get up at 5am to uh, dig in the ground. <laughs> How's that any better? Less walking. <laughs> I, I, I laugh for a friendly. I, um, I ask her if she knows how Professor Burlington has been getting on um, with his studies. They said it was going well. Um, I spoke to him earlier. They were talking to the um, Wana... Wana Baker? Wana Baker? Mm. Wana Naki? The local Indian tribe. Mm. Gives us time to pronounce their tribal name. Um, but yeah, they had a good day, apparently. Oh, wonderful. I wonder why, um, what's your name? Lewis. I wonder why Lewis is, isn't with them. Oh, I heard about that. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> it went all round the campus. <laughs> yes, literally everyone knows. It was going, doing the rounds around the faculty office when his name turned up on the list for Callus's archaeology. He's an ancient history major, but he's flunked every one of Burlington's modules. Oof. So he's quite good at the history, but the history courses have to be quite integrated with the anthropology courses. Mm. And he's just completely flunked every exam for Burlington's courses. The only chance he has of staying in the universe... I'm not really telling this to another student, but... Um, <laughs> <laughs> I rotate the meat. But yeah, the only way he's got of staying in the university is to uh, get the credits from this field trip uh. to pull his grades up. I'm sure he'll do fine. Caris, uh, Caris quite likes him. Yeah, hey, I found a dagger. He found a dagger for him this morning. Well, we go, we'll be fine. Best find all day. Probably the best find of the trip, I say. Ha 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 It wouldn't surprise me. These archaeological expeditions really pan up. big. Yeah, we're not going to dig into, like, you know, Ihort's labyrinth or anything. No. What's an Ihort? Um, big spider guy. <laughs> is that a local legend? Some of this conversation hasn't happened. <laughs> <laughs> you have a good day. It's German for egg hoard. Then uh, you all head to bed eventually after a lovely meal by Dr. Nelson with her pretty kitchen assistant. Very pretty. I was going to see if anything interesting had been found, but I guess it would have come up in conversation. Um, found from who? Um, from the archaeology. I've just been stuck on the stone for several hours. <laughs> you hear about the dagger? Okay. Uh, you hear about the stone fragments with wounds on that have been dug up? Sorry, not. No. Uh, Dr. Karras has a general idea of the direction he wants the dig site to progress in tomorrow. Mm-hmm. He thinks we'll have more luck because like this pattern that he has discerned. He shows you his pattern. Roll me your archaeology. Mm-hmm. I pass. 
in your room that does look like a pattern. And if you start angling towards the um, north a bit more, it's definitely more fine in that direction. There's an uneaten sandwich here. That was Peter's. Ah, yes. I filled up on the first half. If, if any of the uh, anthropology students are still around, I might just ask them, how was their day? I know I'm not on the course, but I'm curious. Um, give me your counter sheet. Roll me your... Charm, fast talk, or persuade. You said it was fast talk. Yeah, I think it's fast talk, which is not very good. Nope. Uh, they're all very cagey with you. None of them will really tell you how the day went. Oh, then yeah, we you know heard some stories, talked to some locals, um, but they're all really like, yeah, I shouldn't be talking with you about it. Sorry. Can't blame me for being curious, but no, they don't blame you for being curious. But none of them will. Uh, none of them will really engage in conversation. Even Beth's very like, oh, sorry, Lewis, you had to be there. <laughs> oh. <laughs> wow. Oh. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Beth, it wasn't Woodstock. <laughs> <laughs> Roll your spot hidden at hard. God, I've not been very good at that either. Oh no, that's a normal pass, damn. Lucky. <laughs> 20. <laughs> You've got so much luck! You've got 20 just for this. Yeah, important. we don't get very far with the anthropology students there. They're all tired and grumpy, they've been walking around all yeah, day. I think, uh, yeah, they didn't look energetic, so I'm not going to push them. No, they're all a bit, yeah, about it. And then you all eventually head off to bed. Your first day has been mostly a success. Yay, qualified success. <laughs> An attempt was made. <laughs> okay, day two. Another sunny summer's day. It's 6am when the uh, Dr. Karras is like banging a wooden spoon against a, um, you know, one of the cooking pots, like bang, 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 to wake you all up. Right and early, early start. You all come stumbling out of your tents. I remain asleep. <laughs> I jiggle your leg. Are you staying in your blankets? I get up, but with obvious. <laughs> You have a sleeping bag draped across your shoulders. <laughs> There's the coffee. <laughs> good morning, everyone. Says Dr. Karras. We had a good day yesterday. So today, I'm hoping we will discover something exciting. Now, breakfast first. Uh, Brian, if you can get fire going, that would be great. And uh, take Lewis to help you if you need more firewood. Do you need more firewood? I don't know. Do I need more firewood? <laughs> well, your survival. Um, why me? I have no survival skills. No, I don't pass. You stare at the Ashfield fire pit in mild despair as the Dr. Carrot is like assigning people tasks at random. Um, I think we need more wood. Let's get more firewood. You take a wheelbarrow. Can't hurt. Um, I'm going to try and find the wood pile. Wait a minute. Where's... uh, Because I've been sleeping in their tent. Can I borrow your axe? (laughs) (laughs) It comes pre-chopped. This is like that dream I had. 
I'll, I'll, I'll come with you, I say, uh, standing up. Okay. Because there's a big pile. There's oh, zero, zero thought required in this. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you lead them to the firewood, where Brian is disappointed to discover that it doesn't come pre-chopped. <laughs> it did yesterday. What he happened? had to chop it. I chopped it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They said it was pre-chopped. No, it's been cut down into like big logs. Out of logs, but not into firewood. But not into firewood. <laughs> oh well, swing that axe. I like Real Brian. Strong. Brian, you hold that log. Oh god, it's like that scene on Titanic. Roll your strength, John. Wait, that's your milkshake. Not <laughs> yeah, do not roll that. You, you, do, have, you do have a higher strength. Strength. <laughs> <laughs> you were rolling them on your lap. Have you? You were rolling them on your character sheet, so would you like to borrow some of mine? No. <laughs> no, you want us in person, you can deal with all the <laughs> yeah. awfulnesses. I've, I've got a set right here. No. The spiky evil dice. <laughs> spiky evils on them. <laughs> oh, they're in my pouch. <laughs> The, the gaming pouch. Look, doing the gaming person is nice. You are strong. I'm strong. You are through your third log, and you kind of slowly wake up slightly more as your adrenaline is kicking in, and you're like, why am I doing this? As you stare at man-mounting Lewis over here. <laughs> I'm just holding the wheel just down. Like, I'm like, right, but stop, stop pooping and chop these sl- <laughs> this wood. <laughs> what? Uh, oh, right, sorry. When he said you're... Um, you know, through your third log. I, uh... <laughs> I, I like the chopping. I like wielding the axe. And yeah, Lewis, Lewis McMahon Matt in there would probably be a better choice, but he's just holding the wheelbarrow hands while Ryan loads the chopped logs in. He can move them. <laughs> that's, that's an even better choice than strong. And that's, that's the really hard bit. There's, no, there's zero fun involved in that. <laughs> you can't accidentally lop off a foot with this. Yeah, I, I broke something yesterday. I'm not going to try and... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> okay, the farmer um, will not trust you with an axe. Carolyn, um, what are you doing at camp whilst they're getting firewood? You can't really prepare breakfast, but the botany and anthropology students look like they're getting ready to leave for the day. Mm. Once breakfast has happened, people are like <clears throat> getting dressed, uh, waking up. I will have a chat I will see what they're doing and yeah well may your charm passport for persuade I am charming charming at a regular you have a little chat with Tom and Ian Mm -hmm. some of the anthropology students they uh, seem quite tired but they're like Expecting to go and talk to some local farmers today. Mm. <coughs> Has been anything interesting so far? Yes. Oh. Very interesting, but we can't talk about it until the doctor says we can. It's strange, why not? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, local legend that we've discovered that seems to be undocumented. Oh. Roll me your psychology. 
I can roll dice and pass. What? <laughs> <laughs> A hard pass, in fact. You've got less than five. You got four. <laughs> <laughs> They're clearly lying about it being a story, but they won't be drawn and say any more. Like, uh, Ian kicks the other one in the ankle, like, no more, and then they bustle off to get ready to go. So clearly they've discovered something. Maybe it was at the Indian camp yesterday, but clearly Dr. Burlington is keeping it under wraps. So no one can claim the credit, probably. Mm -hmm. The wraps of Burlington. It's about findings and academics. Yeah, I might have a chat with Karis. <laughs> okay, uh, but yeah, eventually, Lewis, roll strength. I am very <clears throat> strong. Extreme. You are strong. This willpower is like... It's actually, I am just, just, actually just <laughs> holding the handles and wheel is touching the ground. <laughs> uh, Lewis, no, 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 you don't... <clears throat> Never mind. <laughs> Lewis hasn't noticed, he's just lifted it. <laughs> this is quite easy. Oh, God, I love Lewis. <laughs> no one else loves him, but I do. <laughs> I, uh, I did the chopping, the exciting left, the lifting for Gigantor. <laughs> I want to make more characters like Lewis, too. <laughs> um, yeah, the um, fire is lit, breakfast is had, it's bacon and eggs and sausages, uh, coffee is brewed. And then everyone splits off. The old coffee brood. The botany students are going to go hunt for more vines. Because they've only got one, which could be, you know, just a random mutation if they can find more. Um, Dr. Burlington and the anthropology students pile into their trucks <coughs> and head off. Dr. Karras separates Brian and John once again for larking about. <laughs> just normal men. I'm not normal men at You're all. You're definitely not normal men. We're just innocent men. Dr. Karras shoots you both. <laughs> and Dr. Karras rustles you all up to start the second day of digging. Everyone roll archaeology. Do that. It's a number that I have. Oh! I might spend seven luck to pass. I am passing. I do not pass. I pass. But we don't tick if we use luck, is that right? No. I mean, solve it. It's a one-off. I've got lots of luck. I'm spending it. And you fail a luck roll later on today by seven points. <laughs> Devoured. Who cares? <laughs> you will. You like Lewis. <laughs> he will live on. In something's digestive tract <laughs> for about eight hours. It's not the Sarlacc pit, then. Not a thousand years. <laughs> I meant to do that. No, you didn't. Besides, I want to spend luck because I want to look good. I need the credits. <laughs> so who passed the archaeology roll? I yeah. did. Brian, you have excitedly discovered... A rock. I didn't pass it. No, that's what I'm starting with you. All right. You've started more, found more stone chips, you know, with... um. Rooms on more of the same stuff you found yesterday. Nothing that exciting. Who rolled the lowest archaeology? Fifteen, but it wasn't a part it, with the luck. Fifteen with luck. Forty-two. You find an axe, <laughs> a bronze and stone-handled axe that's practically—I mean, it's degraded from weather and wear, but it's practically intact. Head handle still together. The rawhide thongs that used to bind it together were clearly 
gone, <clears throat> but it's just buried underground, and you're like, oh, yeah, and again, oh, I'm, a, I'm a natural. <laughs> Excavating it. Yeah, you're the Professor's Golden Boy. Dr. Karras definitely suggests you might want to drop, switch from ancient history to archaeology. You've got a knack for it, my boy. You're nearly as good as John. <laughs> Admittedly, you've probably got better timekeeping than John. <laughs> I don't know, maybe we make a good team. It's not my fault. I spend all my time debauched. <laughs> debauching instead of learning why in my day we ne- got nary a debauching until after we were married a professor the story you told us <laughs> it's fully debauched <laughs> Carolyn and John you are working together um, in after lunch it's early afternoon it's been a long hot day of digging and sifting and and you two are convinced you've actually found a foundation line. A oh. line of stone. You're near the far end of the dig site where it reaches the trees. And you've definitely found what the remains of what looks like one line of a building. The professor is summoned from the examination tent where he's been looking at your axe. And he's very excited. Um, but to dig up more of this, we're going to have to chop down some of these trees at the edge of the wood. Oh, I've got an axe. <laughs> <laughs> not that axe. <laughs> Definitely not that axe. I, I don't say that. Select, select axe. Common wood axe. Priceless relic. <laughs> with Cthulhu, the priceless relic might level the whole sh- uh, forest with one swing. <laughs> um... The professor congratulates you and uh, John for discovering this, but to excavate more of this lost, buried building, he gets permission from Mr. Campbell, the farmer, to knock down some trees. The farmer is like, I don't care about the trees, just stack them in my log pile, please. <laughs> <laughs> the trees shall be firewood. <laughs> uh, so uh, all other digging is suspended to clear some trees. Uh, everybody roll... Drink. Chop, chop, chop. You don't have to actually take part in the chopping down the trees. You can help, like, chop branches off if you want. <laughs> yep, 46. Pass. A hundred. Ooh. <laughs> I'm extremely strong. 92. I'm not I'm not doing very much, but I'm not doing it very well. <laughs> uh, you rolled a 100 whilst chopping down trees. Oh, oh yeah. No. Roll a dexterity, please, John. Oh, yeah. die! I might die. <laughs> oh, I fail. Okay, like roll five. dexterity, Lewis. Oh shit! <laughs> this is my dumpster. No. Okay, uh, Ryan, you're pinned under a tree when it comes down. You were standing <laughs> in the exact wrong place, and like the whole, you know, you thought you were far enough back, but all the branches in the canopy yeah. like just get you. And you're pinned to the ground. Roll me constitution, Brian. This is Brian. Mm, this is Brian. <laughs> I'm pinned by a tree. I am constitute. Okay, you only take a d4 of damage. But you still have... You lose two hit points. Ow. You still had a tree land on you. Uh, there is a bit of chaos. A tree has come down and landed on Brian. <laughs> Ow, my god. She's <laughs> stuck under the tree. 
Are you okay under there? Not really. How many hit points would you say? <laughs> Quick, we like, need we need to like lift two out of fourteen. Wow. Quick, we need to lift the tree off him. <laughs> um, I. I nod at you because we're <laughs> quite clearly the two strongest people. Yeah. Is, it, is, it light very strong is, is it light enough for people to lift so he can crawl out? It's or do we need to chop the tree a bit? To... You probably want to chop the trunk off. Mm. And then you can just roll the canopy. I stand directly above you and I'm like, I'm going to try and cut it off <laughs> you. Just lift the tree. <laughs> what we need is more students to help. Yeah, they all drove up there. <laughs> Brian will be able to get you out about 6pm <laughs> now we've got all the archaeology yeah, yeah, but yeah we yeah. need to, we need to uh, cut the tree off right roll me your strength with two bonus dies Lewis as everyone pitches in to help well that's a pass at least but seven but I'm not going to get better than that working together with everyone you managed to lift the tree and roll <laughs> it off Brian <laughs> Who is extracted from under the tree? How are your ribs? Oh, just great. Just great. You were mildly I, boozed. I love that that happened. <laughs> is there, uh, Professor, is there a first aid kit? Um, we have a first aid kit, yes. Who wants to roll first aid? I was going to take first aid, but I didn't. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, roll base? I forgot, <laughs> it's your turn. Nope. Um, you bind Brian's chest, but that's about the best you can do. You've got a few cuts and scrapes. You get a stern telling off from Professor Carrot for putting yourself in danger like that. I feel like it was the tree that put me in danger. <laughs> you should have been paying attention to where the tree was going to fall. Yeah. None of this horsing around, Brian. <laughs> Shut up, you. <laughs> <laughs> None of this horseplay or antic but um, everything grinds to a halt it grinds even more to a halt when Dr Nelson comes back and starts having a right go at Dr Carrot for wantonly chopping down trees oh uh, they have a blazing row it's like one of those kind of rows where they've gone into a tent to have the row mm. but they're you know still being angry so they can't <coughs> try and make out words but it's quite clear they're having a row and eventually, Dr. Um, Nelson storms off in a huff. I'm on Dr. Nelson's side. <laughs> <laughs> she thinks it's wanton destruction of aged, ancient oak trees for no reason but archaeology to dig up some sort of, like, ruined hut. Palmer was going to cut them down anyway. Yeah, you shouldn't have let me cut them down. <laughs> it's ultimately your fault. <laughs> Otherwise, uh, eventually, um, Dr. Burlington gets back and has to go play peacemaker between Dr. Nelson and Dr. Karras. Mm-hmm. He's like, uh, you know, he gets back and you tell him what happened, and he's like, oh, why not they deal with this? Because they're clearly not talking to each other, and like Dr. Nelson's students are now ignoring you guys, and you guys are ignoring Dr. Nelson's students. <laughs> because they're being snooty botanists, I think they're better than you guys. Yeah. Dr. Burlington is like, oh. Why? Oh, Dr. Burlington um, placates them. 
While all this excitement is going on, and now the others are going, I'm going to slidle up to Lydia, my paramour. Lydia's like, oh, hello, John. Hello, Lydia, I say, uh, flexing. Yeah. <laughs> I, just, I just walk past. Lydia, <laughs> you're only five stronger than me. <laughs> All right, little man. <laughs> Although you are two or three feet taller. Yes, um, that's the advantage. <laughs> Lydia, do you know anything about veterinary medicine? Because these swans are sick. Um. <laughs> Is that alone you? Absolutely not, no. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> uh, no. Um, I, I'm curious about what this thing that they're keeping to themselves is, and I'm a gossipy little bitch, <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm going to inveigle myself to her. Do you know anything about the secret? Uh, I know that there's something going on. Yes, this is true. Uh, I, I, I don't have null specific insight that it's some sort of thing, but I am curious. Um, she smiles at you and she links arms at you and she's like, well, are you taking me for a walk into the woods? Uh, yes. Yes, I am. <laughs> Let's go chop some wood. Oh, yes. Let's. You and Lydia sidle off whilst no one is paying attention. Um, you and Lydia are going into the woods. Uh, everyone else, roll a spot hidden, please. Okay, oh, not you, Brian. You are resting in your tent. Oh, not quite. No, oh, not you, Brian. You don't have any ribs with which to see. I do not spot. Nobody is surprised. <laughs> uh, you two don't see Lydia and uh, John sloping off into the trees. Um, John and Lydia sitting there. Dr. Burlington calms people down. And soon enough, everyone's starting to get back together, building a campfire. Um, Thomas comes sloping back into the camp just after the campfire's got go- going. He's looking a bit down, and he slumps by the fire and stares into the flames. You all right there? Oh, yeah. Old man Campbell caught me and Susan having a walk. Um, we weren't even doing anything. We were just sitting on a hay bale having a chat and catch up. I've not seen him in weeks. But he, well, you know, being Mr. Overprotective Dad. Ah. <laughs> I wouldn't mind if we'd been doing something. <laughs> but no, we were literally sitting on a hay bale chatting. Went right off the deep end, screaming and shouting, and sent Susan back into the house. Ah, uh, he's just an overprotective dad. Don't worry about it. I'll have to be a bit more sensible about it. Sensible or subtle? That one. Subspital. What is his name? Thomas. It's pronounced the one. Yes, John. <laughs> Hello. Hello. You were tapped to help Dr. Nelson with dinner. Ah, I'm sure turn. I will do what I can. Where's John? Where is John? I've not seen him. Hi. Anyone seen John? No? No. Maybe we went for more firewood? Did we send someone for more firewood? I don't think so. 
I'll check the stocks. How much have we got left? The wheelbarrow is gone. I guess they went for more firewood. You used a load during the day for breakfast and um, mm. lunch, so yeah. Fair enough, I guess he's gone for more. Um, we can probably start cooking with this, and then hopefully we'll bring some more back before it dies down to it. Okay. guess you'll be my assistant this evening, Carolyn. All right. How's Brian doing? Lewis, how's Brian? Oh, well, I think... Well, he didn't form culture, so that's good. Um, but, yeah, I guess he just needs to rest, really. Yeah. Mm. Ridiculous cutting down trees. Having students cut down trees. But fine, sometimes you have to clear trees. But <clears throat> you don't get students to do it. That seems to be her objection now. <laughs> now that she's lost the science versus exploration battle. It's the moral high ground now. Moral high ground. <laughs> students doing it. One of the students got hurt. It's the insurance yeah. high ground. I imagine next time we'll ask the farmer. <laughs> yeah, that would have been a better idea. Well, Mr. Campbell's probably done, you know, lots of this. Times, yeah. Anyway, um, Carolyn, we're going to do it as she starts to cook the idea. Oh, Roll your survival. I don't pass. You get a bonus die. I don't pass. Dinner tonight is soup. Soup. It's not the best soup, but it'll be nice soup. Dinner tonight is red water. (laughs) (laughs) It was supposed to be tomato soup, but we only put one tomato. (laughs) (laughs) Delicious red water. Mm. What does it taste of? Water. (laughs) It mostly tastes of salt. (laughs) <laughs> oh, a couple of kilograms salty of salt. red water come on <laughs> I like it when the red water comes out John you are strolling into the woods with Lydia we link arms for safety you we- link arms and you're wheeling the uh, firewood wheelbarrow so you've got an excuse mm, to ahead because <laughs> that way you can go yeah I just went to get firewood honest just went to do some uh, something with wood in the forest apparently <laughs> <laughs> but it looks more believable if you come wheel, come back wheeling a wheelbarrow full of wood. Um, Sorry of my life. You are strolling along. You 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 stop to uh, buy the fire. You know the the firewood log pile. That's the word I want. Log log pile, and you load up some logs, and then you and Lydia stroll a little further into the woods away, so you can have some privacy. Hello, Lydia. How are you? Good. We had an interesting day. Tell me more of this interesting day, I say, smelling her hair. Gosh. I'm really not supposed to. Dr. Bergen was quite clear that we're supposed to, at least for now, keep it on the downward. Oh, you can trust me, I say, a statement which is patently a lie. (laughs) Well, you see... Um, what we found is um, something drips on your head and then drips down your arm and you see under the fading light dark black blood flowing down your arm and through your hair Uh, Lydia? I've been dripped on Rain is black, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And as you lift your head and look up, I never said I was doing that. (laughs) (laughs) I think you would. 
I am sane. Uh, there is a pig, trussed up by its trotters and just hanging with its throat cut, dripping blood onto you. <coughs> Lydia lets out a little scream and jumps back. Does it look like... And faints. Ah. Uh, she screams really loudly and then faints. Can I catch her before she falls? You pass your sanity check, so roll your dexterity. Can I dex this? Do we hear the scream? Extreme success. <laughs> Back in camp, everyone roll listen. I've got Every some listen. One. Yeah. No! I do not This know. is why I'm failing class. 92! None of you hear the scream. <laughs> <laughs> This is fine. What about the battalion of non-player characters? <laughs> 96. Oh. <laughs> oh. Uh, David's yeah. got the ukulele out and there's a bit of uh. song going on around the fire. Nobody knows. <laughs> <laughs> the Every, everybody. <laughs> Nobody knows the trouble Show you're in. Way to go. <laughs> um, How do you catch Lydia? You take a step back. Roll luck. Ah, oh, my dumb stat. I'm lucky. Uh, you step back and hear something go swong and jump as the bear trap goes plomp around where your feet oh. used to be. <laughs> and you st- you're still holding Lydia and like stumbling to a tree. And someone goes, well, great, you've ruined that, haven't you? And a man comes stepping out of the trees. He's dressed in like uh, beige and khaki coloured clothing. He's got a huge rifle. Which he's casually pointing in your direction. Bloody ruined it, stupid, idiotic kids. Now look, you're done. I I gently lay Lydia down in the wheelbarrow. (laughs) And I pick up the axe. (laughs) Um. Never bring a knife to a gun. (laughs) (laughs) Idiotic kids. Go back to camp and stop wandering around the woods, ruining everything for everyone. What the hell do you think you're doing? Hunting! What do you think you're doing alone in the woods with a woman? What do you think I'm doing alone in the woods with a woman? <laughs> Something I should tell your professor about. I'm going to tell the farmer about you. What's your name? What's your name? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's your name, boy? Greg. Really? Greg what? Leg. <laughs> What's your name? I'm Arnold Lansdale, and you just ruined three days of tracking a creature. Well, there's no creature here. Well, not now that you've ruined it. It's not going to come so close to the camp. We're minutes from them. Look, this is suede. <laughs> no, it's not. Well, I mean, it's still suede. It's just ruined. It's been lurking down here. I've been following its tracks. Very clever are the creatures I'm hunting. Now I suggest you get back to camp. It's not safe to be in the woods at this time of the night, young man. Well, clearly not, I say, kicking the bear trap. Yeah. As I said, it's not safe. It was bad as that university professor who's been scuttling around the woods. Which professor? Grumpy male ones. Been coming here for weeks. That doesn't narrow it down. Hmm. I point at the axe at him and I'm just like, 
Leave it. And I um, I pick up the wheelbarrow with Lydia in it and I start walking away. He shoots the axe out of your hand. <laughs> Whoa! Do we hear the gun? Do I hear the sound of a shotgun firing in a woods? A rifle, yes. You will hear a gunshot from the woods. Um, then you all pause, and Dr. Karen is like, oh, Dr. Karen is like, it's probably that stupid hunter hunting bears again. You hear people hunting in the woods, don't worry, everyone. But John's not back yet. John's gone? Yeah, we, we mentioned it like half an hour ago. I wasn't listening to Dr. Karen. <laughs> <laughs> you were talking to Dr. Nell. Nelson, remember? Dr. Nell. <laughs> Dr. Nell. Are you Dr. Nell? Uh, sure. <laughs> For a price. Uh, fine, okay. Let's go and see if we can find John and Lydia. Oh, Lydia's gone. Lydia. What? <laughs> oh. Oh. Oh, dear. <laughs> I suppose we should then. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, you all grab a flashlight and a lantern and you're halfway through the log pile when you meet John coming the other way, pushing Lydia. I'm pushing her in a wheelbarrow. Covered uh, in blood. Covered in blood, holding holding a splintered axe handle. (laughs) (laughs) What the hell happened? This isn't a good look, John, (laughs) says the professor. Funny story. (laughs) Uh, Lewis, check on Lydia. (laughs) We went to get some firewood, and we were accosted by that lunatic who's hunting the woods. He set a bear trap. It almost killed us. He hung a pig in a tree. That's one covered in blood. And that's why poor Mrs. What's-Lower-Lydia's surname is fainted. Is that all? This isn't her blood? Miss Snyder. It's neither of our bloods. Okay, she's just fainting. It's pig blood. Great. I feel I feel great about it, by the way. <laughs> uh, Lydia um, slowly comes back round and she corroborates uh, John's story that there was a pig hanging in the tree dripping blood on them. I, I hold her hand, you know, to, she's all sworn. as if to reassure her that everything is fine. She's definitely playing up the iron. <laughs> oh, yeah, obviously. Uh, <laughs> um, she, she, you, she gets a, you escort her back to camp and she gets taken into Dr. Nelson's tent where she can stay with night. The lunatic tried to shoot the axe out of my hand, I say, showing them the, the broken axe handle. Well, clearly it won't be safe for anyone to go into the woods in groups of two. <laughs> I look over my shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Karras is uh, not going to make an issue of this because you clearly got interrupted before anything happened. <laughs> No more than groups of four when investigating to the woodpile, please. I will let Mr. Campbell know that that lunatic is lurking around near the woods. Possibly we'll get the constable up here to have him arrested for assaulting students. Do you think um, Mr. Campbell will mind if um, Lydia has a bath? Because, yeah, she's covered in blood. That is an excellent idea. Stephen, could you run up and ask your father and let him know what's happened and ask him if he minds? And um, John can maybe use the bathhouse afterwards. Unless you want to go for a swim in the river. The river's like two miles away, right? No, the river... Um, the river is just, just off the edge of the... Uh, there's the farm, there's the river. Yeah, oh, I, um, I walked there with the water. <laughs> um, do you know what? You know, I'll wait and see if we can use the bathhouse because I have the impression that if I go into go away from everybody on my own to a river, 
while covered in animal blood. <laughs> Look at his little face. Accusations. Oh, a lo- no, a, lo- a lovely in- indoor shower. Wonderful. Yeah. The things yeah, modern technology brings. If it was just you, Mr. Campbell would probably say no. Um, he's still grumpy that he caught Susan and Thomas flirting in the fields earlier. But because there was a young lady in distress, he permits you and Lydia to use the bathroom one at a time. <laughs> of course. What, what sort of impropriety are people accusing me of? All of it. <laughs> Leave Brian's ribs alone. I'm just checking if they're full of trees. Still full of trees. Very many uh, excitement. Well, um, Dr. Callis, you, you're, uh, John and Stephen and Lydia are up at the house. Brian is resting still from being smished through the tree. You finally get a chance to speak to Dr. Callis on his own. Ah. Been a bit busy with everyone else around. Mm. Okay. Carolyn, sorry about this. That's It's been a day. You don't normally have crazy bear hunters attacking people in the woods. No. no we're going to have to keep an eye on John. Sneaking off with Lydia like that. Mm. I'm sure it was appropriate behaviour they were doing. Oh, of course. But I've heard rumours about John. Mm. <laughs> the reason he's on this course. But his father is very rich. So we need to just make sure that there's nothing. that I don't see anything officially. And we'll be fine. I understand. Um, yes, so what are we doing tomorrow? We're going to continue with... Well, we're the... going to clear the trees and yeah. excavate that building where you and John found. Mm. Um, we might find some more interesting artefacts inside the ruins of a building. Mm. I'll be talking with some of uh, Burlington's students. It sounds like he may be on to some discovery of some kind, but they haven't said what. Really? Yeah. Hmm. This supposed to just be engineering local for folklore. Hard to imagine what kind of discovery they could have made amongst the local folklore. Unless, of course, they found the dumb low creature. <laughs> well. <laughs> um, interesting. Hmm. Well, it's a bit difficult to just, you know, accuse him or anything. Maybe we could convince he needs more help? Maybe we could get Lewis back into his good books and send Lewis along for a scoop. Idea. Yeah, it's worth trying. Why don't you sidle up to Dr. Bogue and you get friendly? He's not going to talk to me. And then um, possibly you can. No! <laughs> <laughs> My snacks! Le snack est disparo. I rolled an 11 on defence snacks. These 11 sanity. <laughs> so yes, maybe you fight up Burlington tonight before we all retire and see if he needs any... You know, maybe dig up how useful Lewis has been. And with the findings, the yeah. Part and things he's found. Because Burlington will snap up a good student if he thinks Lewis is actually turning out to be worthwhile. Mm. He'll want to lure him back in. Otherwise I'll get all the credit. <laughs> Yes, that might be a good idea, Carolyn. Okay. Now, I need to go and talk to the woman. Mm. Who his eyes. 
Heads off to Dr. Nelson's tent. Are you going to go find Dr. Bellingham? Um, yeah, all right. <laughs> nah! <laughs> <laughs> Screw Lewis! <laughs> uh, okay, uh, you're still up at the house because you were doing aid <clears throat> help for Lydia. Make sure she's okay. Much more, much more conscientious of you than Brian. You were like, yeah, I'll be Brian. Go and kiss me. <laughs> <clears throat> well, for starters, Brian was conscious the entire time. <laughs> Dr. Burlington is in the lab tent. He's having a look at the, the axe. He can, he's got one of those big desktop magnifying glasses on the like dressing table and he's like, using, got gloves on as he's looking at the etchings on the side of the, the axe blade. And he's like, oh, yes, Cameron? Oh. Oh, you're having a look at the findings? Mm, yes. Hmm. I think it is Satio. Cameron is right. I'm not very good at it. Um, it's his area of expertise, but I think. Hmm, interesting. Can I confirm? You can roll Sakio, okay. yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm aware at heart that it is. Yeah, I think it's a benediction to the seasons, maybe? Yes, um, in the name of the wind, we sing. Praise. What do you think? And you have a look. Um, with your sack roll, well, yeah, it says, In the name of the winds, we sing praise. And then there's the, the room for two. And then there's another word you can't quite translate because it's all corroded and broken. And he's also like, Yeah, I can't quite get the last one. Mm. Maybe the name deity they had? No, not sure. Fascinating. Make some notes in the book. Let's see if we have any more findings from. We've got the edge of a foundation, so there may be. Um, yes, I've heard about this. It's going to be interesting for you to do something up. I hear Lewis has been quite useful. He has. He's been quite instrumental in, in well, Excellent. these findings that we I have. I knew the boy had it in him to prove to be a good academic, but his anthropology was just not his field. I'm glad he's finding his feet amongst the archaeologists. He almost like say, makes it sound like it's a step down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, here I am with Anthropology 65 and Archaeology 8. <laughs> oh, my failing a class on 65. Nothing like you. Yeah, totally. You clearly must have said or done something or loomed over him. Yeah. It's not like the fact you're tall, so he's made you fail everything. But yeah, I'm really glad he's finding his feet. You're really showing your... Metal here, Carolyn, taking him, un- failing student under your wing, bringing him up. I cannot wait to hear what he finds tomorrow. <laughs> but I know, well, we got it. He does sort of have the anthropological knowledge to go with some of the things that we're finding. I must say, it does come out. In... It might come out, but trust me, when you actually get him into a pa- writing papers, you know, start writing about the dumb little creature and how it actually exists before you know it. Don't go there. Anyway, but I'm really glad he's finding his feet amongst you archaeologists. Mm-hmm. It does me good to see a failing student do good. They rolled well, didn't they? He rolled an 11. I <laughs> <laughs> thought so. <laughs> You're not good enough to have that yet. Right, I'll have to keep finding more stuff. I'll, I'll find a sword next. <laughs> You're going to try to charm I it. can. I've got, it oh, sounds like I've got my work cut out. <laughs> 
three. Yes. <laughs> what do you say to him? Oh, <laughs> oh I'd be so great. <laughs> oh, um. Well. Uh-huh. So it's maybe just bring like if you, if you were to take Lewis out on the next day because it's it's certainly his field. I'm sure you could see just how being out and the the kind of impetus to study. Very well, I have a task for him. Mm-hmm. We'll allow him to prove himself to me. Mm. We can do that tomorrow. We'll see if we can do it. You will have to assist him. Okay. I'll see what Karis says. But... Oh, Karis won't mind. Okay. But um, I suggest you um, buddy up with Lewis and we'll see if you two can pull this off tomorrow. Now, if you will excuse me, hmm. I am going to head to bed. It's been a very long day. Hmm. Good night. You are allowed to have a bath. And get clean. <clears throat> oh, I switch it to some uh, some clothes which don't look uh, like I just came out of the movie Predator. Mm. <clears throat> and you eventually head to bed. I thank the farmer for his forbearance. His forbearance. Miss Snyder is being given a bed in Susan's room tonight, so she can sleep off her. You know, the ill effects of what happened, the shock she had. The vapours, yeah. <laughs> and that way, Susan can't sneak out. Just really a bit notice. At least that's the farmer's plan. <laughs> God! Drop a camera also of this. They're also troubled by horny teens. <laughs> yeah, horny teens trying to sneak out. Go canoodling in the barn. I've barely canoodled. You nearly canoodled. You got interrupted by a dead pig. <laughs> and a guy with a rifle. Hmm. Everyone sleeps. And one long inhale. <laughs> you uh, you will get up the next morning, and almost instantly a massive row erupts. All of the saws and axes are missing. Oh, oh no! <laughs> Doctor Nelson, a hundred percent, says it's not her. <laughs> Doctor Caris doesn't believe her. Yeah. And there is a massive, massive row all about it. Doctor Nelson is adamant it's not her. She storms off with her students. They're going to start their day, and Dr. Karras is just incompetent. His mm. students have clearly misplaced them overnight. I sidle up to Karras, and I suggest that perhaps we could drive into town and see if there's a general store that sells such things. Um, I was thinking of also to Karis, so maybe this is what happened. Yeah, you both sidled up to Karis. Yeah. We've had the same idea at the same time. I was thinking just ask um, Campbell and see if, well, Morris, mm. see if they already have the tools. If not ours, they may already be clearing the wood, so they could just do it. 
a farmer may have a saw or an axe. He's only going to have one or two. We need to clear several trees. Mm. So, good idea, both of you, but John, take Brian and a couple of the others and take a truck into town. Saws, axes, and any other equipment you might think would be useful for cutting down trees. My estimate, we need to knock down at least seven of these. I think of dynamite, but I don't say it out loud because if I say it out loud, he's going to say no. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to say no. (laughs) Carolyn, you and Lewis, um, Burlington's asked to borrow you both for some research back at the university. Mm -hmm. You can take my car, you offer your keys. Okay. Oh, God. (laughs) Burlington can give you the uh, brief. um, Sounds like quite interesting, but it's more of an anthropological archaeology research thing for some information he wants from some of the stuff they have discovered whilst talking to the locals. He's giving you a chance here, Lewis, to prove your research credentials. He's, he's, he's giving you a chance. He needs somebody to make a, a, a one hour and thirty minute round trip to the university. That's... Don't care, I'm taking <laughs> He's like, I'll need the he's credits. Like, who is the most expendable of my students who isn't even currently under my ages? You. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's given Lewis a chance by not taking him out into the woods. <laughs> you notice? Mm-hmm. You ever feel like the archaeology is like a front for our deforestation? <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't say much because I'm definitely buying some dynamite if I can get some. <laughs> He asked us to blow up the dig site. <laughs> he asked us to clear some trees. <laughs> what, what could clear trees faster than blasting powder? Just suspend it in the air. You'll get rid of the trees, but not the dirt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, please don't try to make a cool air bomb out of <laughs> nitroglycerin. <laughs> So, uh, you, Carolyn, and Lewis, you go and find Dr. Burlington. He's like, standing there with a cup of coffee and his hat on, and he just like, looks incredibly. He looks like he's just done with Nelson and <laughs> Carolyn's bullshit at this point. He's like, it's only been three days. <laughs> he's like, I knew that letting those two come along was a bad idea. <sighs> but Nelson went and insisted. Why should. Why should only the anthropology and archaeologist students get some money or funding off the university? I wish those two would just make up already. Um, anyway, Carolyn, I had to think about your idea, and Lewis, I'm giving you a chance here to prove your anthropological skills. We have been interviewing the locals. We've spoken to a couple of local farmers. We've spoken to the local Indian tribe. Uh, I would like you to head to the university and see what information you can find about the Dunlow creature. The Wamek Indians are quite consistent. It's quite a central figure in their uh, folklore. Now, it's just bears. Bear with me. They have uh, mystified like the bears in their mythology. Yep. Um, well, okay, I want to have a little look at some of the more recorded local history that might not be mentioned in the folklore that we're picking up from our interviews. I also have the name of a local, uh, Jeremiah Elliot. His farm is the other side of Dunlow. Apparently he's quite an expert on the Dunlow creature. So, University Library, see what we can find. Uh, talk to Mr. Elliot. 
I want to compile both the folklore of the creature alongside the actual reality of it being bears spooking people in the wood, and we can make quite interesting research paper to present at the summer processional. You will, of course, earn some credit for assisting in the research. I'm sure your dissertation won't go to harm either. Hmm. Sounds fantastic. Thank you for the chance. Won't let you down. Yes, we'll see. <laughs> wow. Brutal. Wow. Jeez. I'm giving you a chance, but you haven't proved yourself no, yet. I know, I know, I know. I'm That's... giving you a chance after all those other chances I gave you. <laughs> to pass your exams. Continuous chance giver. <laughs> oh, I can't help. I hope I've got enough points in library use. <laughs> I've got enough points in drive auto. Yeah, th- you got the keys. Yeah. <laughs> I've got nothing to do with that. But here's my car, my pride and joy. Yeah. The one thing in life that brings me happiness. If you get a scratch on it, I mean it. A scratch. I'm a hunt down a student like who knows what they're doing. On in this, um... Uh, in this one-off, um, Neil Hurtap is going to be telling you, I'm giving you a chance. <laughs> <laughs> I won't let you down. <laughs> I, I won't let you down, David. <laughs> <laughs> My diamond, I forgot about that. Is it diamond now? <laughs> it's just, the, <laughs> your gesture just reminded me of it. <laughs> it's quite a good gesture because it's, it's actually yeah. sort of very uncomfortable to do. <laughs> Unless you're a diamond. Unless you're a diamond. <laughs> and you're not going to be the three. I would be a diamond. Mm. <sighs> Let's not even go there. Oh, I would. I think I'd be a peridot. I like that they uh, that they revealed that Rose Quartz was a diamond uh, on a, an official t-shirt they printed about two years before. <laughs> Oops. No, so it was, but it was on... on on purpose, it was just you had to really notice, and nobody really uh, noticed. I didn't see that. It was a thing. It was like, like an Easter egg. <laughs> Sneaky, like. Mm. Okay. Oh, such a good show. So, Brian and. John? John, one of the simplest names. <laughs> um, <laughs> Common names. Yeah. You are heading into town to. Go buy stuff. And Carolyn and Thomas are driving back to Arkham. What joy. <laughs> Who's driving? John, Brian? John is driving. Yes. Um, I lost my pencil. <laughs> How? I don't know. I had it two seconds ago. It's there. How'd it go there? <laughs> I found my pencil. <laughs> I found your pencil. <laughs> yeah. It was, in my defence, on my leg. A place I hadn't looked. Pencils down. Out of time. Who's oh, driving? Oh, those, those oh, were Clegg Lewis's. Brian is driving. Carolyn, are you driving? Can we get a student to drive? <laughs> <laughs> well, roll me some charm to get Dr. Yeah. Callis to give you another student. I'm yeah. just a beautiful woman. Possibly drive a car. <laughs> I am charming. Good, yeah. What? Because because we've lost all the saws. You know they're kind of spare at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> Very well. He'll send Albert with you. Can Albert drive? Albert can drive. Yay. <laughs> 
Albert can drive quite good. Yes. <laughs> Albert is quite uh, happy to be with you. It gets him out of doing boring makeup tasks at the camp. Uh, you both, you, Lewis, know Albert. He's one of John's party buds. Ah. He's also a very party animal kind of student uh, who's often at the same parties as John. And he always, always has a good flask of uh, good booze if required. Thankfully, he's not. Hopefully, been... not right now. <laughs> he hasn't been partaking this morning, however, as you need him to drive. Mm-hmm. And you drive to Arkham. Another 40 minutes. I pay attention to the driving given it's like, yeah. I can't do this. This may come in useful. Drive. <laughs> Fine, roll the drive. Nope. Slow. We have passed a single roll today. You have. Come on. You passed a couple of the spot hidden. Nope. You've leveled up something, I know you did. Yeah, but the anthropology and archaeology ones weren't because I passed them, and neither was the art and craft history. Yeah, I took nothing nothing (laughs) at all. They have. Well, have you tried not being so useless? Uh, John, the drive into Dunlow is very uncomfortable. Um, you roll me your intelligence. At three. You're quite sure uh, Brian has it in the wrong gear for this kind of dirt track. Mm-hmm. And it, like when you go over the bridge that crosses the river, it's like you can almost hear the bridge vibrating <laughs> under the road, like you're, you're like almost convinced the bridge is going to careen over. Where did it go? <laughs> what have you lost? Like how did she? How? <laughs> I, I don't know. It? it just touched the floor and disintegrated. <laughs> it's, it's underneath the, 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 the sofa. <laughs> I'm going to go to the toilet whilst you sort this out. Oh my god. How did it achieve? You're just going to get back in this entire area of the, of the room's going to be missing. Why are you unable to not lose stuff today? I'm going to use the other bathroom. Oh. I'm going to use the third bathroom. <laughs> I'm going to take a shit in the dishwasher. <laughs> that went places. <laughs> well, they ran out of toilets. <laughs> They're squatting over the sink like a bird. The dish. Oh, I was thinking about the washing machine, but the dishwasher is the logical choice to poop in because the trays come out, don't they? You can just sit over them. <laughs> As opposed to the washing machine, which is a bit more of a. <laughs> it's more of a challenge, certainly, unless you've got a top loader. I feel like I can't endorse any of this. <laughs> <laughs> Probably a good thing. Straight, pull, head. item have you lost whilst I was on the toilet? Uh, my virginity. Wow, no. <laughs> Peter, that was quick. Be efficient. Remember you have iced teas, honey. I know. They're down there. You don't have any iced no, tea. they don't have the nice one. They didn't have the one you wanted. No, they don't sell it. Like, you know, they sell a little one sometimes, not a big one. Where were we? Brian and 
you eventually arrive at Dunlow. Probably takes you about half an hour, which is considering it's only a 40 minute drive to Arkham. You're crawling along these dirt tracks at like five miles an hour. But you are in Dunlow. There is indeed Klein's Goods, the general store. And it is open. Oh, I think I might switch clothes in the dark. As you arrive, uh, there's an old man around the behind the counter who peers over his glasses suspiciously at you. Yes. Hello. <laughs> um, hello. Uh, we are here to buy some equipment, please. We would like some axes, some saws, uh, and I throw as an afterthought, hoping Brian isn't paying attention. I'm like, oh, and some blasting powder and some uh, some fuses. Um, well, perhaps me. not. I don't. <laughs> I just smile confidently at the man. I don't know whatever Brian is saying. Roll well, your uh, persuade fast or charm, whichever is higher. I am a charming bitch on yeah. every occasion, except including this one. I do have all of that in stock, but uh, I can only sell blasting powder and fuses to someone who has a license for it. Not even, not even stump powder for removing stumps. You don't remove stumps with blasting powder. I actually do. <laughs> you dig them out. The, the thing is, it's easier. To, it's easier to dig a little hole in the top, fill it with fill it with black powder, and blow them up. Illegal. Not in 1920. In 2020, yes. <laughs> in 2020, it might be domestic terrorism. <laughs> However, what do you kids need this stuff for? Well, we're part of um, an archaeology expedition up at the uh, old Campbell. Farm. Um, An exposition. I said expedition. No, you didn't. <laughs> well, you know what I meant. I mean, like, like there are three English words that sound almost identical. He's like, oh, I heard about that. Bunch of nonsense. But I guess you kids can't be doing too much harm. Keep you out of trouble in the big city. It's been lovely talking to you. Can we buy the stuff? He starts bustling around. He gets you the stuff you need, but he will not sell you any blasting caps. No, dynamite. No. Chelignite. No. Cyclonite. Except with shotgun shells. RDX. How about some shaped C4? <laughs> How about Semtex? Any Semtex? How about this ICBM missile? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, Cyclonite's pushing it because it hasn't been invented for 22, 24 years. Um... It'll happily sell you bullets and shotgun shells for hunting, but not any blasting stuff. Oh, that's a good point. Does he have a pistol? No. He has ammunition in stock, but no actual guns. Hmm. I thought this was America. Yeah. Are you kidding? You can get guns from the dentist in America in the 1920s. <laughs> not in this two-building town in the middle of nowhere. Mm. Two of the buildings fell down while we were up. <clears throat> Got plenty um, of ammunition, shotgun shells, handgun bullets, 
But it doesn't actually carry guns. Mm, never mind then. I um, I I start loading saws and axes into the truck. I will help. How are you paying for this cash? Uh, yeah. Well, on credit, <laughs> Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> A libertarian stream. So, what are you kids digging up at Campbell's place? I thought you thought it was nonsense. It's still interesting to hear about. Uh, it uh, looks like the remnants of a village uh, from long ago. Oh, interesting. So, do you know anything about a creepy guy who hangs out in the woods? Lansdale. Lansdale. Perhaps, I say. Yeah, I know him. Come in for... Ammunition from time to time. All my bear traps. Yeah, he almost shot me. And almost put me in a bear trap. Well, he's a bit of a kook, but he's mostly harmless. <laughs> mostly. He spends um, a few weeks a year roaming the hills looking for the dumb low creature. Um, it's just bears. It's just bears. It's just normal bears. It's, normal. <laughs> it's just innocent bears. <laughs> yeah, he's bought me about six bears. Six? <laughs> Three a couple of days ago. <laughs> he's really, uh, really good at bears. <laughs> Yeah, um, he's mostly harmless. Oh. He's a bit of a kook. He's convinced it's a, a creature that lurks around the Campbell farm. Well, with any luck, you'll wander into one of your own traps. Ha ha, I say nastily. That's not a very nice young man. He covered me in pig blood and almost pushed me into a bear trap. I don't feel very well disposed towards him. Well, that's fair enough. But yeah, he's mostly harmless. He's convinced this creature exists. Um, what's his name? Jeremiah. He also thinks the um, bear exists. The bear, sorry, the creature exists. <coughs> Your bears do exist. <laughs> but yeah, most of us around here just know it's nonsense. The uh, Wamiks, the Indian tribe, live a little way north of town. Um, they might believe in it if you want to hear more about it. But yeah, you haven't got anything to worry about. It's just bears. And if you see a bear, just you know, punch it in the snoot and run away. I'll remember that. Yeah, it's well known. You punch it in the nose and it scrambles its senses, giving you time to leg it. I make a note of that. Well, you're natural world. That doesn't, that doesn't sound right to me, but fine. Uh, 94. Don't you believe it? It's great advice, actually. Right on the snoot. Don't try and climb trees, because bears can climb trees. You want to just get away from it. Punch it in the nose. It confuses it, giving you time to leg it. I think he's thinking of sharks. <laughs> <laughs> sharks can't climb trees. <laughs> Sorry, sharks can't climb trees, that is true. Oh, thank you, that's really useful advice, I say, ingratiating myself to him. He seems to have warmed up to you now. So, um... Listen to his stories. The thing is, we've got to clear so many of these trees, I say, looking at the sticks of dynamite. Ah, yeah, of course. Uh, I can't sell you any. He leaves something on the counter. Now, I'm just going to pop out back. Uh, we're all uh, finished up here, so see you kids if you need anything else. Why has he left on the counter? There's a little brown bag. <laughs> Slide. I put some money on the counter, and I'm like, I'm like, it's time to leave. Are you sure this is a good idea? <laughs> is anything a good idea? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, we go and get in the truck. He had left you uh, five, like, doses of the blasting powder. And some fuses. I'm just glad we're not there for this. <laughs> gonna blow up our clues, gonna be silly. <laughs> half the confusers. <laughs> look, I've, look, I've had an idea. <laughs> to quote, is any, is any idea a good idea? Clearly not. <laughs> Meanwhile, Carolyn, Albert, and Lewis, you arrive at the Orn Library. Mm. It is open. Good goodness. The day in term time. Yeah. Not term time. Not it's term time. It's thing, but it's still open. That means it'll be quiet. Yeah. This is the wrong book. Oh. This is the compact Arkham Unveiled. Oh. No, someone returned the wrong book. <laughs> ah, there it is. Mr. Tonic Universe Twa. <clears throat> you wander into the library. Behind the desk is the all-seeing librarian. Yeah, <laughs> our library. Uh, Mrs. Loring, the deputy librarian and records librarian. Librarian. He's like, ah, Carolyn. Hello. Hello. And hmm, roll me your luck, Lewis. Don't fail me now. I'm lucky. Thankfully, you don't have any books overdue. Oh! <laughs> I check out a lot, but I return them. <laughs> Albert does. Oh. He's like, ah, there you are. I was hoping you would drop by, <laughs> Master Matters. You need to talk about your overdue finds, and poor Albert is dragged off. Screaming. <laughs> dragged, no. off, dragged off into her office to pay his fines and get... Uh, Leaving you two, she's like, you know, she, she doesn't, you know, carry on weapon sections over there, card catalogue, she's leaving you to it, but poor Albert <laughs> is in trouble. Womp womp. And everyone knows not to piss off the librarian. Yeah. <laughs> not a thesis time. <laughs> uh, yeah. At, at my university, they didn't charge you overdue money for books, you just couldn't take books out for a certain amount of time afterwards, like, you know, sort of like punitively. And, um,. A friend of mine forgot to remove, return a book for, like, the duration of term, so he couldn't use the library for, like, a quadrillion years or something yeah. like that. After a while, they just waived it, because they were like, this is ridiculous. It's like ten years or something. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what are you two doing? Right, so right. we need to look up the Dunlow creature, mm-hmm. and probably amongst the, what were they, the, the Wamuk Indians? Wamuk. yeah. Hey, roll me a library use. Oh, God. Do you want to have some assistance? Yes. And I can be assisting. Have a bonus uh, I don't need the bonus no. die. I got a four. Should I just roll out right? Yeah, roll your library use. Yeah. That is an extreme. Eight, which is also an extreme. Eight. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> I had a 50-50 chance on that. Mm. <laughs> what was your library use? 60. Oof, a bit better than uh, you two have a fruitful mm. morning in the library. Card catalogue, researching. Uh, Good. You find this in the Gazetta of the Miskatonic Valley. Valley. Mm. to read it out loud. Okay. You find a 
various bunch of scattered reports on the Dunlow creature. You find this published letter by Professor Joseph Burlington. And you find this interesting information on the original natives of America. I get the feeling, because we both got extremes, we got everything we needed out of this place. (laughs) (laughs) Have a feeling. (laughs) Right. Do you want to go first, Noel? Yeah. Um, So, from the Gazetteer of the Miskatonic Valley, 1921. Dunlow Village, founded in 1751 on hilly wooded land within the Miskatonic Valley. Dunlow was originally settled by two large families who left the fledgling town of Dunwich and travelled over 30 miles west to settle next to a small tributary of the Miskatonic River known as the Winnequat River. In 1782, the village was incorporated and listed a population of 110 due to the addition of other settlers in the area. The village elected its first mayor in 1780, Francis Fuller, and its first sheriff, Edward Hawkins, in 1821. The primary livelihood for Dunlow residents is farming, followed closely by hunting, trapping, and fishing. There are no industrial operations in Dunlow at present. The latest census listed the population of Dunlow at 360. I have dig papers. Find scattered reports of the creature in newspapers such as Arkham's own Advertiser, and even one story in the Boston Globe. Most of the stories are decades old and come from secluded, often unnamed individuals. It's quite clear that the reporters never believe the stories, and more often than not, the small articles are slanted to portray the witnesses as uneducated, crackpot, backward people. However, you do glean the following information from the newspapers. The Dunlow creature is believed to be a Bigfoot, a huge, hairy, near-human beast with large feet that is more commonly reported in the Pacific Northwest. Does like you. <laughs> <laughs> I was not around in the 1700s. American natives have many old tales about this creature, whom they call Sasquatch. It wasn't until the late 1700s that the first white people reported seeing such creatures. The most famous early Bigfoot encounter happened in 1884 when a group of men captured such a creature near the Fraser River just outside Yale, British Columbia. This beast was dubbed Jacko and was reportedly going to be sold to the famous Barnum and Bailey Circus, but Jacko disappeared before that happened and his ultimate fate is a mystery. The first sighting of the Dunmo creature may have been in 1813 when an elderly widow claimed that she had been... She was being terrorised by a hairy demon from hell. The first report to give an accurate description of the creature occurred in 1847 when a local hunter claimed to have seen a large hairy man standing almost seven feet tall (laughs) (laughs) near the the bank of the Winnicottie River. Surprisingly, the hunter claimed that the creature wasn't fierce or savage towards him. When the beast saw the hunter, it calmly walked off into the woods. Since 1847, <coughs> there have been a handful of small articles on the Dunlow creature, most only glimpses of the beast, while some tell how big feet attacked them. <coughs> okay, paper three. The Arkham Advertiser, dated two years ago, which I think makes it 1924. A letter to the editor by our very own Professor Burlington. Dunlow creature is utter nonsense. Those of you with astute memories may recall that a small village near to us, Dunlow, had a brief moment of fame, or infamy, some weeks ago when an article appeared in this very paper relating a story of a hairy ape man who has become known as the Dunlow creature. Now, mythical creatures such as these, Bigfoot or Bigfeet, have been reported for years from the western portion of our great nation, and while such tall tales may be expected from westerners, the fact that there are good New Englanders telling me the same kind of tripe fills me with contempt. 
Being a professor of anthropology at Miskatonic University, one may understand how enraged I was when one of my students actually had the gall last month to stand up in my classroom and ask me about this Dunlow creature. That's what you did. Hey. <laughs> How dare you? No! <laughs> no, this is a couple of years old. The audacity! <laughs> I've been a freshman at this point. <laughs> I quickly informed this misguided youth that I did not teach poppycock, but only facts. And the fact of the matter is that there is no Bigfoot living just 30 miles from my very doorstep. If such a fanciful beast did exist, I would most certainly have learned about it sometime during my 25-year career as an anthropologist. To prove this matter, I actually took a month's leave of absence from my beloved university to spend in the dreary little town of Dunlow looking for signs of the creature. Well, now I've returned, I can report to you the findings of my quest for the elusive beast. I can now say without a doubt that there is no such creature. Honest. After spending weeks in the countryside, I have come to the conclusion that reported sightings of this Bigfoot were either one of two things. First and foremost, they were simply the tall tales of undereducated people who scared themselves silly by imagining that they saw something when in fact they did not. Secondly, there have been a few of the locals that, for reasons known only to themselves, have faked reports of the creature. So there you have it. The Dunlow creature is the result of delusions and hoaxes. Now let us all hope that these embarrassing tales have come to an end for the sake of sound-minded New Englanders everywhere. Mm. And finally, an excerpt from the original Natives of America by Dr. Ulysses Covington, Hampton Publishers, 1886. The Wanak Indians were an old tribe of nomads whose hunting area ranged from Maine in the north to New York in the south. While this large territory overlapped other tribes, the Wanak seldom went to war, largely due to the Wanak's reportedly strong medicine, magic. The long peace was broken last in the late 1700s when an unarmed tribe described only as cave dwellers attacked the Wanaks in Maine. The reason behind this confrontation is unknown, but the majority of the Wanaks were slaughtered. Those who survived fled south into Massachusetts, where the 1850 census placed them within the Miskatonic Valley. The approximate number of members of this tribe today is not known. Wow, we got a lot of info. He did, and as Dr. Burlington has proven, the Dunlow creature is bollocks. Okay. Conclusively. Yep. A long article by Professor Burlington. <laughs> so. Obviously, that's definitive. Unless you read an article by himself. Yeah. <laughs> but also, like, other stuff to sort mm. of... Back I don't know who this Professor Burlington is, but he sounds very sexually attractive. Meanwhile, <laughs> <laughs> mm. well, well, back at camp. Lost a what's it now. I found a watch it. Lost one, found two. Oh, we're only an hour in. That's good. You get back to camp. Do you? I start digging. And chopping down the trees. Exploding. Uh, yes, I settled the bag of blasting powder in my um, property. In, your... in my duffel. Uh, you know, for later. Uh, and I um, start handing out those chopping axes and saws. Dr. Carris is like, excellent. Um, I'll be in the lab tent. I'm going to try and translate some more of the sapio. On the uh, axe that Lewis found, Brian. Yeah. Uh, take charge. We need to. I've marked out which trees need to be removed. Take charge. Make it happen. Then we can get back to digging. I don't know why you keep on putting me in charge. You're the postgraduate student. Everything goes wrong. Well, I suppose there's that. <laughs> A responsible adult needs yeah. to take charge of the. 
Yeah, you're less kids. responsible adults. You're older than us, yes. so technically, like so technically more responsible than we are. That's definitely how that works. It just goes wrong. Okay. Try not to get crushed under any more trees. Oh, I'll certainly try. I take charge. You have one charge. Right. Okay. Spend it wisely. Now, hear me out, bro. Right? Mm-hmm. How many how many trees are we expected to clear? Seven. So these seven trees, right? Mm-hmm. So like, it's going to take a long time to drop all those trees down, right? Um, I'm going to point out that you said triple those cheese. <laughs> I mean, I mean, what? Yeah, I wasn't going to point it out, but yes, that is what you said. Rumple the cheese. <laughs> I was going to try ages to rumple the cheese. Yeah. Ooh, geez. So, um, what we should do... Mm-hmm. I'm just saying that we have, you know, explosives. We could get those trees out of the way very quickly. I don't think that's how you're supposed to use those. <laughs> oh, fine. I'm going to veto this plan. Vetoed. Everyone wants me. Yes. I've lost my knife. Strong. How? They're there. Um, strang. Can you roll them on the sofa again? Are they in your pouch? They're not in my pouch. I am very strong. Are they under the tissue? They're on, they're on my, by my elbow. I am... I'm hard strong, but I'm not extreme strong, if you know what I mean. And the rest of the students are helping. You have the trees down. It takes most of the rest of the morning and a bit of the early afternoon to chop down seven trees and then drag them off to one side. You're not, like... They can get taken off to the... Uh, Farmer Morris actually turns up and he's like, you know, you chop them down, I'll cart them off to the log pile. He's like, oh, free wood, and I don't have to do it. Excellent. Free labour. Come on, everyone, let's, let's sing a song to cheer our spirits while we work. Nobody knows the trouble that I've seen. Everybody loves that song so much. So cheerful. me on the way to go home. Dance the person to it. Ukulele hits from 1920. <laughs> it's the worst Spotify playlist. <laughs> um, the stumps are still in, though, and they need digging out. Hmm. Hmm. Hard backbreaking labour. It is. It is. Do you know what you normally lose for this? Stump powder. You are bad with it. You could just not tell Vine and do it. It's just because of all the things that will go wrong if we bring explosives into this. You also know that once the first bang goes off, Doctor Carrots will emerge from the tent and stop you. Also. You need to blow up all, all seven stumps at once. Time. Yes, that's the ticket. You need more explosives. Um, also, just a vague feeling the explosives might come in handy later. Uh, we we, we <clears throat> remove stumps the traditional fashion. Roll strength. Sexually. Um. <gasps> I'm a lumberjack. <laughs> and I wear women's clothes. Uh, 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 I'm strong. I am 
You've often been strong. I'm hard strong. Why are these two chipping in? They're not there. I know. I passed. Anyway, I passed. I, I rolled my crank back up. You three. show them how to do it, Brian, with a spade and a mattock. It's a type of hoeing tool. It's a long stick from a metal curly thing on the end that you use to scrump the earth out. You dig up, you dig up the stumps. Yeah. Alright. You dig up the stumps. We excoriate stumps. We excoriate stumps. It takes a while. Roll me your luck, both of you. Luck. Yeah, I passed. I'm off. lucky. As you are extracting one stump, you unearth... <laughs> All the others come out of... <laughs> <laughs> Not quite. But you unearth, wrapped around the roots of this tree, a stone tablet. Ooh. Intact. Tablet. And yeah. next to it is a shield, a bronze shield, and a small statue that would have been obliterated if you used laughing powder on the stuff. Professor, Professor, I yell excitedly. Look what I found. see that. Well, I, I want to have a look at the tablet. Uh, the stone tablet is about two feet long, mm. 16 inches wide and two inches thick. Etched onto one face are many strange symbols of the Sakhalyo language. Okay. It's right. intact. I want to try and read it. Oh, Sakhalyo. Uh, yo. No. It's all covered in dirt and grime. It's going to have to be cleaned off. I've passed the single skill roll today. I keep shouting for the professor, but also I lift the little statue guy out of the thing very carefully. The little statue is about a foot tall representation. It has a roughly circular base, about seven inches wide. Surprisingly light in your hands, and it seems to be carved out of a substance that resembles stone, but as you brush the dirt off, it has a sort of like greasy, oily surface. You've never seen a stone like this before. Um, and it also goes ping when you t- tap it. I, I, I rub my finger on the greasy oil. It's, it's definitely some sort of oil. Maybe it's from the dirt, <laughs> or maybe it's tree sap from the roots. You're not sure. Fascinating. Uh, the statue itself resembles... A hideous, bloated creature with a toad-like head, bat-like ears, and a wide mouth filled with teeth. And its entire body is covered in thick, shaggy fur. And that's what it's carved to look like. Cute AF. Well, you're Cthulhu Mythos. <laughs> I don't have any Cthulhu Mythos. Yeah, none of us have any. Nope. Alright, hang on. I fail. Good. <laughs> uh, Professor Karras comes busting over excitedly and is like... This is amazing. Well done, Brian. Well done. This is definitely going to help out with that thesis, Marks. That's one, Brian. Yes. <laughs> this will look great on your feces. It was my idea not to blow the tree up. What do you mean blow the tree up? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> what do you make of this, Professor? I say, distractingly. Oh, gosh. Look at this screen. This doesn't seem typical of them at all. No, that looks interesting, interesting. And the shield, he picks up the shield and he shakes it, and dirt and soil just floods off the shield, and the shield is pristine. He's just like, whoa. 
Okay. That's completely undegraded after being in the soil for so long. He turns it around to look at it and brushes his hand over it. He's like, leather arm straps. This, huh? Are you sure you didn't plant this? This is miraculously undamaged by the passage of time. How would we have dug it into the roots of a tree, Professor? You'd find a way. Students always. <laughs> it's not wrong there. But right, yes, um, let's take these into the lab tent. I will start having a look. You two get back to excavate. Now the trees are out of the way. Get back to excavating the rest of the building and see what we find. Sir, I think something's happening. <laughs> the shield! It's, it's musical! Karis is ascending. Quick! I think, I think the GM has to take his medicine. Three o'clock? Yes. Mm. Three o'clock. This alarm is much worse than the previous one. <laughs> oh, I hear that one, regardless of where it is hidden in the house. <laughs> yeah, even if it's in, say, in your backpack in the back of a car. <laughs> yeah. Underneath a bunch of other stuff. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> it lasts for ten minutes. Uh, I would say that would be a conservative estimate of how long it lasts. Fine, me and your mum could barely hear it in the front. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, you were fine. Turn the radio up. Okay, the professor takes all three artefacts to the lab tent and is going to start getting to work. Brian, you are are summoned to help the professor with the translation and cleaning of the artefacts. His archaeologist isn't back yet. The ancient language student will have to do... Can I roll my archaeology before he pinches all this stuff? Yes. Mm. Uh, I'm extremely archaeological. Um, if you know what I mean he's going to take you with him Ooh, to the oh. tent as you help find them sorry those pigeons are having sex it was distracting <laughs> don't watch them like, get a room give them some privacy nature is their room yes and yet, and yet when I have a wank on the bus I go to prison <laughs> uh, the professor takes you along because you help find them and puts everyone else back to work and I'm just going to get my pills. Dragged off the bus screaming, Nature is my room! We're <laughs> <laughs> just innocent men! <laughs> just normal men! Uh, meanwhile, in Arkham, you have stopped for a delicious lunch. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Lost in time. In time? In town. Lost in time and space, oh, eh? No. <laughs> you went to the commissary. The name of the uh, Arkham University Miskatonic Commissary, the Commissary, because the food there is never quite good. <laughs> <laughs> Why would we go there then? It's all you can afford. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's not. There's the Great Hungering, or whatever they called it. <laughs> the Great Desnackening. Uh, but you had a nice lunch. Uh, are you heading back to Dunlow? Uh, yeah, because we wanted to see... Let's see Jeremiah. Yeah. Unless there's anything more we want to do while we're here. Sneak into the records office and then change your grades. Uh, no. I don't think either of us would be doing that. Seduce Professor Armitage. <laughs> 
I don't get grades, I just get yes or no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, or the nine. How do you open these? You have... When once it's... They removed the core. Oh. Then it's harder. No, the core. Well, you just have to have closed it up and then bang it on something. Okay. Or <laughs> well, bang it on the table with the recording device. Oh, no. you can bang it on something in the kitchen. Okay, are you getting in the car to head back? We need to retrieve our driver <laughs> from Albert. the clutches of the deputy librarian. <laughs> oh, yeah. All you can hear is a sort of terrible screaming. Yep. I haven't had one of uh, like full one of these in like a trillion years. Mm. It was a Christmas present. It's been sitting at the back of the fridge while I was like, Oh, a Terry's chocolate orange. For the record, he's eating an orphan's head. Orange? No, thank you. Orange? orange? I don't like orange, orange chocolate. I do. Who doesn't like orange chocolate? That's weird. Mm. That's weird. Well, apparently none of you like orange chocolate, so uh, <laughs> more for me. And a slice to hedgehog. A slice for hedgehog. Okay. You retrieve your driver. Mm. Driver retrieves. What's left of him? He rolled a 30. Nice. He drives good. He drives you out to the Elliot farm. Mm. He's on the way back to Dunaway. Is he in any sort of way resentful for being left for hours <laughs> to be scolded by the librarian? No, he's we can do. <laughs> He paid his fine and went to the coffee shop. He wasn't going to do any research. He checked in with his girl. Mm-hmm. And his mum. Just normal, man. The Elliot Farm is the opposite side of town from the Campbell Farm. And it's about half the size. But Jeremiah is there with his wife Matilda and their two little sons. Mostly seems to be a chicken farm. They specialise in eggs. Eggs. Goose eggs. Stitches. It's a chicken farm that specialises in goose eggs. (laughs) (laughs) Quails. Chicken and geese. Um, the quail just a very small goose. Mr. Elliot wanders out of the farmhouse when you park up and he's like, "Uh, "Can I help you, kids?" You look lost. Um, we're with the Miskatonic University. Oh, okay. And uh, we're here because one of our professors is interested in more information about the Dunlow creature and thinks you may know something about this. Hmm. Roll your persuade. My charm? You can inquire charm. I am not charming. You say while stepping on his throat. <laughs> I don't know anything about that creature. Please get off my land. Go on, get back in your automobile and leave. Go on, get back in your fancy automacar. Because I didn't, I didn't pass fast enough, oh. so I have to think. <laughs> uh, he walks back up the stairs and shuts the farmhouse door. Yeah, okay. Hmm. It's obviously a sore subject for him. Um, Seems so. Mate, how, how about we approach it differently? We say, rather than just asking his opinion on it, I mean, obviously all the reports we're getting seem to say it's uh, um, sort of bogus. Like, mm-hmm. what? The door opens again, and Mr. Elliot 
comes down the steps with his shotgun. I said, get off my land. Or not. Mm. <laughs> Is the... Uh, Albert, you Albert's know the lovely like, gentleman. <laughs> 17! He does a donut and just yeah. back to the main road. Yeah, get off my land, you stupid kids. No one wants you coming around here, stirring it all up. <laughs> if it's all bogus, why is he so touchy on the subject? Hmm. Maybe you need to talk to some other neighbours. <laughs> Albert gets back to the main road and is like, what are we doing now? Back to camp or into town? Or well, Are there any other farmers around here? Um... Albert Pierce is Matt. There's the hidden farm. Hind farm. He holds up the map. Other side of. Um, so there's the Campbell farm. Yeah. You're here. So they, they live out this way. Maybe they'll know something. Yeah, it's on the way back, I guess. Mm-hmm. Get a shot. Alright. Okay. Uh, he drives you to the Hind farm. Um, it's a, Unlike the Campbell's farm, it's quite run-down, dilapidated-looking farm. Um, when you pull up in front, the farmhouse is quite run-down. You can see some farm animals in the yard that look quite malnourished and thin. And as you're parking up, there's a young girl. She must be... Seven or eight, she's in quite filthy clothes, like peering around the edge of the barn at you. And, um, but then the farmer comes out. He's, he's quite tall, he's almost as tall as you, very broad shoulders, <laughs> but quite thin. So this farmer's obviously not doing as well. He's like, Yes, Campbell's farm is next door, you've taken the wrong bridge. Oh, uh, no, 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 we, we, we meant to come here. Um, what do you want? I told you university lot, I don't want anything to do with you. Um, Has someone already been here then? Yeah, one of your professors was hunting around asking questions, wanting to camp here originally. Told him to sod off. So I tell you guys again, sod off, get off my land. Uh, we don't mean to intrude. Well, you are intruding! <laughs> what do you want? Spit it out, boy! Oh... Our, our professors are very interested. Well, no, they're not very interested actually. They, they, uh, there's, there's a story, local story of this sort of creature, the Dunlow creature, and you know, it seems to be a local story. And our professors, and to a degree ourselves, are just curious how much truth is in it, or if it's just sort of fairy tale. Have you been talking to that hunter, Lansdale? I've heard of a hunter, but I don't know the gentleman. Look, the dumb low creature is just bears. Just bears. Just bears. One of our neighbours thinks it killed his... <coughs> Apparently he, he and his dad came upon it in the woods one day and it beat him to death. Or beat his dad to death. <laughs> Jeremiah is convinced that's what happened, but it's just nonsense. We've been ridiculing Jeremiah about that for years. It was just a bear. Police said it was a bear. The fancy doctor who came down said it was a bear. The professor who came out to investigate it also agrees it's a bear. It's a bear. Get in your car. Get off my land. We won't take any more of your time. 
Okay, well that at least narrowed down why Jeremiah was uh, forceful with his shotgun. All right. Do he doesn't think it's a bear. No, that killed his dad. No, and I guess doesn't like the fact that no one else is willing to even give it a look. Should we head back to camp and I guess come back to Burlington and see what we want to do next? <laughs> They've already been here. I'm not sure why we've been asked to come here. But... Yeah, it does seem a bit odd. I hope it wasn't just to get us out of their hair. Remember, you were asked to go to Jeremiah. Yeah, and they didn't... He, he, he didn't wouldn't like... talk to you. He didn't mention the professor. Sorry, say again? You were asked by Burlington to go to Arkham yeah. and the Elliot farm. Yep. Not this one. He's already been to this farm, which is why he ah, didn't mention it. I see. Okay. You came here because it was on the map. Hmm. You look confused. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> okay, so there were two farms, right? Yeah. Um, the professor yes. has visited this farm, the farm you went to second, mm-hmm. which is why he didn't ask you to go there. You guys went to the first farm, the farm he did ask you to go to, which presumably he hasn't been to. Uh, and uh, then so we were doing the you, show. of your own volition, decided to go to the yeah. second farm and ask about it. And that's why... And now we found out he actually has already come here. Yes. So he's come here, probably heard about Jeremiah and gone, ooh, I'll send Lewis... Mm. The other farmer, uh-huh. as your chance to prove yourself. <laughs> they heard that right. he, liked, he liked shooting people, <laughs> and he right. was like, <laughs> he was like, who do I know that's knowledgeable but expendable? <laughs> You're back in the car. Are you heading back to the camp? So I want to try so. the Elliot farm again, but I'm not too. No, I'm by not that. thrilled about going there either. Mm. Albert's like, maybe not today. Mm. Maybe we'll go tomorrow when you put the shotgun away. It sounds like he's been telling this story about it killing his dad for years, so he, you know, he's probably been laughed out of the pub a thousand times. Mm. Yeah, let's go back and share what we've got then. Okay. You drive back to the Campbell farm. It's good, isn't there? It's normal then. As you are pulling up outside of the farmhouse, you see Morris. He's like, Oi! Yeah, yes. You got that football lad with you? Oh, um, hang on. Tom Herber? Yeah. Is he what? with you? He's no, not with not us, no. Well, where is he? And where's my Susan? You get down there and tell the professor if she's hanging around your camp making goo goo eyes at the football lad, send her back to the house. Okay. Right. <laughs> he wanders off into the barn. You drive the rest of the way down to the camp. You see the trees have been cleared. They're digging up the ground, but there's no sign of the professors. Oh, they're not even in the uh, the science tent. Well, do you want to check the science tent? Yes. Yeah, you. Uh, but meanwhile, in the science tent, <laughs> slightly in the past. Do you feel like you're slightly in the past, Herbert? Or slightly past your bed? Professor Harris is like very excited. Like, this is brilliant find, young men, gentlemen. Um, we've got three objects. I suggest we all take one. We clean it off using um, appropriate methods, uh, which is bitly some water and a bit of soap, and then we start looking. I will take the tablet. Um, looks like it's got writing on it. Uh, Brian, do you want the shield, which obviously doesn't need cleaning, or do you want the statue? I mean, I'd rather look at the tablet. Well... I want to look at the tablet. 
And I'm the professor. I want to look at the tablet. I've got quite a few letters after my name, so... Tablet's mine. You can look at it later. I'd like, I, I'd like to look at the statue. I interject. Then I don't care. You look at the statue, I'll look at the... Okay, he hands out the statue out of the shield, and he goes to sit at the table, and he's like wash, brushing it off and cleaning it. And he's like, oh, that's fascinating. Oh, yes, yes. Look at all these interesting things I'm learning. Ooh. And he starts poring over the tablet and, and making notes in his little journal. Okay, um, Brian, you're looking at the shield. Mm-hmm. Now that you've got a good look at it, it's an uh, ordinary wooden shield. The wood should have rotted after being in the ground this long, but it seems solid. The front is covered in bronze, hmm. and there's no sign of rot or tarnish. There's even leather straps for strapping it to your arm, and they're in perfect condition, which you know enough to know this is weird. And the front of it, the shield has been etched with a five-pointed star with a burning eye in its centre. Okay. Properly etched into the metal. All right. Roll me your... Which languages do you speak? I've got the Tathio, I've got the Ancient Egyptian, I've got the Ancient Greek, i got a bit of German. Ooh, roll your German. Right. That's my uh, dump language. <laughs> no, I do not pass my German. Pass it on. Another frog. If you wish it up. Not Terry's. <laughs> yes, Dawn. I remember those adverts. Mm. Um, there is a language on here. You ruled out German. Mm-hmm. Roll Satio. Surely I'll be able to see by the letters. I do pass that at... It's um, not Satio... But it's something similar. Hmm. Almost looks more modern, which is why at first you thought it was German. The alphabet, the runes are more modern. Hmm. Like this was made using a more modern dialect or a modern period of time. Hmm. You can't, it's like around the outside edge of the art, the strange, um, the I symbol in the middle is actually letters forming the I symbol. Okay. Um... But you have yet to try. You show it to the professor. He also doesn't recognise it. It's interesting. Almost. It almost looks ceremonial. So, like, in this sort of runic language, there'd be the language alphabet you use to write words with, then there'd be the more simplistic runic language you use for ceremonial things, like um, weddings and such. Maybe the shield is using some form of ceremonial satio? Here, he hands you one of his books. Use this, it's got the um, symbology in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, see if you can make any headway of translating it. Alright. Hey. Uh, potato Boy. Yeah, wool. You are cleaning the statue. I am. Roll your archaeology. Uh, I think I'm not good. Just innocent man, no? 86 or 70. 
Um, you're just washing off a statue. It's not that complicated. Um, but there's no writing on the statue at all. And you're very puzzled. It's like the item is nearly black, but it has slight crimson streaks scattered throughout it. Mm. It resembles no mineral you recognise. And it's slightly magnetic. Hmm. Like your watch sticks to it at some point. Not very strongly, but you definitely goes clump. You're like, ooh. Um, but yeah, it's this weird, toad-like, bloated creature. You've got no idea what this represents. I, um... When now I've washed it, does the sort of oily sheen come off, or is it part of the material? It seems to be part of the mineral. It's almost like mm. exuding out of the rock, which is wrong. I call uh, Dr. Billingshurst over after a while. Dr. Billinghurst comes over and he's like, e, How's it going? Anything? Any writing on the statue? Doesn't seem to be, but I don't recognise this material it's made from. Hmm. And look, I say, uh, tapping a fork against it. Like, Magnetic. Hmm. Not sure either. Hmm. No, I don't recognise it either. You might have to hand this one over to the geology department to see if they can make any headway on what it's carved out of. Hmm. Sort of magnetic igneous rock. Weird. Fascinating. Oh, hello, Carolyn. Hello. Uh, you've missed an exciting morning. Oh. How did your uh, little research project for Dr. Burlington go? We found. Artifacts! He just Without me? <laughs> I say sarcastically. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Lewis. <laughs> we found various things in the library. Well, I say we. Know. Brian found them. <laughs> and me. Oh, I'm I prefer to. Don't worry, John, you've passed. I did the finding. <laughs> oh, when I hear that, I'm like, oh, great. <laughs> I visibly tune out. <laughs> <laughs> Um, holding him, I'm holding him to that. No, we, we made great success uh, back at Arkham in the library. We found all the research and articles around the... I forget the place name, the Dorlin or something. Dunlow creature, but uh, slightly less luck with the locals. I'm not sure. Hopefully that'll be... I guess Burlington's still interested in more about the, the Dunlow creature, even though... He's kind of well published that actually he doesn't think there's anything to it, so I'm not entirely sure what's behind that. But he's probably covering his bases for, um, you know, what do you call it, publishing something more discrediting it as a thing. Mm. You know, he's learned the local legends. And mm. have you met any locals who believe in it? Mm. Potentially, although we weren't really able to speak with one of them. That'll be it. He'll have got wind of some local who's convinced it's a real thing, and he'll be preparing some big, you know, oh, this idiot, untutored, uneducated woo believes in this creature. Here's all the proof about how this creature doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. It'll be so we can publish some thing. Um, anyway, Carolyn, go take over the archaeological dig. Lewis, compile your notes for Dr. Burlington when he gets back. We have some artifacts to study. May I ask what you found? Oh, yes, found the statue. Ooh. Hold up, statue. And this shield that's in remarkably good condition. Holy cow. And this stone. Tablet, he taps the tablet on his desk. Is there anything I, I don't c- recognise it. <laughs> Is there anything I can get from them? 
only if he gives you a chance to study it, and he's dismissed you to go take over the dig zone. Okay. <clears throat> Unless you want to insist on being allowed to stay and study them. Mm. I mean... Nah, I will do the thing. Uh, I take your notes from you and get to work. Roll archaeology, Carolyn, as you go and supervise the student. Archaeological. 33 years of hard pass. You take over the archaeological dean, and the rest of the afternoon passes mostly uneventfully, but you do unearth a skeleton. Oh. A skeleton? It looks like the skeleton of a child. A small human skeleton. Um, it's not far from where the artefacts of interest are found. Hmm. Oh, yeah. That's, you know, <coughs> reminds me of that piss take of time team there on a few years ago where they, they dig up a skeleton and it's in like a high vis jacket and they're like. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a murder. <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. Uh, yeah, you find. Skellington, which is quite exciting, and some professor, and he's all like, ooh, it comes a nice look. And, how, and he then takes over the directing how to excavate it. Um, that's different to just stone Because there are rules about excavating skeletons. Mm-hmm. Um, Brian. Brian? The professor has bustled off to see Carolyn's discovery. Um, would you like to have a look at the tablet whilst he's bustled off? Yeah. I want to have another look at that. It is covered in Safio writing. Hmm. Roll Safio. No. Why can't you roll any dice? You're going to have to melt those dice down for being bad and get you some new ones. Perhaps you could burn some sage from the dice switch. <laughs> get some lucky hemlock. Um. Lucky heather. Lindy, get me the salt. <laughs> Lucky Hemlock. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> hemlock is very different. <laughs> Lindy, get me the salt and the acorns. Mm. We're going to make an acorn mash. I will mm. continue looking at the book and the... Um... Roll your idea. Which is just intelligence. Um, yes. You have the professor's book. You're like, oh, open. You've got his book on like... The alphabet. This makes it a lot easier to read this language. Well, Sathio again. I know the alphabet. I got a thirty in it. Surely I know the alphabet. Yes, but not not not, not fluently to write and read it at a glance. You still have to sit there and translate each one. Yeah, forty is fluent in a language. Fifty. Fifty. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm not fluent in English. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm fluent in hieroglyphs. But I, I reckon like ten is knowing the alphabet a language is in, probably. Yeah, but translating it into like a language you can read still is difficult. Um, what was I rolling this time? Safio with a bonus, di- two bonus dice. Oh. Um, okay, well, I mean that's a pass. Um, that's not a pass, um, and that's not a pass. So I passed. It takes a little bit of work, mm-hmm. and the professor's book mm-hmm. and his actual notes here, where he started translating it. Mm-hmm. It appears to be talking about how the Hyperboreans mm-hmm. uh, had to evacuate due to encroaching glaciers, moved west to discover this land, and something about discovering some old enemies of theirs who'd moved here, and 
it then seems to then be a historical record. You think you haven't translated everything perfectly about how they went to war against their ancient enemies. Hmm. That's what you think it is, but you'd have to spend more time. And, and then the professor bustles back in. He's like, Brian, um, Cowlin has found a skeleton. So can I leave you in charge of starting the fires up? It's starting to get dark. We need to start to burn that skeleton. Feeding him what? Uh, I want Cowling to finish excavating it. And okay. I need to get back to work. Oh, okay. I suppose I'll do that. Um, you finish excavating the skeleton, mm-hmm. roll your archaeology again to see if you destroy it. Archaeology. I am pass. Things are going good. He is transferred to the lab tent. Uh, Dr. Burlington arrives back with his team. They meet Dr. Nelson at this point. But Dr. Nelson isn't far behind. Um, Dr. Burlington is like, ooh, exciting discoveries. And uh, Dr. Nelson is like, ooh, exciting <laughs> And um, let them, you are all tossed out of the lab tent by the professors who are going to go and examine the discoveries whilst you are setting up dinner. Uh, roll survival, Carolyn. Ah. Uh, uh, really getting into the role playing. Oh, yeah. So, John, you are asked to peel potatoes. <laughs> I've done it. Yay! Have two luck. Yay! Potato. I am not surviving. You're not surviving? No. Yeah, dinner tonight doesn't have Dr. Nelson's extra hand helping uh, it. She's a botanist, so she doesn't know much about these discoveries, but she's totally calling in on them but found them <laughs> our expedition. Mm hmm. Um, but yeah, dinner is nothing good. I mean, it's edible, but it's nothing to write home about. To write home about dinner. Um, I I want to approach Lydia. If she look, is she here? Lydia's here. I approach her. Oh, hello, John. Uh, sorry about the other night. I say forgot. Forgot to say something earlier. Well, it's too late now. Um, <laughs> Lydia smiles at you and she's like, yeah, well, you know, crazy man hunting in the woods. <laughs> I, uh, I just want... the best date you've taken me on? I just wanted to make sure you were fine, I say, and I take her hand. I'm good, I'm good. I got to sleep in a real bed last night. Uh, I'm uh, slightly jealous. Uh, this is doing my back in, I say, uh, uh, touching my back and going... Ooh. <laughs> oh, shame for you. <laughs> <laughs> um... I just go on. You can you can tell me what uh, what Burlington is uh, keeping under his hat. I'm like, I'm like, come on, come on. We're really not allowed to talk about it. I pull out a gun. <laughs> tell me who you die. No, uh, um, he screams. <laughs> I like, uh, I, uh, I'm like, I look at I look at the water button. I'm like, oh. Probably get some more water, I say, and I look at her and I, I, I... Not coming with you anywhere into the dark. It's just it's just up there by the farm. You can see it. No. I'm not going away from camp again. 
I promise that this time you won't be attacked by a uh... crazy man with a dead pig. Yeah. Oh come on, you can tell me. It's I'm ra- I'm I'm wrapped to know. Roll your charm. I'm gonna roll. I'm gonna roll my charm. Charm her. I charm gonna... her with your. App. I turn my charm on to twenty five percent. Uh no no not at all no. Why did you not put more points into charm with all that app? Uh, no my, my charm is seventy five but I rolled ninety four. Oh yeah. <laughs> She's like no 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 I'm not getting in trouble with the professor. <sighs> he, he will expel us all if we reveal what he's discovered before it's. Oh um who's that? A young boy comes stumbling into the light around the fire and like stumbles into you. It's David Cam uh, Donald Campbell sorry. The farmer's youngest boy. Donald? I say, uh, putting my hand on him to steady him. Grabs you and he's like, where's Stephen? Stephen, where's Stephen? Um, I, I blink and look around. Is, is Stephen here in the circle of... Yeah, he's over by the fire. I, I gesture and I, I lead the boy over to him. Stephen? I call out. The boy bursts into tears and leans on Stephen and he's like, you've got to come back to the barn. Quickly, come back to the barn. And he just starts dragging Stephen towards the house. Do you follow? I pick up one of the axes. Oh, you're taking an axe. You're following? <laughs> and I follow. Um, Professor Karras is like, okay, and starts to follow as well. Is anyone else following? I suppose I'd better check this out. Am I done with other stuff? Yeah, you're like, you're about, like, serving food up when this all happens. You're like, what? And now it's just woman's duties for you. (laughs) (laughs) I will come. (laughs) No, I'm I'm concerned about my credit, so I'm going to... You're not going to wander off. No, I'm not wandering off. I'm going to make sure this is done. They can all go. I'm going to make sure this is done as best as I can get it. (laughs) You just hear all this screaming. (laughs) Now now looks like a good time to get Dr. Burlington alone. Because Professor Carrot has gone off to see what's going on. You sidle up to the professor. He's come out of the tent to see what the commotion is about. And he looks like he's about to go back inside. But Sorry, Professor, before you disappear. Ah, Lewis, how did it go? Did you get Mr. Elliot's deposition? Uh, his deposition was in the form of a shotgun. No, then. Yeah, I wasn't really planning on uh, sticking around there for much longer, but he well, it sounds seems like you're pretty pushed. convinced... That this beast exists, despite all, and then I've waved my notes. It, despite all the evidence, he seems to really believe it exists, according to yeah, some so of the other. This is useless, Lewis. About his actual story, written down as notes. Takes your notes, and he's like, "Yes, yes, yes, yes." Roll me your uh, anthropology to see how good these are. Oh, for fuck's sake! <laughs> garbage. You do get a bonus die because you you had. Help. You actually had the library to help. Yeah, that is a pass. You've just you've just drawn a crude stick, man. <laughs> you like uh, glad that bonus die uh, came in because that was a crit fail. <laughs> I, would have, I was out of school at that point. I've already been to the hind farm. I didn't ask you to go there. Well, we went there after I got the shotgun to the face. Uh, I have to admit, you're, um, remember, you're interviewing the locals for their local stories. You have to be congenial, you have to be polite, you have to be welcoming. You have to induce them to want to talk to you, and it sounds like you've completely failed. I mean, I already know all of this. This is my own article, Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> this is everything that was in the library. 
Well, I guess you did that bit right. But the, the key to today's task was Mr. Elliot's story about how he believes in the creature and what happened to his father. And it's not here. Well, you've got until the end of the expedition to get me that story. Or else maybe anthropology just isn't for you. Then he goes back into the lab tent. Why does everybody think I'm so interested in anthropology? Yeah, but you need those credits to get... Yeah, but I'm here for the archaeology dig. <laughs> yeah, That's but... where I'm getting the credits from. Exactly. Right. <laughs> like maybe I'm other... not here for him. I'm here for the other guy. Maybe anthropology isn't the subject for you. And you're yeah. Like, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course, you don't know why Carolyn and Cowis have like dangled you back in front of him. So, yeah, mm. you probably are baffled why they pushed, they pushed you into this. You're like, I don't care about this. Yeah. <laughs> You've lost the news. As long as Dr. Karis thinks I've done a good job and I get the credit marks, and I've already found two things. <laughs> yeah, but he hasn't said you passed. No, 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 but I, I feel like I'm on the right, I'm doing good enough. <laughs> you, know, you know, you're doing ancient history, it's just anthropology is wrapped up in that. Hmm. So you need these credits to pass. And, you, you know, maybe Burlington... Well, you don't care about Burlington. No, not really. It's not... Like, yeah. I literally had a shotgun in my face and he didn't give a hoot. No, he just thinks you did a bad job. Wouldn't have happened to him. No, of course not. If Why he... hasn't he gone there already, then? If he... There's not going to mention that bit, is it? How it is. Meanwhile, in the barn, uh, you arrive at the barn. Um... Morris Campbell is sitting there holding the very dead-looking corpse of his daughter in his arms, crying. Uh, it looks like she has been badly beaten with a heavy object, and her clothing is all unbuttoned and mussed. And uh, draped over a nearby hay bale is a very familiar-looking university football jacket. Heck. Oh, no. Uh-oh. Uh, Stephen runs over yeah, to his father. I forgot. Um, well, we forgot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, didn't warn anyone about this. Um, Morris looks up and sees Dr. Carrot and is like, where is he? Gestures at the coat. Where is he? Where is the scum? I'm going to shoot him myself. Mm-mm. Well, where is he? And Dr. Carrot is like, um, I don't know. We haven't seen Thomas for most of the day. And, um, yeah, it takes Stephen and Donald to calm their father down a bit. But he's like, right, stands up, waving his shotgun around at Dr. Karras and screaming and shouting a bit. And then on doing anything to try and calm this down before uh, he shoots the professor. Uh, no. I don't, I don't want to get shot. <laughs> oh, fuck, if Karras dies, I won't pass. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, shit, that's the worst. <laughs> the worst no. He said I passed, but he didn't write it down anywhere. I, I slip him a paper to grade real quick. He doesn't? Um, I, I say, look, look, like quite loud to distract them. I also am holding an axe. <laughs> I'm like, look. He tells you of a shotgun. Are you threatening me, boy? We will go and find him and we'll bring him back. I'm going to go call the police. You do that. We'll go find him. He backs out. Stephen, Donald, don't let them touch anything. Wouldn't put it past them to cover it up. And Morris runs to the house. 
and uh, you soon see him mounting a horse and riding for town. Could have took one of our cars, I say. Caris is like, mm. I don't think that would have gone down very well. Go and find Thomas. Take Brian. Carolyn, stay here with Stephen and Donald. Make sure no one touches anything. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go tell Burlington and Nelson and make sure no one else leaves camp. Has anyone seen him? We didn't see him all day. I thought he'd snuck off with um, Nelson's group. Hmm. I saw him at breakfast. Well, I guess maybe we should... I look at you uh, because you're you're a nearby postgraduate. <laughs> like, Ryan is there? She's closer. <laughs> like I guess, I guess maybe we should organise a search of the woods. No, says Doctor Caris. Go and see if you can find him. Do not wander out there alone. Go in pairs. Pairs is not enough. Pairs. We'll wait for the police. Then we'll decide what to do. Oh, all right, I say. Um, I gesture impotently with the axe. Okay, I'll put that back. <laughs> I step out of the deck. I pretend I don't hear that bit. I step out of the deck. Okay, uh, you head back to. Um, what are you doing, Brian and John? Simplest name. It's literally the most common name in English. I said Brian and John. It took you a minute to think of it. I said Brian first. Just innocent men. Which is uh, normal, Dr. Eh? is buttling off towards camp. Uh, Carolyn is still here. Mm-hmm. The uh, Campbell brothers seem to be like consoling each other and making sure no one gets near their sister's body. Um, we go back to the thing and we search the tents for uh, bad men. Yes. That works for me. You find all of Thomas's stuff. Mm. Like his bedroll is here, his toiletry bag, his rucksack. There's no sign of him. Do you ask about? Yeah, yeah. We, uh, uh, I imagine some people are curious about what's going on. Yeah. I don't tell them. I say we're just looking for Thomas. We have to find him. I want. To, yeah, I want to find out when he was last seen for sure. Okay, roll me and your charm, fast football persuade as you try to do this quiet like like Professor Carris is having a quiet word with Burlington and well listen. I'm going with the swan. Uh, no. No, as you've gone far enough away from the tent, you don't hear Carris and Nelson and Burlington talking. Well No. Charm fast talk or persuade. I I am so charming. Right now, I'm going to be really charming. I'm charming. I am hard charming. That's That sounds like a Chinese James Bond knockoff. Hard charming. Prince charming, not hard charming. Well, when you first meet him. Um, Talking together with the group, the last time anyone can confirm they saw Thomas... Um... I guess they're not listening. The last time anyone can confirm they saw Thomas. Good. Um, Jeffrey and Vernon, two of the archaeology students, mentioned they saw him at breakfast, and he asked them to cover for him. If anyone asked where he'd gone, 
he'd gone out with Dr. Nelson's group. Hmm. Um, they think he was uh, going to sneak off to see his sweetheart. <sighs> yeah, that seems to have been the problem. Mm. Uh, did Dr. Cam- uh, Mr. Campbell catch him? Uh, no, she's dead. Mm. Gasps. Yeah. Carolyn, you're still in the barn. I am. Would you like to do anything in the barn? I would try and talk to the Campbell siblings if they'll, if they'll hear any of it. They'll talk to you. All right. They don't really know anything. Yeah. Mm. Obviously, um, Donald found her in here and got his dad and then came here. Then came to get... Um, it's more that they might be somewhat surprised and or traumatised by their sister. They are very traumatised. <laughs> what would you like to roll? Um, I... Suppose it's something like charm, but I'm not... Psychology would also do. I can... Psychology? I do actually pass at heart again. Less than six. <laughs> yes, with, with my three. <laughs> are, have you gone into the wrong line of business? It would seem so. <laughs> We're both in the wrong subject. Uh, you manage to get the boys to sit down with you and you talk with them and you get them to come down out of the hayloft like she's in the hayloft up above. Hmm. Right, okay. We can leave it and come down. We'll leave it untouched and make sure none of it goes up there. Just normal yeah. then. It's not good for them to sit around. <laughs> you get them down and you talk to them. And one thing you notice, roll spot, maybe you don't notice, roll spot hidden. Oh, I can pass a spot hidden roll. Yeah, you can pass psychology, but I don't you can't know. your eyes. Nope. <laughs> you do not. Uh, but you did got really good on psychology. Um, Donald mentions that he saw the murder weapon. Oh. It's up there in the loft. He can't believe it. He doesn't know what he's doing up there. Uh, I would have a look and then probably realise I don't actually want to move it, but I will go have a look. Have there a is look. a really large rock up there that's clearly been used to beat Susan to death. Um, but why is there a giant great big rock in the hayloft? I guess it was brought here. Like, this was clearly done in the moment. If she said no, and Thomas was trying to push himself on her, why is there a big rock that was just lying handily? You recognise it as the rock that you. I was up three thinking, but not actually gonna. I don't know where that's gone. Um, oh, it's there, close to you. Um, yeah, it would imply that it was brought here for a purpose, and that doesn't seem like that doesn't make any sense to you. No. But that is the only thing you really notice that out everything else looks right except like you know, you don't normally find big head sized murder rocks in a hayloft. No. Not just lying to hand. You'd expect a farm implement or something. Mm. But it does it does, doesn't seem right to you. But obviously you just staying with the boys for now. Yeah. And not touching anything. Um, back at camp, there is absolutely no sign of Thomas, and you report this to Dr. Carris, and he's very stern, he's like, no one is to leave camp. No one. Got enough firewood, once Carolyn comes back from the barn, everyone will stay here. 
Okay, Professor, I say. Especially you. Do you think... Do you remember you said that I passed? What? Do you think you could write that down somewhere? Now is not the time. Mm. God damn it. John, <laughs> really? I'll fail you for that kind of attitude. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'll write that down. Shit. <laughs> the exact opposite of what happened. I'll wire this one to the <laughs> university at once. Heck. <laughs> uh, sorry, I was talking to... Professor uh, Burlington, what what was all that commotion over there? Oh, uh, it, it seems that Thomas may have behaved inappropriately with uh, the farmer's daughter. All right, she is dead. Mm. <laughs> Which is excuse me. That's, that's the most inappropriate <laughs> you can be with someone. <laughs> phrasing? We're not doing phrasing. Not <laughs> <laughs> the carrots is like. John? Yes, Professor. Go to your tent. <laughs> yes, Professor. <laughs> I leave. <laughs> I was trying to be subtle about it, but... <laughs> well, I was. I just didn't do it very well. Well, Charm has failed you. Is he telling the truth? Yes. Try to keep it to yourself, Lewis. I'm trying not to like... Who else has he told? I bet he's told everyone, hasn't he? <sighs> Maybe I will fail him, and then I'll never have to deal with him again. If you fail me, I'll just retake the subject. <laughs> Not if I get you expelled. Shh, shh, shh. Daddy will push it through. <laughs> the father will buy the university. <laughs> and he'll have you crushed. <laughs> um, meanwhile, back at the barn, um, Morris Campbell and Constable Clancy come riding back about an hour later. Uh, they're both on horses, and they're followed behind by a couple of locals from Dunwell in a truck. Um, they respectfully remove... Well, the constable has a look round, and then they respectfully remove Susan's body. It's going to be sent up to Arkham for the Essex County Commoner to have a proper look at. But after examining the scene and talking to Donald, um, he also chats to you, because you've got a look here as well. Mm-hmm. Um, the constable seems quite convinced that um, Thomas clearly tried to push his advantages further than Susan would like and Thomas hit her um, he nods to you and I suspect it happened in the moment and the boys run away into the woods but obviously uh, Campbell's not going to want to hear that right now suspect it Anyway, I suggest you return to your campsite, uh, Miss Ballon Square. And uh, if we need any further information from you, we will speak to you there. I need to go and have a warrant raised for Mr. McCoy's arrest. There's one thing. Yes? I don't know if it's out of turn. I mean, the, the Donald was talking about the rock that, that they found. And it seems like something that might get brought here in advance. I don't know if that necessarily looks good for Thomas. It doesn't, no. But it could have been that the rock is just, you know, was caught up in the hay. Mm. You know, hay balers pick up things and they get buried in the middle of the hay bales. Mm. I suspect that's more what it is, but thank you for bringing it to my attention. I didn't notice that, but... But for now, um, I suggest we leave the Campbell family with, to return to their home, and you go back to town. Okay. Mm. 
you head back to camp and you all settle into bed eventually the camp winds down there's like dinner is finished up and then pretty much the professor sends you all to bed I lurk in my tent Lurking your tent. Eventually, Lewis and Brian come into the tent. They've been everyone's been sent to bed. Sorry, not I Lewis. don't Lewis live in that tent. Oh, it's just Lewis. Stephen mm. and Thomas are both missing. Stephen is staying with his dad, and Thomas is missing presumed murder. Where? Quick, make out. You're all alone together. So, I want to experiment with our bodies in a way which isn't socially acceptable right now. Our bodies or other bodies? <laughs> um, how's it going out there I say uh, with the air of someone who's been listening at a tent flap for at least an hour and a half <laughs> well coming back to all that was a bit of a shocker but uh, oh God. I thought I was doing real good stuff today because I thought I was going to get in uh, Dr. Burlington's good remembering books. his name is a great star <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Burlington's good books I do all this work for him nearly gets shot at and uh, don't even get a thank you for it what's, what's campus opinion of Burlington? Uh, bit of a snob oh, he's, he's an asshole. don't worry about him doesn't have good books well, only bad and okay books well, I wanted to try and get in his good books a little bit because even though he's not my Professor for my course, you know, he kind of talks to the ancient history department a bit, but ultimately, yeah, I don't really care. It's only Dr. Carris that matters to me. So, I shake my head and I'm like, oh, I wish you'd write down that I passed somewhere, just just in case. Now, um, okay, look. Thomas is our responsibility, right? I say, gesturing to his bunk. Uh, in <laughs> like this, this is not a logical argument. <laughs> he was with us, and we should have been keeping a closer eye on him. Internally, I'm thinking, yeah, I forgot to mention anything when I got back to look out. For <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah well, I mean, I mean, this is actually your fault. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe if you'd mentioned it, you could have found Thomas before the murder happened, and yeah. Susan would be alive. Yeah. um so I think we should wait till it quietens down and go look for him what just the pair of us what could possibly go wrong do you want me to write out a list <laughs> what time is look. this happening they're in their tent alright look as someone after oh, everyone's been sent back to bed as someone who recently got bled on by a dead pig and almost trod in a bear trap I've got some of that list checked off already <laughs> You arrive back at camp at this point. Mm. Uh, it seems quite quiet. Everyone's in their tent. The light is on in the lab tent. Mm. What, are you going back to your tent? I was going to drop by uh, Thomas's tent. I don't know if... So you drop by Thomas's tent. Someone knocks... Well, pause. Someone strokes our flap. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how you knock on a tent. Uh, <laughs> enter, I say. I look through. Hello? Oh, hello, I say, uh, you know, uh, covering some of my rippling naked torso <laughs> with, uh, you know, I, I, I put on, I pull on a robe over my shoulders that somehow makes it even, even more, like, obvious Roll how, how ripped I am. Hi, Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> Roll your appearance. Uh, I am, I am pretty, but not, like, you know, astonishingly so. 
it it cuts nearly cuts through your purpose. And he's like, <laughs> oh, excuse me. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Uh, and he's like, and then he I'll takes just, a moment like, we just pull the robe on. <laughs> we're elaborately tying the belt. Oh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, has anybody been in to, to look at Thomas's things? Uh, no, we had a look ourselves, I say, gesturing to the med pile. You're welcome to, of course. Yeah, is there anything, I don't know, that, that suggests... Actually, I don't know. Are you aware of what's going on? I guess you were hit there. When we I were was. There. I don't know. I've spoken to Crabastian. Uh, <laughs> so they're sort of saying it was something in the heat of the moment, but it also seems like it might have been planned. And I just wondered if there was anything here that might point one way or another. It just seems I, so strange. I pull open Thomas's uh, rucksack and peer within. Roll um, me your investigation. It's not, a skill, it's not a skill in this system. Uh, the other one. Spot hidden? Yeah, that. Sorry, I'm sorting out the Oh, I pass! I don't. Uh, that's a nine, I don't pass at all. Not a crit fail. <laughs> I was saying like a nine is pretty good, but it's no. not a crit. It's not a critical fail, but I know that. A nine, I, I thought that was ten, but it's ninety. <laughs> yeah, that's less good. No, I, I pass. Um. You look through Thomas's stuff together, as three of you, that's witnesses. Um, you find several uh, love letters from Susan to Thomas. Okay. They all seem quite romantic, quite lovely. Spent slightly too long reading them. <laughs> They've clearly known each other for a while and have been sending letters back and forth. Nothing in here suggests that Thomas will suddenly go crazy and murder her. Or seems out of place, or premeditated. There's no evidence here, and based on the letters, I don't think he would have done it. No, I, I don't get it. So, well, she, what, what exactly was it? She, she's found dead in the barn, and his jacket was there. His jacket was there. It looked like there was an item, like a big heavy rock, that you wouldn't tend to find in there. It's not. She was in a state of some undress. I say. Delicately. Hmm. But if we assume it's not Thomas, then maybe, okay, maybe they were being a little bit naughty together, and then they were found upon by someone, and that someone did it? Could be that Lansdowne chap. Lansdowne? Lansdale. Lansdale? The lunatic who's wandering around these woods at night. The hunter... The one trapping bears and stuff. Yeah. Trapping what? bears, trapping kids, more like. <laughs> Why would he suddenly come on to... right into the barn? I don't know, but I don't trust that guy. I don't like it, but I've got nothing else to go on. I mean... I mean, if anything, we could give the constabulary these letters. I mean, it paints Thomas in a better light. Why would he premeditate or blurt out against someone he clearly loved? Oh, the police are just going to take that as um, her leading him on and then him... Look, we have to find Thomas. Like, we should go and look now while the... Those pigeons are fucking again. (laughs) Stop watching them! They're really obvious! They make all the leaves move! Um, Where was I? We should go and find Thomas. Like, 
I think if we if he can't have gotten far, I mean, if he's gone too far in the woods, he might have hit one of those bear traps. Mm. Mm. I don't know. Yeah. No. I don't Brian, know. Brian, what are you doing? <laughs> Brian's gone to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Looking at the ceiling in my tent. Don't worry, I'm, I'm thinking of hooking you in, don't worry. <laughs> Um, Are you going to head out and hunt for Thomas? Secret yeah. <sighs> Not of my own accord. No, I mean, yeah. No, I think I, th- I think we will. But in keeping with the rules, no one goes anywhere unless they're in groups of four. Should um, we go grab Brian? <laughs> yes, that seems like that seems like a very useful way of accumulating all of the player characters together. Excellent. Are we low on firewood? Can we just have yeah. an excuse? <laughs> um, but I saw that there was like someone in the lab tent, so I'm probably going to head that way first, in order that like a group moving through camp isn't going to be quite so obvious to whoever's in the lab tent. Um, if there's anywhere you want to meet, I can meet there. All right. I tell you what. I tell you what. We'll leave one by one and head out. We'll, we'll head to the. Um, uh, file? Yeah. What, what's the what's the method of seeing at night in the nineteen twenties? Um, spot hidden. <laughs> uh, no. I mean, like you know, tr- man- mankind has been able to make fire for perhaps a billion years. <laughs> Ten thousand years. <laughs> He takes some matches and just lights a Do we have lanterns? Yeah, that's the question I'm asking. Yes, we and got... there are also some electric battery-powered flashlights. Oh, dang. Modern technology. Useful. Might not even be that modern. But... <laughs> I think we made too many potatoes. Oh. Well, yeah, I mean, like, I thought you'd tell me to stop at some point, but you didn't, <laughs> so I peeled them off. I was running the game, so I wasn't paying attention. Yeah, well, the thing is, I secretly did too many because I like potatoes. Fair. So, so there would be there would be more potatoes. There are now like five kilograms of roast potatoes, everyone. No, there are two point five kilos of roast potatoes. You don't get to eat more potatoes than everyone else because you peeled them. Uh, no, but then everyone can have more roast potatoes. Good And I'll eat all the extra potatoes that nobody else eats. <laughs> Speaking of potatoes. Um, <laughs> right, so Carolyn, you head to the lab tent yeah. first. You stick your head inside. Doctor Carrot is sat at a desk. Stick your head inside, Doctor Carrot. <laughs> Reading. Oh, well, he's studying the stone tablet which is set up. He's writing his notes. Oh, Carolyn, did the police come? They did. Very well. Um, go and get some sleep. All right. Bad business. Very bad business. Um, I can't sleep, so I'm going to carry on translating this. Yeah, I saw the lights on, I wasn't sure, but... Yeah, if you were... It's just me. I'm going to do some more research on this tablet. At least we found something useful on this trip. Anyway, um, yes. Go get some sleep. Alright, any more sign of Thomas? No, well... I'm not sending a third party out at this time of night. Um... I'll speak to the constable tomorrow. He'll probably come back in the morning, see what he wants to do. But well, I'm not about to send students traipsing through the woods looking for him. It's not our job, and it's not safe. All right. Well, don't stay awake too long. Uh-uh. Go sleep. All right. See you tomorrow. 
Okay. Uh, are you all sloping? Are you going to go get Brian? Are you heading for Brian's tent? Yeah. Uh, uh, so we're all going to meet in the. Uh, we're going to leave one by one and quietly head to the wood pile, uh, gathering a flashlight of some sort on the way. And I, I'm going to go. I'm going to go and alert Brian to our plan. And if he doesn't agree to come with us, snap his neck. <laughs> leave no evidence. Bring your axe. That might get you arrested for Thomas, Susan, and Brian's murders. Not if I kill all the police, too. (laughs) There is only one local comfortable. Yes. Um, All I've got to do is kill the policeman and everyone at the dig site, and then I pass. (laughs) You don't pass if Dr. Karras doesn't get back to the university. Uh, Well, how much of him has to get back? How about this? We stay here and protect a Dr. Pat. (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah. We we change our mind. We form a defensive ring around Dr. Karras. What's this for? I have to pass. (laughs) I'm not resetting this year. Um... I, sli- I slide out first to go and approach Brian. Okay, are you going to go find uh, a light source? Uh, yeah, because it sounds like we're going to get some these newfangled torches. I'm also going to bring a lantern as well. You get a lantern. There are only four electric torches. So expensive. Uh, roll your luck. I am lucky. Yeah, you go into the supply tent and have a rootle around. You get a lantern. You get two lanterns. You get one electric torch. Uh, two of them are not here. Okay. And you, you don't want to take all of them. No. But the professor's probably got them in their tents. Mm. Yeah, don't want to go there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you get uh, two lanterns and an electric torch. Oh, I had a weird moment then. I was like, I was like how are they charging them? And I was like, batteries. Mm. There you go. Oh, while I'm there, can I just, like, if there's any other, like, axes, like, mini hatchets and stuff? Yeah, you've got all those axes and saws for chopping down trees. You get yourself an axe. A good wood, sharp wood axe. Mm -hmm. I've got the axe that I brought back into my tent with me because uh, I was waving an axe around when you told me to go back to my tent. I just simply didn't return it to the supplies. I just have an axe. Yeah, that's yours now. Yeah, I wrote my name on it. Roll me your stealth. It's called John's Chopper. Bastard. Dumpstead! Sleep cell <laughs> with, with cat like tread. Lucky sevens. Oh, oh, seven. Lucky. seven. <laughs> 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 not, not so is, your, is your scale higher than 77? Of course not. <laughs> As you are gathering things, the tent flap opens and Dr. Burlington steps in. Oh, like, not in. Lewis, what are you doing? I'm just returning this lantern. And this axe that... Uh, you should go around. to bed and not be wandering around the camp like this. I'm going there right now, sir. Very well. He wanders over to a box and opens it and takes out some spare batteries. Go get some sleep. He, like, pulls the flashlight out of his belt and, like, replaces the batteries in it. Go on. Bed. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so... Snap his neck. <laughs> <laughs> Are you trying to get out with a lantern and torch without him noticing? Yeah. Sleight of hand. Oh, freaking <laughs> hell. I'll allow you to roll dexterity. Yeah, I'm going to need that one. Even then. Five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that, is, that is even the sleight of hand. <laughs> you, you, you make it, you slide the torch, like, into your belt, under your shirt, and, like, you make a big deal of clonking, putting the axe back. Look at me, putting yeah. an axe away. And he's like, it's very conscientious of you, and he kind of shoes you out ahead of him. Go on, go back to your tent. And he's like, oh, 
ambles off into, towards his tent. Flap his neck now while you've got a chance. Yeah. I, I, I start walking towards my tent, and then when I know he's gone, I go to the rendezvous. Okay, you head toward the log pile. Uh, Carolyn, you're heading towards the log pile. Yeah. In the dark. Oh, I need to possibly pick up a lantern from my tent. Do you have a lantern in your tent? I don't know. Is it the sort of thing I might do in I, a tent on my own? I would I would imagine a lady would. They would probably do that for her. I would think you have to roll luck. Mmm. Can't be me if you don't have a lantern. Eight. <laughs> that is pass. You have a lantern. A lantern and 13 spare batteries. <laughs> and a flare gun. And a, uh, and a Tommy gun. Ah, uh, my Tommy gun. gun. Silver plated Tommy gun. <laughs> <laughs> you have a lantern. Uh, the boys don't get lamps, but the ladies might need them. <laughs> I get scared, you see. Um, you slope off as well. Uh, John, you arrive at Brian's tent. Brian, you are sprawled in bed. I sink my head in your flap. Brian, Brian, Brian. We need your help. What? We're uh, we're going to look for Thomas. You have to come with us. Why? Uh, look, we don't necessarily think that he done it, but the only way we're going to find that is by speaking to him. We've got to track him down before the police do, because they're not going to listen to his story. Fine. I think it was the father. Uh, why? <laughs> think about it. He discovers the two of them together, gets angry. Um, how does she die? Bludgeoned to death with a large stone. Mm. Goes to strike uh, the lad, misses, strikes the daughter accidentally. He flees. He needs to make it look like he did it now. I look slightly confused, but I go, yeah, we need to find Thomas. <laughs> I don't think I've followed all the details of your story, but I, I'm just like, mm, yeah, come on, let's go. Roll your spot hidden, both of you, as you are emerging from the tent. Mm-hmm. Uh, no. This is your moment. Don't use those dice. No. Can I take those dice off here and roll roll a different set of dice? Those dice are clearly broken. Roll our owner's dice. What did you roll? Roll my dice. No, I I did the roll. It didn't pass. Okay, a flashlight beam plays over you both. What are you two doing up? Everyone should be in their tents. Brian, John. I'm passing water, sir. In Brian's tent? (laughs) I I couldn't see. I've got a medical condition. (laughs) No, you don't. (laughs) Look, I don't care if you two are up to illicit assignations. Tonight is not the night. Back to your tent, John. Illicit what? Illicit assignations. Mm. He's accusing you of uh, smooching. I think he would care. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, if you don't care then, sir, I say putting my leg over Brian. <laughs> uh, yes, I-, I lean into Brian and, I- and I'm like, me nothing. Fine. Just, just returning to my tent, sir. Just on my way there now. Just going right now. He starts following you. <laughs> Look, I'm in the tent, I say. Stay standing just inside the tent with my head out the flap. In. <laughs> he lifts the tent. He's like, 
Where's Lewis? I'm not his keeper. Just told that boy to go back to bed. Bed! He ducks out and you can hear him stomping around. You can see his light from the torch swaying back and forth. Lewis, roll me your spot hidden. Twelve. Uh, it's a hard pass. You're on your way and you've just heard all of this. <laughs> and now you've heard Dr. Burlington get, where's Lewis? Do you want to like appear as if you're returning to the tent? Yep. I'm, I'm going back to my tent, just as I was told to. There you are. What took you so long? I needed to piss. In. In I go. <sighs> Students. We hear him wander off. He's clearly doing like one last check around that no one else is... Lo- He's clearly trying to head off exactly what you're planning. <laughs> he does one more like sweep of the tent camp and then he returns to his tent. You all three of you are kind of like watching you through the cracks in your flaps. Uh, you've escaped. Oh, okay. Effortlessly. Send <laughs> <laughs> your flaps. You make your way alone in the dark. Oh, good. With a lantern <laughs> to the log pile. Mm. It's a good 30 metres deep into the woods. Oh, nice. Um, in the dark, though, so you need to roll me a spot hidden. Uh-huh. Even with a lantern to make sure you stay on the path. Mm-hmm. God, she's going to go through the field. I do not pass. Um, yeah, you've walked into the woods, and this isn't a log pile, this is just more wood. You've got your lantern up, and you're like, oh. yeah, you should be there by now. You clearly. Nice. You remember, it kind of twists a bit, so maybe you went straight when you should have twisted, and yeah, you're just in some trees with a lantern in the dark. Good. It's really dark. Like, it's proper tall fir trees in full summer blooms, so you can't even see the stars. You're lost in the woods. This has not been a success. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. I suppose before I dig my hole even deeper, I should just attempt to backtrack. You attempt to backtrack. Roll your luck at hard. Oh. I pass. Yeah. <laughs> You've managed to backtrack to the edge of the woods. You emerge from a different part of the woods than you entered into. They're like, oh, I was going in the complete wrong direction. The camp is like, over there. And you're like, yeah. Yeah. That was not the direction the camp was in. Um, Meanwhile, you three are sneaking out. Mm -hmm. Sneak, sneak, sneak. Roll stealth. Yes. (laughs) Okay. We're never going to get out of here. (laughs) I get out of here. (laughs) Hard pass. Uh, I got a four. I'm like I'm like a silent greased whippet. Yeah, Brian, not Brian. Brian, yeah, Brian. <laughs> Brian, not Brian. Brian, Brian not Brian. Um, physicists have been trying to solve the Brian, not Brian problem for some time. <laughs> or are you just going to brazen this out and stroll out of tent with no attempt at self? Brian, are you brazen? Let me have a look at myself. I imagine it's going to be the default, Brian. It's the default. Yep. I'm going to go for it. Um, yeah, we did. <laughs> God, we did, and it worked out brilliantly for us. <laughs> yes, quite. Um, <laughs> you right. Let's, uh, oh, that's two D100s. Um, and that's either this? 12 or 21. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say it's in the order. 
So it's 12. Yay! <laughs> Oh, <laughs> Either way, it's like Let it's one us. luck at worst. <laughs> no, you're fine. Um, Dr. Burlington has clearly gone to bed, and all three of you slip out of the tent and you head toward the lantern on the edge of the forest. Oh. You find Carolyn, Carolyn, three, two figures loom up out of the darkness. Stand at your tent. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> she's waiting for us. I am no, She's very lost. Oh. Uh, you are mildly stuck. You two are like ghosts, and then Brian is a ghost. You'll loom out of the darkness at her. She's maybe waiting for you at the log pile, but she's like standing at the edge of the woods, like nowhere near the path <laughs> that leads to the log pile, kind of honed in on her lantern light. And you like loom out of the darkness. Yeah. Hi. Um, I got a bit oh. lost. I pull my hood down and like the sacrifice is ready. <laughs> you have you. An axe. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> Speaking of axes, here you go. You don't have an axe. Oh, I thought I'd manage to sleight of hand and. No, you put the axe back. You got the torches. Oh. Okay. But you had to put the axe back, and that you had to make a big show about putting the axe back. All right. Well, here's a lantern. Here's a torch. All right. We so... all have a source of light. That's the important thing. So we should all stick together. And uh, and you up front because you've got the axe. Right. If you could angle the torch so I can see it, so I don't walk into a bear trap, that would be ideal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, now, pause. How do we look for pause. it? Terry's. Terry's. Pass on to Peter. Pass it to Peter. <laughs> now I only have to be sighted of orange left. Now I only have two slices of orange left. I'll stop giving them out then. <laughs> These two are mine. Alright, Terry. Okay, what are you doing? You're alone. It's quite warm. Pine conifer trees like block the stars. You've got two lanterns and two electric torches. And an axe. Well, so I, should, I think we should head east up towards the farmhouse following the tree line because... If he had out, headed out from behind the barn into the forest, that's the way he would have gone. We might find some clue there. Mm. Yes, let's do that. Some clue. I don't have any other ideas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a good place to start. You follow the tree line, <coughs> moving away from the archaeological dig site. And therefore further away from the camp. The camp is here. Yeah. You're winding your way along the tree line. Okay, yep. Yeah. Um... Everyone roll. Could you, could you pass me that map so I can see it closer? No. <laughs> could you move your fingers slightly when you turn that you map around? You could take a picture of it and then blur out the bit <laughs> yeah. and then put it in the telegram. <laughs> no. Just don't show us the bit that says Thomas's hiding spot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like Wendigo murder zone or whatever. <laughs> or perhaps... The Cabra hole. How's the table moving? I don't know why the table is moving. Oh, it's because it's both of you are pushing the table at either end. That's why the table's moving. I, I think it's called the idiomotor effect. I pushed the table back into position. Mm, and he pushed it out of position. <laughs> QED, let's move on. <laughs> okay, um, everyone roll what hidden at extreme. Oh, fuck that. <laughs> what? I'm going to see shit out here. 98. Not, 67. Not even good. 58. No. I see nothing. I see nothing. Did you get 98? I did. Uh, wow. 
You, you are following the edge of the woods, chasing along, scanning. You're looking at the ground, and um, suddenly there's a oh, behind you and a crackling of um, bushes as you um, step, and it's the riverbank. Oh dear! Uh-oh. And then there is a swoosh. Oh shit! <laughs> oh shit. no! And your lantern goes out as you land in the Winnicuatta River. Oh, you, you like you know. Because it it, it, it it bends around by the tree line, you see. Ah, okay. Yeah, and you like walking in the trees in the dark, and yet you just stepped, and suddenly there was a slope. Carolyn! I shriek. <laughs> I, have, have you just fallen in the river, or been swept away in the river? She's fallen it's... in the river. She needs to roll constitution first. Constitution is fine. Then you need to roll swim. Swim oh. is a skill that exists theoretically, and I'm not passing that. Yeah, you're kind of like floundering in the river. All right. Hold my lantern. I'm going to climb down the riverbank. Oh, climb! <laughs> I hold on to, like, your arm. I will spend eight luck to pass. You climb safely down the riverbank, and uh, it's quite deep because it kind of like, drops off into the river. Um... What did you get on your swim? Was it a critical failure? No. Hey, roll me your size. <laughs> extreme. Large. Yeah. <laughs> not, not quite extreme. Almost extreme. You I climb down the bank, you grab a professor. tree and then you lean in and grab the not to. Grab Carolyn and sort of like use your extreme hugeness snatch <laughs> to haul her back out. And like almost <laughs> toss her at uh, John. I, I catch you what? on top of the arc. Oh, good. Wrong dexterity. Yeah, extreme. Yes, you have caught a wet woman. Hi. Hello. I say, I set you down on your feet. I'm like you found the river. I did. I didn't want to. Are you oh, okay? I say, I hand you my jacket. I. My dry, dry jacket. Uh, you are very wet. <laughs> I enjoy the dry, dry jacket. I, other than like, ugh, I'm feeling okay. I think. Yes. Um, maybe. Can I use first aid knowledge to advise how, like, take off any wet clothing that doesn't reveal yourself and wring it, and then yeah, wear dry clothing. Yes, you know this basic yep. knowledge. Um, you all kind of stand around with your jackets up, staring at the sky whilst. Uh, yeah, the professors turn up what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> I don't even want to know what's going on. Here, go back to your tent. You're far enough away from camp that no one has heard. Mm. I am surrounded in warmer jackets. You've taken off your wet things, you've wrung out, mm-hmm. so they're no longer wringing wet, and then you've shrunk back into the wet, and then coats. But you probably should go back to your tent. I am not, yes. <laughs> I look at you sheepishly. Are you three going back? I think I think one of us one of us should take, should escort the lady back. Um hang on. Draw straws if you want. <laughs> oh, right right I'm not right back to scissors. Oh, Brian, you got to take part two. Hang on, we can't do it three ways. <laughs> yeah, 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 we've got, we've got to resolve it, you know. Yeah. All right, hang on. On three. On three, yeah. One, two, three. Ah. All right. So, no, it's you two now. He doesn't have to go back. 
Oh, okay. I guess so. You, Unless you're doing it the other way. I was doing it the other way, but you go. Okay, that's no, fine. No, no, that's fine. No, we don't. You don't. <laughs> you're the players. He always does rock. So I'm escorting? Yes. Okay. okay Lewis escorts her back. Um, that leaves you with only one electric torch and one lantern. And an axe. And, and an, an axe. Because her lantern went in the river. You head back to camp. Um, you arrive at camp. You return to your tent after getting a new lantern from the supply tent. Yep. And get dry and changed. Uh, and you go back to your tent. Yeah. Thank you, Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> I hold Brian's hand. <laughs> Finally, we can be alone. <laughs> uh, we'll the party down from four to two. Brian. <laughs> Right, we're going to die. <laughs> oh dear, I lost rock, paper, scissors. Right, <laughs> oh, right, we're going to die in the woods. <laughs> well, let's make it up. <laughs> the professor said he didn't mind, weirdly. <laughs> Astonishingly open-minded for a 1920s professor. Yeah, he is. I think his mind is on other things at the moment. All their murders, what we've done. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, those murders that you've done. Um, okay, you two are alone in the woods. Um, there's been so far no sign of any tracks. Uh, we keep on with our thing. Yeah, the tangled underbrush is coming all the way down to the riverbank now, making it really difficult to keep pushing forwards, mm. to keep going east and follow the riverbank and the tree line. It's practically impossible to push through the underbrush unless you're going to start slicing it back with your axe. I uh, I look at Brian and I'm like, this is ridiculous. We're not making any progress. Yes, I agree. Maybe we should just go back. Is there another way we can go? We're just normal men. Innocent men. Christ almighty. I'm like, well, can we see the barn from here? Um... No, you're quite a ways away. Mm. Like, well, if he'd come this way, he'd surely have left some sign. Like, the farm is here, so you're at this bend now where, yeah. you know, it's difficult to keep going. Mm. Um, so, yeah, if he'd, if, he'd cut, if he'd entered the woods anywhere between the barn and here, he must have gone in this patch here. So go further east through the dense, un- you know, blocked undergrowth. You probably didn't go that way. Mm. Yeah. So maybe you've just missed it in the dark. I like, we'll take one more sweep back, and if we can't find anything, we return. Does that sound good? That sounds fine, because I think we're going to die in the woods, bro. Whoever's con gas. We rotate, and we go back, we head back towards camp, but look, we're l- looking to make sure we didn't miss a clue. Even though between us, as Pothin skill does not go above 50. It starts raining. <laughs> it's summer! <laughs> it still rains. Yeah. It doesn't rain in summer, that's the law. Drizzle, fine drizzle that's slowly getting heavier, Ugh. pouring out of the sky. And roll spot hidden at extreme, both of you. Alright, hang on, I need to roll a, uh, a 10 or less. You can do it. Roll much less than that. 70. <laughs> I do not see. You're wet, 
you're scanning the torch back and forth across. You turn the lantern off as a backup, and you're just using the electric torch to give you better light. And then suddenly, bang! Bang! There's a gunshot out in the woods. There is another gunshot. And then there is a blood curdling scream. Oh. A human scream that seems to go on and on and then abruptly cuts off, followed by an unearthly howl. A long, loud, low howl that echoes off the trees. Brian, hold me. <laughs> <laughs> Sanity checks, both of you. <laughs> It's all right. We're back. Safe you two enough. have fallen asleep by this point. Oh, I've got the tent to my. Si- oh, just normal, man. I don't know what my sanity is. It's that big box that says sanity. Yes, but it's not marked with it's a got number. number. Right there, it is. That number. There it is. There's the fella. Just innocent man. Who passed? Uh, no. I failed by seven. Oh, that's not a bad fail. Spend luck on a sanity roll. You lose two sanity. It definitely scares you a little bit. Um, and then the animalistic howl trails off. And then there's just silence and the rain and the torchlight flickers. Do we know which direction it came from? In the woods. North is shit ass. Definitely came from in the woods. Um. Brian, I say. Okay, let's head back. <laughs> but that... There was a person. And... And an animal? Maybe a bear? Yeah, well, I mean... If you want to come across a bear in the woods, then... With my, a flashlight to defend yourself, then... I hold up the axe. With an axe to defend yourself, then... Uh... The other guy had a gun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, maybe this is crazy. Let's head back. Yeah. You head back to camp. You sleep, eventually. Yeah. Thomas is rolled up in, like, all of... Uh, Lewis... Lewis is rolled up in, like, all the sleeping bags when you get back to your tent. John? It barely covers me. <laughs> <laughs> he's in yours Thomas's Stephen's his uh, what the hell the what the hell uh, I just sleep on top of him <laughs> <laughs> like a cat <laughs> Thomas doesn't know but Lewis doesn't no, know God. Thomas doesn't know it's no Thomas doesn't know it's because he's dead in the Thomas woods. is dead yeah you all sleep all of you do have to roll uh, no you two have to roll constitution at hard Brian and the red-haired menace. John. Yeah, that. John. Simplest English Just name. Just think of the normalest, innocentest name. No, I don't pass my <laughs> Peter, get rid of those dice. Pass it at what, sorry? Hard. Uh, yeah, I'm almost extreme. I'm almost extremely constituted. Uh, I guess the terror of the evening has... Constituted you. Peter, swap dice. No, there's nothing wrong with the dice. I think there is something wrong with your dice. They're just badly made. It's not like something mystical. They're just badly weighted dice. There's nothing wrong with the dice. I want to borrow Flinty's little um, snipper thing to snip these two apart because the fact that they're stuck together is driving me absolutely bananas. <laughs> it's, I'm genuinely going mad. If you want to try and untangle them, have another tool. I don't think they can be untangled. I've been trying that for some time. They are like 
<laughs> They're just stuck. They've become fused. We need a pair of scissors. Uh, that could try and get in the, a bit, but if you want to cut them, I'll give you the snips. <laughs> oh, that's so much better. <laughs> I genuinely don't know how much that's been bothering me. Uh, but, but I'm certainly neurotypical. Let's carry on. <laughs> the next morning it's quiet and rainy. Um, okay, that means we're not digging. Dr. Callis, um, you, you know, fire is made, breakfast is happening under the big pavilion order. It's quite heavy, constant. It's not heavy, but it's constant, right? Dr. Callis is like, right, after yesterday's shock, everyone, um, I think we should just take it slow, take some time for yourselves. Um, I'm going to be in the research lab working. Um, so please just stay in camp. Dr. Burlington is heading off to, um, has already headed into town. He's going to go speak to the constable, offer our services for searching for Thomas, but I suspect the constable will say no, and they will ship out some actual officers from Arkham. So we will stay here until we hear from Dr. Burlington. Yes, John. Did you hear the noise last night, Professor? just the rain there were two shots in the woods well that bear hunter is out there and a scream a human scream well if you're shooting a bear you'd be surprised at what distance and time when you hear weird noises at night sound like a human you probably heard the bear he shot screaming I had the same thing it's probably the bear like he's a professional bear hunter Screaming animals can sound like humans, especially over distance. Well, that's me reassured. <laughs> He's really reassuring. You've got 21. So it's probably just that bear hunter, so don't worry. Stay here at camp. Um, don't worry about the archaeological dig, and I'll be in the lab, and Dr. Nelson is around if you need him. What's going on with the. Uh... The Campbells. They're up at the house. Um, let's leave them alone. Um, I think Mr. Campbell blames all of us for bringing Thomas here, after all. So we'll just stay out of their way for now. And once Dr. Burlington gets back with news from the constable, we'll know if we're needed. Well, okay. What are people doing with their morning? Dr. Karras goes and not locks himself in, but goes and lets them. You know, he's in the he's in the lab tent. I sidle up to these four. I, I, I make sure she's all right first because of how you know the soaking and all that. You passed your constitution check, didn't you? She doesn't have the pneumonias. Oh, very good. Um, Did you drink any of the water? Look, I'm telling you. Oh, wait, yeah, yes, 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 she has. She claimed it for four days. Boiled <laughs> river water. You have to. Did you drink any of the water last night that wasn't boiled and full of Naglidia? <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> I hope not, too. Anyway, you, you, you gather these four around, like, the fire. The rest of the students are sort of, like, quite quiet and loitering around, chatting. No one's really doing much. Um, I try to... Uh, get a, a private moment with Carolyn. You get a private moment with Carolyn. At the same time, 
Well, John's also trying to get a private moment with us. Oh, luck. Oh, good. I think we can all be private together. Father I am not lucky smooch, for the first smooch, time. Smooch, smooch. And yeah. he was like, I'm, I'm angry and don't strike you. I get a 99. He was like, oh, you just no. might not be and he's like, oh, oh I've accidentally killed my daughter. Uh, he's like, ah, run away. Am I interrupting something? <laughs> <laughs> he was just explaining to me. <laughs> right, I'm going to call last night a qualified success. What's the qualification? Um, we were largely unsuccessful. Okay. We... Did you hear the noise as you came back to camp? I don't know. I did. We definitely yeah. heard something in the woods. Uh, mm. There were two shots, a human scream, and then... Oh, I didn't tell this to uh, Burlington because, uh, I frankly, I think I'm starting to annoy him. Um, but uh, um, there was some kind of creature, right? like maybe a bear? Something horrible sounding anyway. What did it sound like to you, Brian? Um, I'm not sure. I don't know animals very well. Let me roll my natural world. Uh, yeah, I pass. <laughs> what did it sound like to me? Like no animal you've ever heard. Like no animal I've ever heard. Yeah, same. It sounded like no animal I've ever heard, I say, not having rolled natural world. <laughs> Could have been like a rooster. <laughs> Could have been that animal that we heard in the mountains. I'm going to have terrified. I guess if there are strange animals, it's going to give credence to that whole creature thing that the locals or some of them are talking about. But... Okay, but there's definitely no creature, right? I say, <laughs> Well, of course not. Someone would know by now, right? Someone would have seen it. Hmm. But I guess the... So you didn't find Thomas then, I'm guessing, from... No, um, the trail sort of thins out and it becomes sort of impenetrable underbrush. He couldn't have gone that way. Mm. Not without some sort of cutting tool. I guess if he doesn't turn up back at the camp by himself, then what's he going to be doing for food and all of that? I think he's probably dead. So, I've got my hands together. What should we do today? Uh, well, there's no more digging for today. I don't know about doing any more searching because it's fairly wet. So I think at this point we've expressly told not to. Indeed. Uh, <sighs> no, I'm around today. I'll. What if? Just wondering if we could have a look at the scene of the crime, but they probably won't want us back up at the barn today. No, I don't think we'll be very popular with the candles, potentially for the rest of the dig. Seaman's probably regretting inviting us up here in the first place. I'd be interested in looking at where that shot came from. Yeah, but do you know where? I mean, the woods go on forever. How do we have a sense of where it was? Somewhere in the woods. 
somewhere in the woods. Mm. I'm not sure exactly where it was. Yep, me neither. Oh, sorry. Just in case any dust or crumbly You're just going to take it slow and easy. Or in your case, slow and sleepy. <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, I... <coughs> Did you all see that? <coughs> do you mind? <coughs> I do mind. Did it go down a hole? Yes. <coughs> um, I swear to God. <laughs> um, <coughs> <laughs> Did you see that uh, statue that we found yesterday? That's weird. No, I haven't. I I haven't had a look at the artifact. I saw them when I was in there briefly. But oh, come no. on, let's go. Let's go take a look. What? Um, we'll we'll have a peep. All right. Is that all four of us? Yeah, go on. They can't complain about us wanting to do archaeological study. That's the reason we're here. I say, looking at you in like confusion. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, I guess Burlington's not here, but uh, we'll see. No, oh, who cares about him? <laughs> Increasingly despairing <laughs> of Burlington. Dr. Nelson is like, ah, oh, hello. Um, I'm getting some of the students around. We're going to go for a walk in the woods just to clear everyone's minds. Do you want to join us? Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a plot hook for when the players decide to not go into the woods on their own. Sure. I mean, yes. Uh, yeah, it makes sense for us to all stay together and try and get our minds off. Yeah, so I thought, you know, it's raining, but it's um, quite light. We'll just go for a light, quiet wander through the woods in the rain. Better than sitting around the camp. Yeah, and opening, yeah. So go grab your coats, hats. Uh, we're leaving in about five minutes. Thank you, Professor. Is it alright if I show them something <coughs> in the lab tent first? Oh, the lab tent is off limits. Oh. Dr. Carrot is working and doesn't want to be disturbed. Oh, that's fair. They were just so inter- so interested by that statue that we found yesterday. Yes, I saw it. It's quite fascinating. Um, I'm not sure what paleontological period it comes from, but then I'm a botanist. Um, <laughs> well. So I wouldn't be expected to know, but I'm definitely getting credit for us finding it. We're not even sure what substance it was made from. Yeah, it's some sort it's of greasy but metallic, like some sort of greasy metal. metal. But anyway, um, go on, shoo, go get your coats. We're going to go for a nature walk. Fine, I go put my coat on. Uh, how do I hide an axe under my coat? You can't. Fair enough. It's a, it's a wood axe as well, and then yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a huge wood axe. <coughs> You're going to have to leave that behind. Shit. Oh, I'm going to regret that, I say, gently kissing the head of the axe as have I set it back it? on my bed. Have you named it yet? Um, yes. Are you going to tell us its name? John's Chopper. Wow. That's um, an <laughs> <laughs> If Kara says he's busy, would he still see me? Uh, you can go try. I will go try. Uh, the flaps on the research tent have been laced shut. Uh, you letting yourself in, or are you going to knock first? I will knock first. How do you knock on a tent? This is me knocking on a tent. Yes? Uh, what is it, Nelson? Uh, it's not Nelson, it's Carolyn. 
Oh, what do you want, Carolyn? I'm busy. Uh, if you're busy, I was just going to check in and see how the research is going, but if you're into it, I will... It was going well until I was interrupted. I no. could do with some peace and quiet. And I will leave you be. Sorry, sir. You no know, worries. It's been a bit of a day. Mm. We all cope with it in our own way. All right. He opens the tent and sticks his head out. I just need some peace and quiet for a little bit whilst I'm reading this, translating this text. It's very fascinating. There's a lot of interesting things in it. Yes. Anyway, um, enjoy the nature walk, um, and I'll see you later. We can. I just need a couple of hours' peace where no one disturbs me, and then maybe we can talk about the objects we found later tonight and try and get back to normal. I need to wait to see if Burlington has orders from the Dean as well. We might all be ordered back to Arkham before we know. Mm. Alright, I'll see you in a few hours then. <laughs> ordered back. Oh, ordered back to Arkham. <laughs> Fucking, of course not. There's like a, a graph on the wall for like, like um, you know, the, the the path through field trips. And they're at the, there have been some murders stage. <laughs> the Dean is just like, yeah, it just moves, just moves the slider onto some murders have occurred. So come back when you want. You know, Dean's like, yeah, I'm not worried yet. Call me back when a portal through time and space is yeah. open. Zero days <laughs> since a murder, I mean. <laughs> Zero days since Miskatonic University students near murder. We're just going to turn that counter up. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, why, why do we change this? Don't you bother changing this? <laughs> hey, are you leaving the professor alone, then? I am. Hey, are you all traipse off into the woods? As a little group. Um, Dr. Nelson is like pointing things out like there's the scent in the air of petrichor mm-hmm. it's like it's good breathe deep that'll help clear your lungs it, it battles off some beneficial um, <coughs> things the scent of wet green scent helps humans with Clinton can tell you more about it <laughs> it's just wet dirt yeah. <laughs> humans are very sensitive to it because it sort of suggests that there's water nearby. And we need water to live. Yeah, it triggers something in our hind brains, which is why the smell of petrichor after raining makes us all go, ooh. Smells pretty. So, we, are, we are more sensitive to it than other smells. That's why it smells interesting to you. Because you've got a thing in your brain which is like, there is water here. We can drink water. The brain, unfortunately, doesn't know that we've invented Coca-Cola. <laughs> or plumbing. Oh, shit. We like the bits of our brain that are still a lizard. <coughs> lizard. Okay, we'll go for a little walk. Um, there's no real direction, it's a bit of a rambling walk. Everyone roll luck. Well, I'm glad I got the 98 out. Oh, almost dropped one of these cursed fellas, no. Extreme. I, I do not. Lucky. Oh, I do pass luck. I do pass luck. I ain't lucky. What did you get? What did you get? 61. Right. You're the unlucky one. I am. You're strolling along and you stumble on something. Oh. Is it a a riverbank? You've probably been walking for about 45 minutes, 50 minutes. You're about a mile into the woods and you stumble on something and turn and um, roll (laughs) sanity. Oh, Oh, no. I am sane. Uh, you let out a little scream at the disembodied arm, ah. uh, which draws everyone's attention. Uh, you lose 
one sanity because you know this embodied arm. Yeah. Should we do a scram? Uh, scram. You know, you're not, you're not, you're quite bunched together. You, but you're a little bit spread apart, but you're all within sight of each other. You all come a running. I run, uh, I run over when there's a scream. Uh. <laughs> Probably more girly than that. Come on. No, it's a little possum. Ah. It's a little possum scream. <laughs> uh, it sure is a disembodied arm, and a short distance away is the savage body of Arnold Lansdale, the hunter. Um, he oh. sure is dead. God. He's been brutally bludgeoned, his right arm has been torn off, and the chunks of wood and twisted bits of metal are probably the remains of his rifle. I look down at him and I'm like, you couldn't happen to a nicer guy. Let's say it real quiet. I Stop. don't think it was a bear that did this. Everyone's soul sanity who sees the dead human body. So everyone, because you made us all come there. <laughs> you said no. I ignore. We always do. You say no. You've seen it. I ignore <laughs> the scream of all the distress. <laughs> I wish her well distantly. I'm Me sane. What's that? Okay. No, not you. Yeah, I'm, I am sane. Is everyone sane? Hang on. <sighs> Uh, oh, no, because of the sanity I lost before. Mm. That's just the way it was. Slippery slope. Hedgehog and Foxboy, you lose one each. Peter, you lose two, just because it's a bit gruesome. <laughs> I lost my oh, pencil, losing, but I was on my leg again, so I didn't, yeah. I didn't lose it. I lose one even though I pass. Yeah. Okay. It's still, you're not used to seeing human bodies. Yeah. Okay. You're a bit like, oh, especially <laughs> gruesomely murdered human bodies. Dr. Nelson is like, oh. Alright, everyone, leave it alone. Back to camp. Now, everyone. Uh, she stands at the back being like counting people off that they're walking in front of her and it's like back to camp, back to camp, everyone. Uh, I'm capturing the scene in my in my brain. I'm happy to go back to the camp. Is anyone refusing to go back to camp? No, but I have lolly gagging. Are you trying to lollygag and get behind Dr. Nelson so you can take a quick look? Uh, Circle around some trees and double back? I, um... Uh, uh, as I, uh, I walk back and I nod you and I say, distract her. Which... Yeah, I think I would do that. And I, I take a step towards her. <laughs> I'm, Are I'm you going to have a case of the vapour? A little bit, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I mean, you did stumble I'm over. having a woman's problem. <laughs> yeah, you have a roll me some charm, fast or persuade. Charming time. <laughs> I am, like, that could even be a extra. No, not quite. No, I'm hard, hard charming. You're hard, are you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dead bodies. Aren't you? you have proper breakdown, hysterical moment, and Lydia and oh. Dr. Nelson come over to calm you down and be some companion there, encouraging mm. you to walk along. I, cra- I crab walk away backwards outside. <laughs> yeah, no one notices. <laughs> uh, are you going to try and you, you notice John crab walking away? Are you going to go follow him? Yeah, I, 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 I contact you. <laughs> what about Brian? Brian's not here. Oh, okay. You need to cycle back round uh, to. <laughs> you know, you're allowing yourself to be calmed down and yeah, yeah. escorted to camp. Brian's being dismembered by Wendigo. <laughs> hey, you two cycle, circle, cycle, circle, cycle. background to the murder scene. 
Oh, Christ. <clears throat> well, this is grim, I say, reaching into his pockets. Has <laughs> he got anything on him? I look through his pockets. Um, you look through his pockets. You find... You find this. Some onion rings. That's a bag of onion rings. Oh, my score. <laughs> nom, nom, nom. <laughs> I graduated and I got some onion rings from a corpse. Oh. Sorry, I need to cut this one in half. Well, half of this is to me and the other half is to you. Oh. Don't mix up the halves. I need to do the whole thing. I want to inspect the gun and the wood and the metal when we're done. Hedged hog, you find this. Which way up does it go? Oh, there's writing on it. <laughs> <laughs> the side that has the alphabet in the correct orientation. Um, I'd like to borrow his magnet. Is a yeah, it's really small. Um, you're searching the gun. The gun has been torn to pieces, and the barrel has been. Twisted like a pretzel. Even I can't do that. <laughs> Roll me your track. <laughs> you can also spot hidden it, but hard spot hidden. <sighs> Even more no. What would I roll to figure out where we are on this map? This crude map? Um... I can mark that down. Roll me your natural world. Yes. Wow. Um, Give me the map. Hang on. Hang on. I'm extremely natural world. It's weird how the lower skill is the more likely you are to just be great at it. <laughs> um, your. This is the Campbell Farm. Are you looking? So that's the Campbell Farm. Mm-hmm. You're about here in the woods. Right. Um, you find a closed bear trap covered in thick, dried blood, brown hair. It's, it's closed as if it's hidden it. Okay, brown hair. Is it hair or furry? Fur. Okay, so probably a bear. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a man's chest hair. <laughs> what are this clothes on? It's so greasy. Uh, but yeah, uh, the trap is closed and smeared with dried blood and thick hair, brown hair. Um, so he clearly caught something in the trap, but it didn't stop it, and it it ripped him asunder in an angry ursine rage. Clearly, very mm. grim. I crammed the note. I crammed this in my pocket. And I say, find anything useful there? Uh, well, whatever got hold of that gun is immensely strong. Like they literally bent it. How strong is a bear? It wouldn't have the thumbs to do that. The other things you find in uh, the hunter's pockets is a canteen of water, a pint of whiskey in like a flask, a large hunting knife, an alligator skin wallet, a compass, and the keys to an automobile. I took the compass and the keys. 
what are you doing now? Are you going to head back to let's, camp? Let's catch up with the others, mm. I say. They'll, yeah. they'll, they'll miss us if we're away any longer. You make it back to camp. Um, you sidle in. Dr. Nelson has roused Dr. Karras from his tent. Um, Dr. Burlington is back. Um, he's just shaking his head and he's like, oh, good God. Um, Dr. Karras is like, everyone's here? Everyone's accounted for? Good. Right. I'm staying in the camp. And we to leave the camp, even for firewood. Well, I guess we need to go get the constable again. Oh, he seems quite, like, distressed. But Dr. Burlington is like, it's okay, it's okay. It's not our fault. Crazy bear hunter got eaten by a bear. Um, oh, um, right, uh, I've just got back, um, Brian, you can drive. Um, why don't you go get Constable Clancy from town? Uh, take a couple of others with you. Mm-hmm. Um, he looks at Dr. Karras. Go back to the tent, go on. It's like, I'll, um, me and Dr. Nelson will stay here with the others. Go get Constable Clancy, please. Okay. Take a couple of people with you in the truck, or my car, well, Karras's car, and go get the constable. All right. Who's coming? I'll come, I say. Yep. Sure. <laughs> Are you up to it, says Dr. Nelson? After all, you you did have a woman's moment. Mm. You had a case of the vapors. I did. Roll your charm to come up with an idea. I am charming. You're like, I just need to get further away from it. Extreme help. I'll feel better with the police. Yeah, a big strong police officer, you know, in the town that might have a pub. Illegal <laughs> speakeasies, aren't mm. But yeah, uh, you, you waffle on a bit about that. And Dr. Um, Burlington's like, okay, um, go get the constable, stay together, and get back here as quickly as you can. We will then, I'm going to say tomorrow, we're going to pack up and start heading back to Arkham. This field trip is over. At this point, I think we've had quite enough. We found some wonderful artifacts. My students have investigated some lovely stories. Um, and Dr. Nelson's team found some rare plant. So we'll just draw a line under this, and tomorrow morning we'll all head back to Arkham. Uh, but first, Brian, take the others, go get the constable. We'll all stay here. Okay. To the car. To the car. <laughs> to the Batman car. Okay, when we get in the car, I'm like, I'm like, look at this, look at this. I say, and I and I draw uh, a crudely drawn map out of my pocket. Ooh. I said, this. He had this. Look at this. Roll your idea before you start handing it around. <laughs> yes. If you just do this sitting in the car, everyone is going to see you just sitting here and not driving off. I like. He had this. I look at you and I say, "Drive." Right. <laughs> I drive. Well, drive. <clears throat> yes. I've seen him start in the wrong gear twice now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, can I? Can I surreptitiously help? Yes. Have a bonus dice. Yeah. <laughs> if you do it, if you do it wrong this time, I'm gonna be like dunk. Peter's dice have betrayed him. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Make it worse. <laughs> <laughs> this time it looks like a John has knocked the gear stick. And you're like, what are you doing? 
because I have to restart the car you drive off it's just mm-hmm. slow <laughs> Professor we're like we'll save the day Professor we go in the car and the car's like are you taking the Professor's car or the truck uh, I don't know whichever one we're supposed to take surely they have a preference either or I don't think they care they no, like, go get the police just yeah. take a car which oh, four yeah. seats we take the car which mm. seats yeah. four this is better because uh, because I can pass the map around well, yeah, yeah the one with the best seating right. you drive out onto the road outside the Campbell's farm and then you kind of like get him to pull over yeah yeah I'm, I'm, like, I'm like stop 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 okay. look at this look at this he had this in his pocket it's a map What is it a map of? Alright, but... What? <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> Pass it round, Gerberist. River, river, my... Not my name. Truck or truck? Truck. Yeah. I just started working with someone called Barris. And, like, your name keeps... I keep wanting to call you Barris rather than Brian. What are the triangles? What is... X marks. There are X's and question marks. Whereabouts do we think we were on that map when we found the hunter? Um, I can show you. So I guess those are places to park and triangles and X's... Campbell's farm. Yep. That's where we were in the woods. And that, that's where. That's where his truck is. Yeah. Okay. Are they trap locations or sightings or something? It's interesting. Like, um, but the, the, what is this here? With question mark. It was of interest to him. Mm. It's some way into the woods. Yeah, but it's behind. Um, the, the the poor man's farm. Huh, I guess it is. Is that that farm it's behind? Is that the one where the guy had his family murdered, or is it behind the other farm? Which farm? So we've got the X marks the spot, and we've got this building. That's the hind farm. The, the poor man's farm? Yeah. Okay. Where they were very malnourished, and yeah. they, they were like sod off we've already spoken to you stupid city types so he wanted what he wanted to go yeah there's an X behind called Campbell's farm which is basically where we were there's an X by his truck but there's an X way into this other farm and there's lots of triangles Well, is it worth going to his truck and trying to get to one of these triangles? Because one of these triangles is on on the way. I think we should check out his truck, I say, holding up a set of keys. You got his keys? He lost them, I say. Right. Well, chuck a right at the end of the road, bro. I'll chuck a right, I suppose. Alright, I'll be right back. Deal with the truck. I'm just putting something in the oven. 
the other neutron. You head towards where he parked his truck. Uh, ow! <laughs> okay, you arrive at what looks like a camp. There is his truck parked. Uh, it's back from the road. It's the truck itself is camouflaged, <clears throat> trees and branches draped over it, and then behind it. There is a tent, but again, that is hidden with trees and branches and everything. Um, it clearly looks like a little camp. There are a few pots and pans, bedroll, canned food. You start hunting around? I, I enter the tent. Okay, you search. Everyone who is searching the camp, roll a spot hidden. I can spot. Will you spot, Paris? Oh, will I spot? Spend three luck to I do not see spot. No, I don't. I spend three luck and I spot. 94. That's not a spot. I spot. You spot. With with luck. You find two books. Two books? <clears throat> books! One of them appears to be a book called The Wilderness Hunter by Theodore Roosevelt. Ooh. There is a slip of paper being used as a bookmark in I've one of them. I've heard that name. What, so was it Wilderness Hunter? Yep. 1893 by Theodore Roosevelt. It seems to be like various stories collected about hunters and huntsmen and wild living people. But the one that has specifically been marked is that uh, it's a story about a hunter who was taken from a campsite at the head of Idaho's Wisdom River in the early 1800s. The hunter's abductor was reportedly a hairy monster with a terrible stench. Hmm. Wow, rude. Shortly after the hunter's disappearance, his corpse was discovered with a broken neck and his throat savagely torn out. And all around his body were huge, man-like footprints. Is there anything written on the piece of paper that was acting as the bookmark? No, it's just a blank okay. piece of paper. The other book appears to be uh, a journal. His handwritten journal. Uh, there are various clippings from the Arkham Advertiser. Uh, including Professor Burlington's denial of the existence of the Bigfoot. Mm-hmm. And there is a handout. Ooh. And you click through Indeed. the uh, book. Mm. The excerpt reads. After staying in town for a few days, learning what I could about this creature, this is my first day in the woods. I've baited several traps at locations I think such a beast would go to. I don't expect to see anything for a while, but hell, I've got time. I plan on getting a good lay of the land in these next couple of days, and will make a map to help me. Found my first trap today. The beast is even larger than I thought. It was over 18 inches long and about 7 inches wide. My god, I will bag this beast found lots of tracks and a short distance from a farm owned by the Campbell family. Most tracks I have found yet in any one place and I think some of them were only days old. Also, there are definitely two distinct sets of tracks. That means two creatures. My chance of success has just doubled. 
I don't like being this close to the farm, but I think this will be my prime hunting grounds. I saw something strange today. After being chased away from my main hunting spot by Campbell, I decided to check out an area I'd not been to before. I found a track, but it looked pretty old. I did see a big stone building, almost all buried in the side of a hill. I went closer for a better look and found digging tools laying all around. Looks like someone has been digging the thing out, but I saw no one around. Hell, after I'd become famous for bringing in a Bigfoot, I might as well become famous for discovering this weird place. Seen that university fellow out in the woods again tonight. He saw me too, dammit. He screamed at me like a woman. Told me this was private property and that I had to leave. When I told him we were standing on state land, the nutty guy tried to pull a pistol on me. Well, he wasn't so nutty not to realise that my 36 Winchester outclassed his little .38. He slunk away, muttering curses that I will get mine soon. I'll have to keep an eye out for this one. We're all sleeping on the evidence that, um, that, that what's-his-face Karras is kind of, like, you know, bonkers. <laughs> I haven't really got that far yet. It's, well, it's, I, it's either Karras or Burlington. Yeah, and someone's... Burlington is the one who's denying all this. Someone's going out in the woods has come from this, and um, other things that I didn't see, but if someone mentioned, I might be like, well, that's kind of weird. Um... But yeah, that's that's strange. It sounds like someone's already out there and looking for something. Well, we well, we spoke to uh, Langford. He said um, that he'd found the professor in the woods a few times. Which professor? He didn't say. Uh, the Caris or Burlington? It was a man. Yeah, it's Caris or Burlington. Mm. Burlington. Well, Karis, he's been pretty much confined to the tent for the last two days. Has he? No one's been in there to check. Burlington apparently is always in town, and all of his students have been, oh, we can't tell you what's going on. Yeah, there is that. I I asked um, Lucretia. Lydia? Lydia. And, and, um... You know, I, I put the charm on her, I say, smiling and giving you a nudge with my elbow. And? And a pig bled on me and she fainted. Oh. Mm. Just to all this time. And then the second time, you tried to charm Lydia. You should just said no. Well, no, you were about to get her to spill the beans and Donald ran up being all like, Wow, my sister's been murdered. Where? I wonder if my sister's murdered. I wonder if these X's are sites that he's found the tracks. Because he yeah. said he found, he found his first one, it was a very big one, and then he found lots of tracks near the Campbell, and that's where his X's are. So this third X, with the question mark, is a possible third site? Maybe that's, maybe that's where this weird stone building is. Hmm. That would be the question mark, I would Yeah. But still don't know what these triangles are. They might be the bear traps, like you were saying. See, the fact that there was a weird building with digging tools around it, doesn't that suggest an archaeologist to you rather than a... Mm. astrobiologist or whatever the other guy is? Anthropologist? That's what I said. That's a good point. I reckon he's found something and he's trying to... 
I don't know. Why would he... doesn't make sense. Why would he hide it from everyone? Do we want to bring the constable back and then be at camp? And then just try and keep an eye on what's going on? I don't know if we're going to find more here. Unless we actually want to go to those places, but... I don't yeah. feel so well equipped to head out in the woods and we have to go back to camp to get well equipped and, we and everyone will notice that. Oh, I say, uh, taking his keys out of my pocket. There is his truck. I open his truck. You open his oh. truck. Inside his truck you find fuel. Like, in the back of the truck. Like <laughs> in, the, in the fuel tank. Or... More food, but there's nothing interesting in the cabin. I, I flip down the little sun visors. Nothing. Nice. I open the glove compartment. And there's a Ford a manual about how the truck works. Wow. Uh, <laughs> I take it. I tuck it into my jacket over my breast where, you know, if someone <laughs> were to shoot you. <laughs> the bullet would go straight through the manual? Yeah, probably. <laughs> it's like it's made of about that thick and made of 1920s paper. Oh, the lead line manual. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <They>, uh, <laughs> I know I don't stop a bullet because they uh, they reinforce the covers with plutonium, <laughs> and that leads to another problem. <laughs> as long as the uh, casing around the plutonium doesn't get cracked by say a bullet, it stops. <laughs> <laughs> we um, uh, yeah, maybe we should return to camp then because uh, I don't know how long we can be away. Well, we need to go to the police. Yeah, obviously. You get back in the truck. Yeah. yeah. Uh, roll <coughs> the drive, Brian. All right. <sighs> Drive, 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 Brian, drive, 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 Brian, drive. drive. I mean, oh, alright, I succeed. Yay! <laughs> Tick driving. You started the car. <laughs> you drive along, heading along the road in the rain, the muddy, muddy dirt track, and roll. Who's in the front with Brian? Me, probably. Oh yeah, okay. Carolyn and Brian. Yeah, the kids roll are in the back. spot hidden. Oh. <laughs> Hard. We're not going to spot it at hard. <gasps> no, I don't spot oh, it. Oh, 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 oh! I spotted it. Oh, wow. <laughs> There's, um, hang on, I have a beautiful picture of this thing that I want to show you. Go, run over, oh, run to go, I mean. Roll your sanity. spots it. Out, out the front with a pencil getting chupacabra out the windscreen. <laughs> There's one of these gorgeous, beautiful, wooden-covered bridges that you're going to ah, have to drive across. I'm familiar with them. Oh, the look. bridge is missing. Oh! And there's uh. just the entrance. May I suggest you stop the van? Yes. I'm glad the driver spotted that. I stopped the van because that's how Beetlejuice stopped. Oh, so that is literally the one yeah. from Beetlejuice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, you don't have to roll for this one. You see it with enough time to hit the brakes mm-hmm. and the oh. car... Slides to a halt. I wasn't looking, I, so my, my head bounces off the seat in front of me. Just, um, Ow. Yeah, um, the bridge is missing. The Winnicott River is rushing past, and there's just uh, yeah, the road back into town is just missing. Like you know, but you're you're here. The bridge is just gone. Oh, good. Our yeah. only connection. No, there is one connection, but you have to go. Oh, yeah. Oh, right, we're going to have to go round. We go round. You can't drive round. There's no way you're going to be able to drive the truck along the riverbank. How right. did it? Remember how thick the underbrush was? Well, that's how long of a walk is that? That you don't know. Is it easier to walk along the riverbank? 
you reckon it's going to take you hours to walk to the Hind Farm and then hours more to town. We're going to have to let Camp know that we are stranded, kind of stuck. And yeah, can know. I inspect like what's left of the bridge? Like, how has it been? Has it just like been swept away, or is someone? Is it like planks been pulled out? Uh, you go and have a look. You get out and trudge through the rain. The sun is setting in the distance. Uh, you have a look. Roll me your um, archaeology. Oh yes, I've learned that. Sixty-nine. Got a pass? No, I'm not an archaeology student. Bridge is just missing. Okay. Are you an uh, architect? No. Are you a uh, bridge smith? No. Then you've got no idea what caused this bridge to run away. The river is running quite quickly. Maybe all the rain. Does anyone else want to look at the bridge, or are you just staying in the truck, being like, um, if we're in a car? In the car, sorry. If, if I thought it would be useful for me to look, or if that's what Lewis comes Lewis back Lewis, is you going back to the car? Yeah. yeah. It's like, I can't work out what did this. Like, I don't know if the river just weakened the bridge, or if it's been intentional. I get out and I go and look at it, because uh, I fancy myself quite the civil engineer. <laughs> you hear a lot about building bridges, do you? Uh, well, I, I drew one in my notebook once. <laughs> Roll your archaeology at hard. That's uh, absolutely not, no. No, not at all. Missing bridge. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, well, if you look carefully, and I, I gestured down the end of my pencil, I'm like, the bridge is gone. <laughs> <laughs> well, fortunately, Brian did look carefully. <laughs> I yeah. was half hoping Brian would miss and you just go because it's one of those covered bridges you mm. can drive yeah. into it and then the and, and then and then the you died screen appears <laughs> that Beetlejuice starts yeah. it's the, the archaeology part like I wouldn't but think oh there's something archaeological to see about a modern bridge well it's it's, it's the relate uh, the closest skill to I've studied some buildings because I've studied archaeology okay. Well, what skill would you expect to use other than bridge building or architecture? Oh, I, I, yeah, I, I guess. Um, I'm quite sure Carolyn doesn't have a bridge building. No. <laughs> Mechanical <laughs> repair. But I do have archaeology, so I could have a look. Are you having a look, Carolyn? Oh, yeah, all right. Well, archaeology at oh, heart. No. Yeah, sure is a missing bridge. Okay, mm. we have a missing bridge, people. Yeah, do we, we go back, and back into the car and drive back to the farm? Yeah, let's let people know that doom is upon us. You I mean, drive back no to the farm. The lights are on in the farmhouse. Uh, you pull up next to the other trucks and head back to camp. We should probably tell the Campbells as well. Are you going to do the Campbells first, then? Well, we have to drive past them. Yeah, so you stop at the farmhouse and knock on the door. It takes a couple of minutes. Eventually, Stephen opens the door. He's like, "Oh, hello, everyone." Hey, um, we were just gonna go into town because we needed to get the placement, but the bridge is out. Oh, all that happens sometimes. It's not a very good bridge. Um, does how often does it go down? Oh, a couple of times a year. Is it what the, the river just? Jesus, the river or the river. <laughs> who's rebuilding this bridge? It breaks twice yeah. a year for how many years? Fucking hell, find a different bridge-making company. Normally it happens in the spring with the floods out of the mountains, but sometimes the wind just takes it. Um, Has it been windy lately? It's 
been glorious and sunny and now rainy. Okay. And uh-huh. it's like, um, it's, well, we're, at, well, you know, done like, it's outside of the town limits, so we have to pay for it ourselves, so, so um. Things uh, boiling over. Cheapest, cheapest brick builders that possible. Mm. Right. Well, just we're going to let everybody up at the camp know. We just wanted to l- l- let you know first. Okay, well, there is a path you can follow around the riverbank to get to the Hinds farm. Um, they have a bridge over the river, but it's about a three-hour walk. Could we take the car? Um, no. No, no, it's not a road. Yeah. Um, and you're not going to be able to do it in the dark. Oh, it's getting dark, he said. It's much safer to do it um, tomorrow morning. Yeah. Well, right. I guess I'll have to, we'll have to let the professors know that we failed in our duties. We shall. Oh, God. Okay, I'll go let Dad know. Um, yeah, somehow I'll get the blame. Not it. <laughs> well, um, I'll do it. you need the postgraduate students to do it, surely. Yeah. I saw him. I saw him destroy the bridge. <laughs> you say that. <laughs> he's, he's seven foot four, he just pulled it apart. <laughs> yeah. Boom. Uh, I'll let Dad know. He'll probably want to get. His, he'll probably ride over there tomorrow morning and let the town know we're cut off. How does he ride across the river? The Hinds have a. Route. Oh, of course. Sorry. I, I, I smile sheepishly. I'm, I'm not really sure. I'm not really sure how horses work. Okay. Bye. Shut the door. Right. Drive back up to the camp and I'll let the postgrads get the bad news. Um, <laughs> Oh goody! Doctor Burn who comes out of his out of the like mess tent when he hears you all. Like, oh, you're back. Um, did you have the constable with you? No, we we can't get to the town because the bridge is destroyed. Oh, oh dear. Um, it's fine. Um, there's probably another way round. Yeah, there's, there is. there's a way up by the Hinds farm. We stopped at the Campbell house. Okay, uh, I guess I will talk to Mister Morris uh, in the morning, and we'll. Um, We'll work out a way to reach town. We'll just wait overnight. It'll be easier that way. It's getting a bit dark to go traipsing around a riverbank in the dark. He said it's about three hours. Walking? Yes. Okay, he has a horse. It's probably less if you have a horse. Yeah, yeah. Stephen said they'd probably go first thing in the morning. Horses can walk faster than people. Okay, that's fine. Do you know how horses walk? Professor Norwich is having a lie down. She's had a bit of a shock after finding that body in the woods with Carolyn. I think she put all her efforts into calming you down and it's finally caught up with her so she's having a bit of a lay down this is your fault and uh, Dr. Karras is he went about the lab tent he's a bit fixated on his translating work but I'm like fine let's just let him work on it it's helping him ground uh, I'm here if you have any problems let me know we did a trip to get firewood whilst we were gone so we have plenty so no one has to go into the woods tonight don't want to go there anyway. <laughs> Why did you look at me for several seconds? I did catch you. were sneaking around last night. He's not entirely convinced you went up to no good. That was for illicit homosexual sex. We discussed it. <clears throat> yeah, we did. That <laughs> <laughs> you, you endorsed. Well, yeah, maybe the professor also swings that way. He just, Is he a little, you know, he just, educational? He just can't talk <laughs> about it publicly. Uh, so, okay, so we'll all just stay here tonight, rest up, um, and uh, tomorrow we'll get the constable, we'll report the body, and I think we're all going to go back to Arkham. Um, okay. Which will be a little bit difficult to bridge out, but we can work it out in the morning. I don't suppose there's been any news of Thomas? 
No, I'm afraid not. I um, I I sidle over to the the lab tent. I am heading that way too. Okay, you are heading towards the lab tent. Uh, Brian, what are you doing? You going to go back to your tent or go to the mess tent and? Um, because after some snacks. No, I want to go back to the lab tent because I've got some unfinished business there. Whatever one's going, I might as well join. Okay, you all head over to the lab tent. Uh, the flaps are sealed shut. I worry the flaps. You, you, there's no answer to you fluffling them. Uh, I say, Professor. What? What is it? I'm busy. Oh, we were just wondering if we could see your progress. We're, we're very excited. A couple of seconds later, there's like muttering sounds and someone unlacing the flaps and the professor squishes them aside and he's like, I'm very busy. John, what do you want? The things that I said, professor. Look, I'm working on translating an ancient Hyborian war record. I really don't have time to write you a letter of recommendation saying you've passed my course. No, we were just... We'll do that when we're back at the university. So sit down by the fire and enjoy yourself. And leave me alone. Perhaps you could do with some assistance, Doctor? Certainly not from you, Louis. Wow! <laughs> I've seen your academic record. Wow! <laughs> I am appreciative of the discoveries you have made, but when it comes to translating them, I need a real scholar. I, I was going to suggest Brian, sir. He's an ancient language expert. He's not going to be of any help. What? In translating, what, in translating an ancient language? We all look confused. Yeah. <laughs> of course not. Not the sort of ancient language we teach students. And besides, he's barely a year out of graduating. He's going to be no use whatsoever. It'd be like asking the woman to help me. So excuse me, I'm reasonably familiar with the language. He pulls the flap shut and he's like, wish I had a good daughter slam. And he starts shut. Perhaps you should take a break. I scuttle away. I'm not not hanging around for this. He seems very angry. (laughs) Professor doesn't answer. Yeah. After a few minutes, I stick my head back out of my tent and I'm like, Okay, he's well grumpy, right? Is is it just Way me or too grumpy? And given what we found in the hunter's journal, yeah, mm. he's up to something. Um, Doctor Burlington wanders over because he's heard all the way his voice and it's like, is everything okay? He is mm. real grumpy. I am concerned. He's not coping well. Acting very odd. I'll go in and talk to him. I, I wouldn't. I'll give him half an hour, then I'll go in and talk to him. <laughs> Um, Carolyn, could you check on Dr. Nelson, see if she's doing any better? A couple of the other female students are with her, but um, you're the most mature one here. Alright, I will have a look in. Thank you. Um, in yeah. a sense, like a cheese. Let's just let give <laughs> Dr. Carrier some space, and I'll go in and have a chat with him in a little bit. He's probably overdoing it. He's probably panicking, because this is all going to be blamed on him. But, you know, it's not our fault Thomas turned out to be a murderer. And that a weird, crazy hunter got murdered in the woods. I need a little bit closer. I'm like, 
murders usually happen on our field trips? None, probably. Well, this one, is, this one is the outlier and shouldn't be counted. Yes. Right, okay. Just some bad luck. I mean, whatever happened in the barn between Thomas and Susan is a big tragedy, but the police will deal with that. And whatever happened to Mr. Lansdale is, well, that's what happens when you hunt bears. Did you see his shotgun? I never saw his body. The shotgun was bent in a circle. Well, bears are pretty strong. Probably grabbed it in its jaws or something. No, don't, don't start imagining... You do not mention that creature. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't exist. I spent several months exploring the woods and talking to townsfolk, which is why I thought this was a good area to capture those stories. And then we can all sit down in the library and write a lovely exposition piece about, you know, the folk tales and how they get into the imagination of the people. (laughs) (laughs) I I heard something as well. So, let's all leave Dr. Callis to me. Carol then go check on Dr. Nelson and why don't you three go and join the others by the fire? Okay. Um, you're back at camp. Um, right, what was the last thing that happened? Uh, you nearly went through a bridge. No, something else happened slightly off that. Then you went back to camp. Yeah. Oh, Campbell's. Doctor. Yeah. Doctor Carris was really rude and yeah. unstable at you all. So Doctor yeah. Burlington said, "I'll give him half an hour, then I'll check on him and ask you to check on Doctor Nelson." Yes. Yeah. Uh, Doctor Nelson is asleep when you get to her tent. Uh, do you want to wake up, or are you just going to leave her be? Uh, if she's asleep, then that's probably good. If she was unhappy, then... Yeah, she is fast asleep. That seems to be okay, then. Check up pulse. <laughs> are you that paranoid? I don't think I would have thought of that. <laughs> <laughs> she is in six pieces. <laughs> yeah, we've got that tiny DJ. Aren't we all... She's fine. She's she is the Sedesco yeah, Simulacrum. Do you head back to your tent? Um, yeah, have, I, have we done the eating? And You the... haven't done the eating. No. Would you like to go in the mess tent and see what there is available? Yeah. Dr. Burlington is in the mess tent when you arrive and he's like, yeah, um, Caroline, how's Dr. Nelson? Asleep. Oh, that's good. She probably needs a sleep. Yeah. Um, hot drink before bed? Yeah, and something to eat, if not, because we oh, were out and about. So. Yeah, we made some soup. Um, he lifts the lid off the thing and he's like, What's some left? <laughs> Fine. He makes you a cup of soup and a hot, a hot chocolate. Mm-hmm. Good. Uh, what are you three doing? Well, you've just been chased away from crazy Karis's tent. Are you going to also go and get hot drinks and food? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, probably time to have a snack. Yeah, probably. I wanted to go in the lab and look at the shield again. But Dr. Carrot is in there being crazy. I think... Uh, do you say that out loud as we walk away? Hint, you do. Um, yes. Oh, good. I say, in response to that unsolicited prompt, um, yeah, I think maybe we should sneak in there tonight when he's uh, gone to bed. If he goes to bed. He's got to go to bed at some point, right? He can't stay up all night. Hmm. Can't. Your pardon? You arrive at the mess tent. You see Carolyn um, having a drink. Dr. Burlington is bustling around behind the, um, like the cooking stove. And he's like, oh, hello, everyone. 
something to eat? Hungry. Please. <laughs> um, Carlos just has a laugh at the soup. He takes the lid off. Sausages? Mash? Wow, oh. you got you got you got soup with sausages. Okay, yeah. really. Wow. Sorry, Carly, I didn't look in this one. Do you want some of this too? <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. So I didn't cook. I'm like, no, you had the soup. Yeah. <laughs> Leave the sausages for the men. Wait, what? <laughs> oh, Doctor Berlin is okay with this. So. Yes, let's have the classic American treat: bangers on that. <laughs> Clearly, one of the English exchange students cooked it. Um, Dr. Oh. Dr. Bellington's like, yeah, sorry, I didn't cook, I didn't look in this one. Um, he starts serving it all up. I take one bite, and it's like, oh, there's a reason why there was a lot there. <laughs> I, pause, I pause briefly and I open the third one along, take out a rack of lamb. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll have this for you. <laughs> Yeah, it falls off the bone. We've got caviar and deviled eggs in this one. Doctor Bellington is like, really? Why did you you settle for soup? Um, We we snack. He serves you all a snack, and Doctor Bellington is like, well, everyone else has probably pretty much gone to bed, so I suggest you all go get some rest. Sounds like we might have to all walk into town tomorrow, or at least walk to the other side of the bridge to get lifts back to Arkham. So, um, yeah. the only way is like round the river to the other farm. <clears throat> it's a bit of a walk, but as long as we do it in daylight and we all go together, we can get to town, call for help. But what could have taken out the bridge? Well, well, I don't know. Did you speak to the Campbells about it? Yeah. yeah they seem to they, think they, it happened every so often. It's just, yeah. When, oh, it, okay, no when it was heavy rain and the river flooded. Ooh. Look, I'm sure it's probably just the wither and rain. The wither? The wither is here. <laughs> the weather, the rain and unseasonable um, summer rain has probably made the river go a bit faster. It has been raining the last couple of days. I have to admit, it wasn't the sturdiest looking bridge I've ever seen. Mm. Now, I suggest you all go get some tea. <clears throat> okay. Slumber! So you're going to look in on Karis? I will go in on Karis, I'll give him a little bit longer. Okay. And then I'll drop in on him, see if I can convince him to you should, take a break. Yeah, probably get him to sleep. He seems very grumpy. He's probably just very wound up because of, you know, he's been picking up this field trip for um, months, and now one of the students has done a murder, and now we found another dead body. Allegedly done a murder. Allegedly done a murder. Anyway, go to your tents, please. Go on, west. Look after yourselves. Leave the, leave the mess tent with the denial. Shall we sort of eavesdrop? Ooh, I do like an eavesdrop, I say. I do kind of want to. Hmm. Well, why don't, we, why don't we assign one, perhaps two of us to eavesdrop, because four is pushing it. Why not you and I? We're both stealthy. Can you also listen? <laughs> I don't tend to try very often. <laughs> oh, yeah. like tread. Come on, you're just listening through a flap. How hard can it be? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Difficult. <laughs> <laughs> With the patter, 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 patter of the rain. Everyone will constitution. Oh, is it that late? Oh, God, there's a sausage and mash. Yeah, really yeah. that bad? I'm fine. I'm... I am okay. I've got 24. That's a hard pass. I am extremely constitute. I am just slightly 61. You come. 
Um, sorry, what is the role that we're Constitution? rolling? Constitution. Constitution. Um, that's fourteen. Yeah, yeah, very, very good. I'm fine. Yeah. What is it? Hard extreme. It's extreme. Okay. Um, you're having this discussion, um, like round the back of a tent, out of sight of Doctor Burlington, and um, Carolyn and uh, Lewis are all like, "Yeah, we should probably." Oh, oh goody. <laughs> Okay. They just kind of start yawning and sit down and slump and never sleep. Yeah. Hard pass? Nice. Shit, there was a lot of sh- stuff in that sausage and mash. Uh, you, John, and you, Brian, are both feeling lethargic. You're not asleep, but you're like really coming over you, like really, really, really sleepy and slow all of a sudden. And these two have just gone thump. Okay, that's weird. Oh, um, right. I um I grab you uh and I I shake you vigorously. He remains asleep. I pinch his nose shut. He starts breathing through his mouth. And his mouth. <laughs> he suffocates. No, it's a thing it's a thing you do. If you if you block someone's mouth and nose they wake up. You got a whole you got work. a whole reflex for it. It didn't work. I hold it for forty minutes just to be sure it's not working. <laughs> What are you doing? He's not waking up. Well, oh, well I let him breathe. How <laughs> <laughs> <Come> great! <laughs> After eight minutes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, they aren't waking up. <laughs> I followed your lead and killed the other. <laughs> <laughs> no, wait, no. <laughs> I um, I I shake you, but less vigorously because you're a woman. Carolyn also does not stir. Bold constitution again, both of you. Uh, that that's not as good that time. Regular. Uh, regular. Oh no, hard. What, what are you doing? You're starting to get really slow and lethargic. Um, let's get let's get back to our tents. I gra- I grab you. Grab who? Brian. Yeah, him. Yeah, you stagger along and you get about maybe. A meter, two meter, before you realise you're on your knees, mm-hmm. and then pass out. I emit a series of powerful hoots. That's <laughs> your distress noise, is it? Mm. Well, well, well. So we win. We all <laughs> we all died. Hooray! We all wake up with pneumonia. Um, you wake up in your sleeping bag. All of us, or just all of you? Okay, in the same sleeping bag. <laughs> <laughs> Next morning, you Caress, can slowly come down um, in your sleeping bag. Do you remember passing out in the dirt? You do remember passing out in the dirt, and now you're in your sleeping bag. Um, okay, where, uh, where is the sleeping bag? In your tent. Okay. Am I in my pajamas? You're not in your pajamas. <laughs> I like because you're, you're, you're in the clothes you fell asleep in. Right. What happened? Did I take my boots off? They have taken your boots off. Mm, they. Um, I don't know. You passed out, and then I passed out. We passed out. Mm. All of us? Everyone. Yes. We were only we. I mean, me and um, Bolero were only asleep for uh, awake for two, perhaps three more minutes than you guys. Oh. We had to make an extra constitution roll. Oh and we got moved. <laughs> You're not there. Alone in their own tent. Oh, that's true. I'm in a different tent. Uh, uh, We're in tent. <laughs> I'm you. So, 
Wait, did you get... Did you get us in here, then? No, I passed out in the dirt. That's a good question. Let's go and find out. Stagger out into the early morning light. The sun is mainly an hour up. It must be about 7am. And you find Dr. Nelson standing in the um, mess tent. She's like, really sleepy. He's like, staring around, literally. It's like, oh, John, Lewis. Sorry, I fell asleep last night. I got really lethargic this morning. Yeah, so do we. We passed out. What? We fell asleep. Have like... you been at the gym? <laughs> no, that it's prohibition. Yeah. I would never. Sorry, um, I can't find Dr. Burlington. Or what? any of his students. Maybe they took an early morning hike into the river. They couldn't have gone anywhere. The bridge is out. Do you know the bridge is out? No. The bridge is out. Dr. Carris comes bustling in, wide-eyed, like, who's been in the examination tent? Someone has been in the examination tent last night, and it is unacceptable. You know that place is off-limits unless I'm in there. If this is the mess tent, yeah, yeah, Carolyn comes wandering in, as does Brian and other students, Dr. Nelson's students, and doc- your archaeological companions, wandering in, looking sleepy-eyed and baffled. While he's here chittering about it, I kind of make towards the tent to have a look inside. Don't go anywhere, John. Sit down and tell me, was it you? Did you go in there? It was you, wasn't it? I bet it was you. I was asleep gets right up in front of you. He seems wild-eyed and crazy. It was you, wasn't it? Messing around with the hyper-Bavarian relics. Okay, not loving this energy. Professor, you seem... Professor, have you slept? I don't know. Because I think you're the only one here who hasn't. Are you stealing our sleep? What? (laughs) Do you mean in the gin? (laughs) It's prohibition! (laughs) I usually stop you. I've seen you in the speakeasies. That you are in yourself, checkmate. <laughs> That's how many more right now. <laughs> Who's been in the tent? Well, okay. Put you? put your hand yeah, up. Yeah, you. Put your hand up if you were in the tent. Right. So we've answered that question. Someone has been in there. Everything's been moved. Well, Doctor Burlington and all of his students are missing. So why don't you go ask them? What's the last thing you remember, Professor? I was in the tent. Does that name ring a bell? No. Can I roll my Cthulhu Cthulhu mythos? Of zero? Can I roll it? You can try. So wait, you you were in your ten. Uh, I'm going to luck that by four to zero. (laughs) (laughs) You fail. Like a (laughs) hundred. Shit. It loops back there. There is no such thing as zero. I was in the tent and I heard noises. So I took all the artefacts back to my tent and then I got a coffee mm-hmm. and then I woke up. So you moved all the artefacts? No, no, but someone else has been in the tent after I went back to my tent with the artefacts and moved everything. Dr. Nelson goes face down on the mess tent, her cup of coffee rolling away. Uh... Okay, nobody eat or drink anything. Come to the same conclusion. I fell asleep fairly soon after having food, and I 
suspect other people did as well. It was. Yes. It, also, it, I go and check on her. <laughs> well, first day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I just slap her. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> first day, I'll, I'll rouse you, dude. <laughs> Where's that woman? In. The modern theory is that a light concussion <laughs> will rouse you. It's a fail, but not as much as I thought, but I'm not liking it. Yeah, Dr. Nelson is asleep. He has been drugged. Oh, God. It's hmm. that British food. Right, yeah. Food, food, and drink it, food and drink are off limits. I pick up her coffee cup and I sniff it. It smells of coffee hmm. and some other trace scent you can't name because you're not a chemist. I sniff it again. Why not try Pass it? <laughs> <laughs> Damn, that shit's gorgeous. I asked him a second time, but for, like, in a really obnoxious way. Eyes <laughs> roll back in You <laughs> start speaking in tongues. Peruvian. <laughs> no one likes Peruvian coffee. Gaspacho. One of the... One of the two places on earth that makes coffee. Come <laughs> there's a place in Gran Canaria. And all of Ethiopia. Mm. Ah! Radiator hot. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the radiator was on. Um, so, you said you took these artifacts to your tent. Are they still there? Yes, yes, yes. I, I was with them. Nothing is very wrong. Where's Burlington? We Apparently they're know. gone. I mean, they're gone. Well, they're just not here. And all of their students. They're just gone. And I don't know how or where because the bridge is out. Ah, radiator hot. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> We're aware of this. Stop touching the radiator with your hand. <laughs> Fixed. Are you well? Well, I mean, like, I've got two burns. <laughs> ah, so. It's your fault for touching the radiator. Twice. Why oh, is it there? <laughs> it's in there. Since we moved in. Why is it there? <laughs> Stop it on. Um, okay, okay, okay. Um, uh, um. It was Burlington last night who made us these like, like delicious snacks and beverages. No, he claims he didn't cook. Burlington cooked last night. Wait, no. he said he didn't. Yeah, he said he said he didn't to us be- because he, <laughs> he wanted to drug us. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you buffoon. <laughs> hang on, hang on. I'm putting it together now. <laughs> oh, no wonder you're failing his class. <laughs> <laughs> wow. He told us he didn't make the food, and minutes after we ate the food, we fell asleep in a ditch outside the tent, so... All of his students are gone. So Burlington is probably who the hunter saw that night. Yeah. Oh, because... What? What's going on? We, we really need to do something. Why aren't the police here? There was another because murder. the bridge is out. We can get them. Well, let's, let's get in the car and drive to safety. The bridge is the out. Bridge is out. <laughs> That's the only way out of this section of Dunlap. The only oh, other... The other way! What other way? There's no other way. The road goes on! Not according to the map we had. It kind of stops after the farm. No. The map stops because it's a map, <laughs> Lewis! They don't contain the entire planet! <laughs> oh, we're not actually surrounded on both sides. Okay. Well, okay, I was not the only one in that car, Professor. <laughs> we could carry on driving to damage. Then let's do that. <laughs> But we can't drive back towards Arkham, is the point. Damage has police officers. That's fair. Let's, let's drive in the opposite direction. Point of order. 
Yes. Uh, Dr. Nelson's students here. Yes. No, right, no. okay, they can look after her. <laughs> he... Help! Help! Please, please, help! Help! Someone's like screaming for help from the direction of the tree line. Oh. Oh, God. Oh, God. Who's that? Ugh. Do you recognise? Who uh, is it? Stumbling towards you, hands behind his back, screaming for help at the top of his lungs, is one of Dr. Burlington's students. Oh. Um, he's uh, covered in dirt and bleeding from numerous cuts. And he's just, as he dashes towards the uh, camp, he's like, run, run, they're right behind me. Is his hands behind his back because he's tied, or...? You can't see, but as he runs towards you, you see something come flashing out of the trees. It looks like two rocks wrapped in vines, and they um, slam into two students nearby, wrapping around their legs and knocking them over as these huge, bestial nine, ten-foot-tall things covered in shaggy black fur come charging out of the uh, woods, wielding spears. My God, you didn't tell us your parents were here. We're going. I'm It's the Dunlow creatures! (laughs) I've seen enough. (laughs) Everyone screams and starts running. Yep. Do we have to do the sanity thing? You do have to. You haven't said it yet. I know, but he was going to say it. That's fine. I'm good. Um, I'm good. I don't. I'm not actually good. I'm not good. No. Oh no, I am good. Sorry, <laughs> I was looking at the wrong graph. Were you looking at? I was luck. looking at luck. Mm. I'm oh. not lucky, but I am sane, <laughs> as the old song goes. Everyone starts screaming and running in all directions. Uh... Um, Philip, you can see as he runs past you, screaming, "Run, run, run!" Does have his arms tied behind his back by rope. He just runs past him, <laughs> running towards the farm. Okay, uh, what are you doing? I feel like going to get those artifacts, but at the same time, running. <laughs> you run. Yeah. Come on! I grab, I grab your arm and yeah, just pull I'm you along. Yeah, I'm going that way. <laughs> okay, Brian, what are you doing? Run! Running away. Uh, I, call, I call out... Where's the nearest car? That's a good point. Run to the car. We can't get very far in the cars, can we? Oh, we go the other way. We just yeah, tried yeah, to yeah, we just yes. establish that. Uh, Dr. Harris sweeps up Dr. Nelson and pegs it for the farmhouse. He didn't leave the unconscious woman behind. Hey, I've done my bit. <laughs> you rescued the other woman. Yeah. What are you doing, John? Um... I'm running towards the farmhouse, but I'm going via my tent. You run towards your tent. Okay. Uh, Carolyn and John, are you running towards the farmhouse, or...? John. John, Seriously, (laughs) why can't you remember who John is? (laughs) No. Hola, me llamo Miguel. (laughs) Miguel? Hang on, Lewis, what are you doing? Where are you going with Carolyn? Well, I did shout out something to do with the car, but it doesn't sound like anyone's running, running towards, towards the car. Nights. Everyone is just panicking. Yeah, I think chaos has ensued. Okay. Uh, no one is really listening. They're all just screaming I... and running away from the ten-foot-tall man-beasts. Uh, which way's the lab? The lab tent. Mm-hmm. Um, towards the middle of camp. Is that away from the scary beasts? No, it's towards the scary beasts. <laughs> ah. Mm. In a case of emergency, run away from the scary beasts. 
That's too bad. Because I thought like a shield might be useful. <laughs> um, I don't know, to the barn, I guess. I thought you said to the bar. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we can head for the. You're running after Dr. Cavett is running towards the farm. Yeah. Hey, what about you, John? You're still running for the car. Running for the car. You run for the car. What about you? You run into your. T- you arrive at your tent. You burst inside. Grab axe. You grab axe. Leave tent. Burst outside. One of the huge eight foot tall man beasts, whirling their bowlers and hurls them at you. Roll dodge. I catch them in my teeth. Like <laughs> whip my neck around and throw it back. Roll dodge. <laughs> <laughs> If you roll a one, you can do that. <laughs> he said it. Uh, oh! I rolled a two. <laughs> you catch the bonus out of the air and they clank down around your arm, but you can't throw them back. <laughs> so I'm just like, oh! And you put a hand out and you start like, you know, the vines wrap around your arm instead and you're like, oh! And then the beast is running at you with a spear. It's got a spear now! Yeah, they've got spears and bones, please. Oh. Big, shaggy, horrifying creature. Would you like to run away? Uh, no, I'm holding an axe. Mm-hmm. You're holding an axe. Are you attacking the creature in front of you, or...? I'm attacking the one that's running straight at me with a spear. Yeah, roll fighting ball. <laughs> a skill I don't have. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, John. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. Um... <laughs> Of 25, I've got a, oh, a one in four chance of death. 17. Oh. Going to take it. <coughs> now you had a three in four chance of death, not one in four. <laughs> Don't tell me the odds. You swing your axe into this thing's chest and it goes. Ah! And collects it. Oh. Yeah! Grab the spear. <laughs> Three others are running at you, screaming loudly. Several of them have stopped to pick up students who've been bound by ropes. One of them has Linda. Lydia. Lydia. <laughs> oh no, wait, Lydia's not here. Sorry, can't be her. Oh, it is Linda. <laughs> Lydia. Oh, Lydia is here. And she's like, I'm Linda, actually. But <laughs> say, if you save me, I'll be whoever you want. <laughs> Yeah, no, Lydia is one of Dr. Nelson's students. Yeah, one of them is carrying Lydia away. Oh, Christ. Okay. <laughs> oh, wow, you weren't that keen on <laughs> Wow, she will remember this if she gets rescued. For the, for the next five minutes, yeah. Are you running for it? Uh, I, I, well, I'm being accosted by monsters. It's probably time to belt <laughs> to leg it. Oh, John. You run for the farmhouse. The monsters are mostly pouncing on the students who've been caught by rocks and bowlers. Whilst they're trampling tents and screaming and roaring. Uh, Carolyn and Lewis, you arrive at the farmhouse slightly behind Dr. Callis, Philip and a few others. Um, Mr. Campbell is standing on his... Um, Porch with his shotgun and he's screaming, get inside everyone, inside! And he's just shooting wildly at the monsters. I'm like, they were real! Boiling out of his crops. He's just like, oh! Stops to reload and keeps shooting. Have you got any more guns? He doesn't answer, he's busy. (laughs) Do you run inside? Stephen, do you have any more guns? 
He was like, there's a bomb! Ah. Okay, and you're at the car. You leap in the car and roll drive auto to start the car. <laughs> All those times we told you, not that gear! I succeed. Yay! <laughs> the car goes... <laughs> oh, no. Mm. Won't start. Oh shit! We're doing it perfectly, and it will not start. Oh, oh shit! They've siphoned the gravy. A huge, bestial man creature is running towards the car. Um, what are you doing? You leap out the other side and run for it. I'm going to leap out the other side. Go on. Put the charge on. Nineteen twenties car. <laughs> You leap out the other side and the creature stops to have a roar at the car and sort of like tips it over, mm. giving you ample time to run to the farmhouse. Alright. Uh, roll your spot hidden as you flee. Roll my spot hidden as I flee. Yeah, yeah. I don't see shit. You don't see shit, but you arrive at the barnhouse. You, the barnhouse? The farmhouse. You're inside the farmhouse. Inside the farmhouse are Carolyn, Stephen, Donald, Morris, Dr. Carris, Dr. Nelson, yes. Philip, Ambrose, Lewis, Vernon, and that's it. Well, I'm not there. And then John arrives. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, you stopped to get an axe then, for a monster. Don is the last and last one to arrive. At least um, twenty-four of you are missing. Mm. I hold up my axe. If they bleed, we can kill them. Uh, they do seem to be surrounding the house, shouting and then retreating into the like crops and trees. And it goes quiet. I assume you've never seen anything like this before. Who are you asking that to? Stephen. Stephen's like no. My monster isn't real, and now it's attacked everyone. Where's, where's, where's his, where is everyone? I don't know. Doctor, what's his face? Burlington and all his students, they, they were gone before they, those things arrived. In fact, no, wait, wait, Philip. Philip was tied up, and they were all Philip, in the woods. Philip, Philip is lying on the floor, and like, uh. Let's ask Philip what's. Because he's kind yeah. of like curled up. Perhaps someone should untie him. <laughs> wait. On time and do first aid. Hey, you are Philip, a little fentanyl will perp you right up. Yep, it does. It perks him right up. <laughs> you untie Philip and give him a little bit of a nip from uh, Farmer Campbell's uh, alcohol <laughs> still. He's very shaken. He's just like, oh, okay, that was that's bad. It's really bad that they've got more people. What are they? What happened? Um, well, since we've arrived, Dr. Burlington's had us excavating this building. Hmm. Um, he says he discovered it whilst doing his research into the Dunlo creature, and, and he didn't want Dr. Karras and Dr. Nelson to steal the credit. So we've not been doing, like, fairy tale gathering. We've been excavating this building. And then last night, he said he discovered something amazing and wanted to show it to us all. So we all piled into a truck and we drove back out to the dig site. And then there were these things. 
huge, hairy monster things waiting for us in the temple, and they jumped us, and they forced us in, and they tied us up, and then, 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 then Dr. Burlington started killing everyone. He did what? I don't know. I watched him do it several times. He, he'd bring out a dead, desiccated corpse, and he'd start chanting in this language, and then the person's blood would leave them and surround the thing, and then the thing got up, and they just attacked everyone. There was, there was a bit where the door was, was not guarded, and I ran for it, and they'd been chasing me all night. But he'd literally kill one of us, and one of those creatures would get up. And now they've got more people. Yes. Oh. Everyone gets five Cthulhu. Uh, Touched by the darkness. Philip then breaks down and starts crying, curling back up into a ball. Uh, sort of just like put my arm round his shoulders. Do we even know where this temple is? On the map, probably. Yeah. The car's out. What, what do you mean the car's out? I tried to start the car and wouldn't start. Oh. Burlington must have drained the fuel tank. What about the trucks? Says Dr. Karras. I haven't tried. You never got those as well. Um, what about um, this... Um, that, what about Lansdale's truck? That one might be okay. He doesn't know about that truck. That's quite it's not bad. that far from here. No. It's just outside the farm. Did you know about Lansdale, though? Lansdale was murdered by a creature in the wood. Oh, yeah, but he... but he, he, We've got his keys, I say, taking his car keys out. And the knowledge of where the camp is, which isn't really anywhere near... Okay, says Dr. Carris. That's, that's, that's something. Might not yeah. Ch- chances, chances are Dr. Burnham knew about the hunter, but not where his stuff was. Yeah. He had the hunter killed... But he doesn't know where his camp is. Yeah. But he didn't, he didn't get the, the, the map, or his keys, I say, holding up his keys. Dr. Karras is like patting his pockets, and he's like, oh, no, it's in my tent. That's why they were in... I know what it is now. Those creatures are the Vormis, the ancient enemies of the Hyperboreans. He said that name the other night. Who? What's his face? Um, no, you said that. Um, no, that was Karras said that was him this morning. Oh, you said that this yeah. morning. Yes, made a discussion. it's on the yeah. tablet I've been reading. Mm. It's all about how the Hyperboreans found lair of their enemies, the Vormis, here in these woods, and they killed them all and buried them in their temple. Ah. This is a massive gravesite for all the Vormis. And Dr. Burlington's brought them back to life. Why? I don't know. Power. Money. Sexual gratification. I mean, the guy's always been a bit weird, but this is way more than that. The shield. We need the shield. The shield is a protective device for the Hyperboreans. The statue is the... I don't know what the statue is. Maybe it's useful. And all of my notes are in my tent. They might be able to help us. I peer outside. Have the, have the, the big feet gone? Uh, the big feet... There are still some of them out there watching. The, the, the majority of them have clearly taken their captives back to the temple. Yeah. But once they drop them off, you suspect they will be back. Do we want to make a run for it, then? How close is the nearest one to the house? Uh, probably about... 
50, 60 meters away. The other side of the farmyard. It wouldn't take it long to run across the farmyard to get here. I like. I can probably make it to the tent in that time, but probably not back. Do we just need to press onto the truck then? And we need that shield, says Caius. There aren't many watching us, says Cam, Mr. Morris, coming in. If some of us attack out the front and distract the others, you might be able to get to the tents and back. Yeah, I can do it. I can run fast. We'll cause a distraction and, you know, we don't have to win. We just have to make a load of noise and then run back in here. Admittedly, it'd be good if we run to the barn and grab more weapons and then ran back here. Do we want to make a stand here then, or do we want to just clear out? If we stay here, says Dr. Karras, they're just going to come back. That's my And worry. every hour we delay, Berlin can kill someone else. Hmm. Alright, I say we go for it. We split into two teams. Who can run fast, I say, looking uh, between you two? A woman cannot run fast. <laughs> How do we... It's all the frocks and petticoats. What, what is run fast? Trust me, she's faster than me. Yeah, almost certainly. <laughs> <laughs> However. Uh, strong. Strength is run fast. Is it? I thought dexterity was. No, stamina. You want stamina for run fast. Oh, long. then, yeah, I am. I am fast. Dexterity would be nimble and, like... You know, doing acrobatics and uh, rolling around and jumping up trees. Dexterity is shouting parkour. Well, I guess start it's more your move rate, right? <laughs> yes, that too. And my move rate is eight. Mine is seven. Seven. Nine. I'm lumbering. <laughs> Carolyn is fastest. <laughs> Jesus. All right. Well, we don't know Carolyn's a whippet <laughs> <laughs> because we can't compare our move rate in real life. <laughs> yep. <laughs> We need the shield, says Dr. Morris, and I haven't finished translating the tablet, but there might be something on it that can help. All right, we'll go to the thing and grab the thing. That's the plan. Let's go. They're in my tent, says Paris. I, I was a bit obsessed with them, so I took them to bed with me. You know, I had sleeping with them under my pillow to keep them safe. That's just the Vormi, don't worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's those pigeons. <laughs> um, right, okay, so two of us join them running for the barn, and you and me? I guess. You don't have to. No, I'll come with you. We'll run for Karis's tent to grab the business. Right. Morris is like, okay, me and Stephen will join you in running for the tent. Um, Donald, take Dr. Nelson and Philip down to the basement and barricade yourselves down there. Dr. Nelson is still unconscious and Philip is in no fit state to help since he spent the night running from horrible monsters in the woods. Mm. Um, So we we need the shield, you want this tablet. What about that statue thing? Is that any point? Might as well grab it, says Dr. Karras. I don't know what it is. Okay. I don't suppose the dagger and the axe are of any use. No, they're too old and pitted. Okay. You are all leaving in one group and then splitting off? Yeah! Charge out of the back of the house. Morris um, is going to stand on the uh, porch and provide shotgun cover. 
someone shooting shotguns at the bad guy should help. Yeah. He is just amazing with this shotgun. <laughs> yeah, All these farmers are really good with their shotguns. That's why I was scared when one of them pointed it at me. They were like, Gear off my land! I don't know why. <laughs> Monsters in the woods. Okay, uh, you make a dash for it. Uh, Carolyn and Brian, you and the surviving students, Vernon and Ambrose, make a dash for the barn. Mm-hmm. And. John and Lewis make a dash back from the tents. Okay. Carolyn and Brian, Ambrose and Vernon, you reach the barn. You charge and fire, you slam the door shut behind you, you haven't got long. And Morris has directed you towards a series of... There's a box you say on the back wall. Mm-hmm. Throw it open. Roll... A D4. A D4. That is a one. There is one stick of dynamite. There is one hatchet. There is a pitchfork. There is a scythe. And there is another another double-barreled shotgun. You grab them. Yeah. You have one time stick of dynamite. Stick. Stick of dynamite. Various farm implements and a double barrel shotgun. Mm-hmm. The double barrel shotgun is not loaded. Mm-hmm. And then do you want to make a run back to the house? Yes. Okay, a run back to the house by rolling me strong. I can do that. Don't you, Brian? I pass. You too, Brian? Oh. <laughs> Et tu, Brian? Et tu, Brian? Yeah. I am a runner. There are more of the creatures in the farmyard when you burst back out of the side door. You've kind of gone through the main door to the barn and then you scoot out the side door and loop back around towards the farmhouse. Uh, they are running after you. It's another strength roll to stay ahead of them. Five. Oh, super fast. Very, very yes. One. <laughs> <laughs> Anything you can do, he can do better. Yeah, turns out the stick to running fast was have monsters chase you. Well, <laughs> Ambrose falls over and trips, but Ryan scoops him up, literally just practically rush of adrenaline, and slightly behind him, you literally just scoop him up under one arm and just carry <laughs> just on charging, charging for the um, farmhouse and. You know, Morris is there shooting with the shotgun, and you'll bow inside and slam the door. You're safe in the house again. Meanwhile, running for camp. Uh, both of you are all me a swank. Ha 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 ha! It's a 96. <laughs> Well, what that was nice knowing you. Uh, 59, uh, which is past. You run for camp. And you think, yeah, we're doing this, we're getting away. Yeah, woo. And it's not until you run into the ruins of the camp where all the tents are flattened, you realise Thomas um, Lewis isn't with you. Lewis, you tripped. Uh-huh. And one of the creatures has landed on you and is trying to grapple you down. Fuck off. <laughs> Fighting brawling. Oh, yes, because I put lots of points into that. Did you? Mm-hmm. No. no. <laughs> what did you get? 
not worth saying. <laughs> I need to know. 94. <laughs> oh, well. Uh, I got a 73, so you're, you're kind of scrapping with each other. Mm. Uh, roll me your luck. God, yeah, at, the, at the rate I'm going, I'm not passing that either. It's time to be dismembered. I pass that. You kick it between the legs, hoping it has jewels, and it does. And it lets out a horrific howl. But you have to kind of like roll free and run back to the farmhouse. <laughs> You're like, oh no, I'm a distraction. The vermin's have dicks. They have something in the fur. They're not sure what it was. It felt I don't want to know what it was. And if it, it felt wriggly. <laughs> It definitely felt squamous and weird. But you, you flee back into the farmhouse like, nope. <laughs> I'm like, cool, thanks for the backup, bro. <laughs> uh, Weirdly, we were the same height as each other. <laughs> but it has distracted them. You're at the uh, camp time, mm-hmm. and you're hurrying towards Dr. Karras' tent. And Karras it's been tent. ripped apart and thrown around all over the place. And standing over it is Thomas. Well, looks dishevelled and pale, and he's kind of like just standing there, like looking around in confusion. Like, and then he sees you, and he's like, "John, what happened? Why? How are you here?" He places a hand on your shoulder, and he's like, "We don't have time. We need this." He points at the shield. We need it. Burlington is. We need this. Yeah, I grab the shield. Grab the shield. He. Shoves you as soon as you pick the shield up. Shoves you over with all his strength. Wow. Roll uh, strong. Ninety-five. Oh, God, you weren't expecting this. He I wasn't. Pitches you over and you like fall backwards. Like, and oh. he scoops the statue up off the ground. He's like, "You fool! The Lord shall repay me brilliantly for this." Brilliantly. Brilliantly. With a willy. And as he says this, you realise you see something like almost tendril like oozing out of his mouth towards you. <laughs> and then he's like <sighs> lifts the statue up and then he runs for the woods. Oh I finally had thought to kick him in the balls. <laughs> <laughs> it's the go to technique. Okay. Bye Thomas. <laughs> Very sane. You're, you're a bit startled and like, what the fuck was that? But now you think about it, the statue was under the shield and the shield mm. was face down and. He couldn't get to it. Heck. So the shield is pointless. Well, no, no, it's not. No, no. Not. It's pointful. Yeah. It's just that both times we, uh, <laughs> we broke the seal. <laughs> I pick up the shield. Yeah, you got the shield. And the, the tablet under the other arm. You got the tablet. Kind of confusedly, and I lope up back up the hill towards the, the house. Uh, there are three Vormis lurking in the farmyard when you get there, and they all see you. And they scream and run towards you. I hold up the shield. Uh, they hiss and cower back from there. Ha ha! And then two of them start to go around you. Uh oh, the pizza movement. I start pirouetting. They definitely they, they flinch every time you point the shield at them and back off, but when they're not pointing it and they're coming at you from the other side. Are you basically making them do what booze do in Mario? Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm um I I'm gonna continue running for the thing. Roll yes. stonk. 
that's my best nugget right now. Uh, yes, I am. Uh, I am hard strong. You just charge the one in front of you, and literally it cowers back, shrieking, and you twat it with the shield. Roll your pow. Oh, pow! That's a new one. My dumpster. Uh, I pass. There's a noise, and the one you twat just goes. <laughs> and smashes through the barn. <laughs> oh. It starts to get back up, and you're kind of like looking at it as you run. Captain America, bitch. <laughs> the first, <laughs> the first Avenger. And you crash into the farmhouse, and everyone lets you in. And then they like rebarricade the door. Did anybody see that amazing feat? You all saw it through the window. <laughs> He heard him coming, there's lots of screaming. Suddenly I feel weak and feeble. <laughs> <laughs> You're safe in the farmhouse. Thomas was out there. Thomas? Yes. Mm-hmm. He's some sort of creature inside him, black and writhing. Uh, Not yeah. Cthulhu Mythos. Oh, we Not you lot, you lot didn't see it, only. <laughs> oh, I know what it is. <laughs> Now that you've stopped to think about it, you've gone, oh no, I thought about it. Why? (laughs) Sanity check. Oh no. Man. Oh no. (laughs) I'm not saying. 79 out of 75. You not have thought about it. 8 sanity. Oh, temporary. Too many. Uh, Yeah, you suddenly have this flash of insight. You don't know why, but... um, you suddenly understand what this thing inside Thomas is. We eat the uh, a side box there. Oh, well, the one that starts with that word. Yeah. Oh, cool. <laughs> and then, um, then we'll deal with the fact that you uh, are going to go slightly insane. Can I have the ability to enter any any animal of size thirteen or more? Oh, size thirteen. That's really small. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's not good. A delightful day in the countryside. Mm. <laughs> 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 oh, I just Cathedral Christmas. <laughs> I don't remember any of this happening at Jennifer's funeral. It's the only way I'd listen to it. <laughs> I had no idea. Archer's Cathedral crossover was so exciting. I wasn't expecting this down at Brookfield. <laughs> Get off my land. <laughs> Are you suitably horrified? <laughs> like reading? Stop getting excited by them. Yeah. <laughs> oh, pseudopods, eh? What other kinds of pods are <laughs> Um, Actual pods, I guess. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Slice, bludgeon, stab, and or smother. Ooh, out of any bodily orifice. <laughs> That's just a zine now, isn't it? <laughs> now it's bribing me. Absolutely grotesque, I like that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Who getting horny for the dark monster? 
Now roll a d... Steady d. D10. Eight. <laughs> Is it a fear of monsters? Because that would be quite rational. You were consumed with an utter, unbending desire to flee, to get away from here, as far away from here as you possibly can. Oh, no. yeah, well, that's what we're all thinking, so... But you cannot be dissuaded from this. If someone tries to suggest an alternative form of action that isn't fleeing, you will just be violently disposed to listen to them and keep fleeing. I'm like... I'm like... Uh, uh, all the colour drains from my face, I'm like, oh god... Oh god, it's going to come for us. We have to go. We have to go now. And I start running towards the door. Wait, we need a plan. No, no, no. We can just go, I say, as I fling the door wide open. Well, it's been barricaded. I'm trying to get it open. Is anyone stopping um, John from unbarricading the front door? I will roll my strength to unbarricade the front door. What did you see? What You said Thomas was out there. What... I got a three. It lives inside him and it's coming for us, I scream. You throw a French dresser outside. <laughs> um, fling open the front door and just peg it in the direction you There's know. nothing we can do. Lansdale tr- you know where Lansdale's truck is? Yeah, I'm going, I've got the keys. <laughs> oh, no. We've got to go after him. <laughs> uh, Wimp womp. <laughs> Morris is like, um, okay, he grabs his son and Dr. Carries picks up Dr. Nelson who's still unconscious. Wake up! <laughs> she drank a morning coffee thinking it would help but it was very, you know, overnight steeped in dregs of coffee and poison. Coffee, dregs and poison. <laughs> La poisson rouge. But everyone rolls strong to run after the fleeing John. I am hard strength. Is that this is it? We're going. Must I, I can must go. I run to flee? No, you, you're hyped up on insanity juice. Extreme. Um, am I rolling for this? Unless you're staying behind in the now empty farmhouse. Twenty. That's good. That's a good number. Okay. Um, okay. 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 Yeah. Yes. Do I still have the shield? Yes. Okay. Spang some Spang people. Spang it to your arm, so you have to be on the strap. Yeah, I mean, I was like... I'm still lugging this thing. Spang them. Uh, you flee. You flee. Uh, everyone is sort of like strung out behind you. The, Mor- the Campbell family are last, with Dr. Karras carrying Dr. Nelson. And the Vormis are attacking you. Um, um, is anyone stopping to help, except for John? Who are they attacking, sorry? Uh, the Campbell family, and... Because they're behind us. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, you have a loaded shotgun. Oh, is it loaded? Well, I'm assuming during the interval when you were at home, Doc, uh, Mr. Campbell was like, have some shotgun. I hope so. I mean, because like, all of this has kind of occurred. Um, Yeah. I would have to... I've also got lots of other stuff, unless that's all been dished out. Like yeah, uh, various and people have pitchforks and other farm implements. Oh. Can well, I have a scythe? Yeah, you may have, have a scythe. I have a shotgun. Um, well, shotgun. I don't know how to shotgun, and I cannot make that work. What did you get? 55? It's a shotgun. You're not really... You're just like, <laughs> bam, and shotgun pellets. Okay. 
Uh, but it slows the Vormies down, giving the candles time to run. That'll do. Um, hey. You all run for it in a little sort of like straggled out line with a John in the lead. You arrive at the truck. You may roll sanity again. Do better. 81. That's, no, not, that's, not, better. that's, not, that's not enough. You are still insane. You're like, fling open the door, <laughs> leap in, roll drive auto to start car. I'm not very good at car driving. Suddenly. With a penalty die, because oh. you're currently insane. So that's lucky, because that's... Yeah, that's a pass. That's <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, 21 or... 71. Uh, it's like... Uh, brrr, brrr, brrr. Right, everyone rolls straight. Love the tank. Roll in the trunk. It's probably because I've got a shield on my hand. I kind of wedge it off me onto the passenger seat. Five. I am um, not strong today. I'm passing 35 You have fallen behind a bit mm. um, Just because you're long running uh, You arrive at the truck next And you can see John trying to start it <laughs> uh, I don't know if I should help him start it Or slow him down <laughs> I don't have to start a car Yeah I'll just pile in Am I getting there? You are slightly behind uh, yeah. Lewis What are you doing? Um, I can try and talk John down. Okay, try and talk John down. Um, stop, we're, we're, we're still coming, we're going to then escape this Together, we're going to escape together. No response. Are you persuading me? And other um, charm and or psychological methods, maybe. You need psychology. I have some. <laughs> yeah, you have got some. <laughs> It's not going to be enough. Uh, yeah, John, is, uh, roll drive auto again with a penalty dice. Fucking disgrace. 98. It's a 30-something. It only just stops me. Doesn't count if it falls on the floor. Uh, it's a 30-something. Well, it's 30. Or... or Which is not enough. Unless it is. Or 60. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah, um... I'm pumping the pedal. I'm like, come on, goddammit! Dr. Karras is next and kind of like leaps into the back of the truck and is like, plays Dr. Nelson down. And then the Morris, the Campbell family are last and then Brian. Brian, do you want to just shove John out of the driver's seat into the passenger seat and take over the car? I'll certainly give it a go. Give him a shove with strength. Strong. Can I just pick? No. (laughs) (laughs) No. Yeah, he, he won't sh- budge. I just punch you. You can just punch him. Roll, roll uh, strength again. With bonus die. Ooh, 21, that's good. 21 or 11. Roll your constitution, John. Oh, great. Um, I pass. You are stunned out of your crazy stupor when Brian punches you in the jaw. Brian, I say, I, I kind of grab your face with a hat. <laughs> Get a hold of yourself, man. Get out of the We've seat. We've got to go, I say, jiggling the cords. Shove over. Dr. Carrot is like, we need to leave now, Brian. Now they're getting close. I slide across Gavin, into the passenger. Into the oh, passenger I've got a shotgun. Holding, yes. <laughs> holding the sword, the shield up. <laughs> I'm going to try and start... Roll drive the auto. egg... 19. God, you're getting real good at this driving shit. <laughs> you're not entirely sure how Brian does it, but he's just like, click, twist, questing, boom. 
The truck starts. Good luck. We will get up to this thing's full speed of 11 miles per hour. <laughs> 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 Loaded with that. Like, yeah, with all these people on it. Who's uh, luck, sorry? Uh, Ryan needs to roll luck. Uh, uh, no. Uh, no. Uh, no. Uh, Nine. 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 Uh, the car starts. It doesn't have much fuel left in it, but it should be enough to escape. What did you get on shotguns? I haven't yet, but I have got a not crit fail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you and Mr. Campbell just open fire at the back of the truck, like <laughs> just, just peppering behind them, and then you start to drive away. There are several creatures running towards you still. Uh, the truck is slowly getting up to speed. Dr. Nelson is finally waking up, and the truck careens down the Dunwich Road. Roll a drive auto again. Wait, those were the, <laughs> those were the wrong things. No. Seven or eight? <laughs> yes. Ninety-two. Mm. It's not a very fast truck, nor does it have much fuel left in it. Uh, but you drive as quickly as you can away. Uh, roll more... More shooting. You're in the cab with the shield. I can't really point it at anyone unless you want to climb into well, that's the back the thing. Of the I'm, I'm passing it back out. I'm, I'm like, point this at them. Roll pal, Lewis. What did you get on shotgun? 68. Can, can, I, can I luck pal? You can luck pal. I'll luck it. It, you kind of like just swinging this thing from side to side. One of them runs up beside the truck, and you're like, and I'm like, <laughs> into its face, and it literally falls backwards. And again, you're like, oh, with the shotgun, scattering them backwards. And then drive auto happens again. You're out of, you're off the dirt and down onto the actual road now. Well, it's better, <laughs> but it's not a pass. No, it's not a pass. Do you want to spend luck? I don't want to spend like 20 luck. Are you sure? Well, okay. Uh, Maybe are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> Some fucking 20 luck then, I suppose. Um, <laughs> that allows you to escape. It's that <laughs> or, you know, die. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is only you, a one-off. You, you hit the main... You actually get onto the road, and once you're on the road, you actually like floor the accelerator and just pull away from these creatures. <laughs> and you drive in the direction of Dunwich. Uh, you drive until you get to society and police officers and it takes some convincing to convince them all that you're not crazy um, Dr. Karras is like it's not mental creatures it's just that Dr. Burlington has kidnapped some people and dragged them into the woods and you don't hear anything for a while and by the time you do there's no sign of Dr. Burlington everyone is dead and the building that they have been excavating has collapsed. You have escaped with your lives. But at what cost? But at what cost? Now oh, this was the neutral ending. <laughs> we're, we're okay. I have nightmares about that parasite that's now Thomas forever. I am oblivious. <laughs> I drink myself to an early grave. Um, Doctor, so about our credits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can, can I have a pass? Please, can I have a pass? Uh, Dr. Karras has a complete and utter nervous breakdown. Yeah. No! That's fair, that's fair. <laughs> Dr. Nelson slept through most of it, but also has a bit of a breakdown, but she's less broken. Um, she's a little bit upset by her botany class being kidnapped. 
Um, the university gives you all distinctions with honours. Yeah. <laughs> and we don't say anything. Yeah. <laughs> all you all graduation. Never speak of this again. Yeah, fever. <laughs> oh, they laughed at me. And none of you go camping ever again. Yeah. <laughs> the one yeah. time I go camping. And that is the end. <laughs> you escaped with your lives. We live! Which, live. as you say, is the neutral end. <laughs> yeah. It was okay. It was the ending where your players don't die, because you used Mr. Lansdale's truck. Do let 24 children die, though. Yeah. You did let 24 <laughs> children die. They're not children! Teens, come on. Young adults. Sexy teens. <laughs> oh dear. There was, you know, Charles, Eric, David, Cynthia, oh, Jeffrey, Lydia. David, Franklin, Lydia. Albert, Clifford, Tom, David, Howard, Lewis, Jim, Ian, Beth, Beth liked you. David, Does Douglas, Lydia. Says in her bio, she's just friendly to everyone. <laughs> she's extra friendly to you. You yeah. can't really push that on yeah. hard. Uh, Ambrose and Vernon um, kind of drift apart from each other after all of this chaos and don't really talk to one another. Stephen and um, his family sell the farm <laughs> and move to the big city. I'm and surprised now, they're able to sell it at all. They've become, oh. they've become uh, stockbrokers. Yeah. Oh, oh, just in time for the... Uh, <laughs> was it 1928 or 1933? 29. 29. He wasn't a very lucky man. <laughs> <laughs> well, you escaped with your lives. The best ending for Call of Cthulhu. Yes, Hedgehog? Where'd the spawn of Sagotha come from? The Temple of Sagotha that Dr. Burlington was excavating? Oh, the Vormis are their worshippers? There's an open gate in the Kai in the temple. That's cool. Thomas and Susan wandered off into the woods for some nookie and found it. Mm. And whilst they were exploring the temple, Dr. Burlington found them. So um, had one of his big feet murder Susan and then tossed Thomas through a portal to Sagotha. Uh, And uh, Sagotha was like, ooh. Came back changed. And he came back different. Okay. And then he put Susan in the barn yeah. and his coat in the barn. And okay, so it wasn't Thomas. Who did no. the, yeah, Thomas. Thomas had all of his internal organs eaten by the thing that lives inside of him now. Yeah, it wasn't. Thomas, Thomas is still alive. Oh, well, the, the brain is still alive. Mm. Oh, yeah, you've you got nightmares. <laughs> <laughs> Nightmares. Yay! <laughs> so glad I knew exactly what that thing was <laughs> somehow. Sometimes you just know. Yeah, just you look know. at it and you're like, oh shit, that's a spawn of Sagotha, isn't it? <laughs> Heck. Yeah, if you kept the statue away from the spawn, uh, you can stop burning him from killing everyone. Because you can only do so many a day before he runs out of magic points. Yeah, I love the. I love being sucker punched. <laughs> whoa, whoa. So yeah, yeah. Uh, you, you pick the shield up. So I was like, yeah. Thomas is all like, shove, grab statue. Because yeah. once you put the statue of Sagotha back in the temple of Sagotha, Burlington's like ultimate power and kills everyone to resurrect the Vormis. Who leave? They go through the gate in the Kai because um, 
Which is ultimately good for the human race. No. Uh, they're going to find other grave sites where the Vormies are buried and bring them back to life until their army is strong enough to take on the world. What's the Kai thing you said? Nakai is where Sagotha lives. Oh, Nakai. The cavern deep under the earth. I thought you said the Kai. formless spawn rise. Yay! We couldn't quite get on the end of it, and then it just sort of happened. Formless form. <laughs> it did. You got the neutral ending where you escaped, and because you escaped, Doctor Bones was like, you know, police and stuff are going to turn up searching for the twenty missing children. So we'll uh, we'll uh, kill them all, and then evacuate through the tunnel. A positive ending <laughs> of sorts. It's the ending where you guys didn't die. Yeah. So you... on your map that you had your finger covered over, what was the spoiler? Oh, yeah. Um, where is it? Uh, where's the map gone? This is the player handout, which just says Temple of Sugotha. <laughs> 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 so like, Why? Yeah, that would have been a real yeah. big clue, honestly. <laughs> I mean, if I'd have seen that, I'd have been like... Hey guys, we should go check out the Temple of Sagotha. I mean, they shouldn't put that on the map if it's not common knowledge. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why that's on the map. Player, Do you want all of the other player handout question marks? Yeah, I'll have them all back. But yeah, the, um, there are ways to obviously win, but you guys weren't suspicious enough about what Burlington's lot were up to. It was, well, it was tricky, because... I kept trying to find out, and then like stuff kept interrupting me, so I should have realised that that was... Uh, well, it, it was weird because, yeah, I, I didn't get on well with Burlington, so I was starting to suspect him. But then when we went to the truck and said, yeah, it, it, it was found, this temple was found with all these digging tools. I was yeah. like, oh, it's the archaeologist. It's the and he's going a little bit weird. And he was going a little bit weird. <laughs> he was going a little bit weird because he was translating an ancient Call of Cthulhu book and mm. lost, like, 40 sanity. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so he was a little bit doolally. Say, oh. And then Burlington was all like, oh no, I'm the same adult. Here, have some food. I thought he figured it's okay. Mm. Oh, oh, children. I did, I did feel like that night he was being a little bit too kind, but, you know, and the this, situation called for. I mean, I, I, just, I just assumed it was actually being uh, um, sort of wrong about how his character was. <laughs> but like, no, no, actually no. was totally there. No, he's very on point. Yeah, no, he's, he's, he's smart, was Dr. Burlington. Oh, it's yeah. dick. I hate him so much. <laughs> the fact that he murdered all of your classmates mean you got um, you got to graduate. They couldn't fail me. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's that's ideal from our point of view. <laughs> you got your the degree that Daddy said you needed to have, but also night terrors. <laughs> Yay! I got my degree and permanent mental scarring. Well, thank you all for listening and playing. Goodbye. Bye-bye.